live. Yeah. All right. These guys insisted on starting the show before the show started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you... Three special sponsors tonight. Trunk Club, <laughs> Club W, and Ring.com. You'll hear more about them later in the show. There are links in the description. But uh, what episode is this, Woody? Tell 271. Everyone, 271. Mm-hmm. We have That's quite a few. Mia with us tonight again. Thank One you for coming. One of our special, uh, uh, guest hosts. And we were discussing right before you hit the big red button over there. I imagine it's a big red button. It's probably just a, like a keystroke, right? But uh, we were talking about um, Donald Trump and the high-energy voting, uh, high-energy <laughs> voters out there in, uh, in Nevada and how he has fucking won a state that he wasn't supposed to win and now with Super Tuesday looming, these winner-take-all states, and he's polling very well in all of them, including Texas and Florida, where Rubio and Cruz's home states. He's winning in Florida by like 12 points or something conservatively. And he's all, it's all tied up in fucking Texas. Texas. Keep, keep in mind, this is the guy who's talking about building the wall. And he's like literally getting in cursing matches with Mexico's former uh, president on Twitter. And he's winning the Hispanic vote in Nevada. He got 40 yeah. some percent. Based it, on what you said before, he's really inspiring a lot of high energy activity. High energy. <laughs> I, I need to check all these PKA stats you just dropped. Was he not supposed to win in Nevada? I thought he was crushing in the polls there and just did as expected. He um, wasn't supposed to win that much at the Hispanic vote because you know all along they well, now keep... Now we're changing the... We moved the goalpost here. Like, oh, but he wasn't supposed to win... <laughs> no, I don't think he was supposed to win Nevada. Now, maybe he was polling well, but, that's st- but to the Republican establishment, I feel like they were still like, well, he's not going to win, though, you know? Everybody will that is going to leave Jeb Bush's, uh, you was know, Cruz in second place. Uh, still? Gonna coalesce around Tru- uh, Cruz or Rubio, Very and nice. one of those will become the front runner, and 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 or at least it'll be neck and neck. No, cr- Trump stomped them. He crushed it, and and to take that much of the Hispanic vote in a border state like that down there. Where this this all of this uh, legal immigration stuff, wall stuff, is very relevant is shocking. And to see and with Poland, Rubio, Texas, right? Yes. Rubio's kind of he's Hispanic, right? Cuban. They're both. Aren't yeah, both of them Cuban. at least half Hispanic or something? I like think that? Cruz is Canadian. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. that's problem. I, one of my favorite things from the Donald subreddit is a picture of the continent, uh, continental United States, and they've put like a, a, the American flag on the states that Trump has won, and they put a Canadian flag <laughs> on the, on the that he has won. I love it. You know what I love that uh, if you look at Trump's kids, like his daughter, uh, she posts these things that are so absolutely against what what uh, Sanders, uh, Bernie Sanders has put up. Like you'll see that his daughter actually did this, how to get um, a first class seat easier on a, a commercial flight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's what she's doing. And Bernie's like, walk, walk. You should just walk. <laughs> so polar opposites. Uh, it's Have pretty- you seen those photos they show of Bernie, his supporters, where it's just like him sitting, this doddering old man on a bus, and they're like, wow, a person of the people, when really it's like you've been a politician making good money for decades. If you're still riding a bus, th- there's a fucking problem there. We're, we're I think not- he's worth like roughly a million, right? I- I've, I've heard that. 400000 I think. Enough to have a car. Enough I, to I, have I, a car, but yeah, he's not worth shit. He's worth four hundred grand, and he's like eighty or something. At least he's seventy four, I, I think. Salaries, bad general, investment though. choices. Yeah, if you're seventy four and you haven't accumulated more than four hundred grand, then you're not saving your money. Especially I, when you've been working at the same place for like fifty fucking years or something. Yeah, yeah. I, under know. under his plan, plenty of millionaires would be riding the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I uh, no, wait, is still my second. Worth, it's Rubio who's the the poorest one. Let me see. Rubio is less than half of Bernie's age, I think. You want to see another really funny graph? Another hilarious graph I saw on the Donald subreddit. They put um, all of the candidates, Democrat and Republicans, net worth on a bar graph. Oh, and, of God. course, you know, Trump with his $4 billion or whatever. And everybody else, you can't even see their bars. Uh, have bars. It's just names with a little, like, squiggly line. And then his $4 billion. <laughs> I, I was about right. It says Bernie Sanders is worth 528000 Which, you know, it's yeah. not that that's not a lot of money. It's, it's a lot of money. But he's 74. You know, he's been working the same place forever. I... I it's easy to accumulate money if you just had a lot of time. I've often thought to myself, point? if I was a vampire, this would be freaking easy, right? It's like, put some money aside in the S&P 500, wait 100 years, and now you're rich as hell. Yeah, it's easy not, to get rich. Not, it's just hard to get rich young. That's not that much fucking money at all that he's, uh, he's accumulated over so many years. Jeez. Yeah. You know, now, I got to play the devil's advocate here because I bet all of the people who are out there burning for him are going to say, are going to point out that he's got some massive charitable donations that this guy's, you know, probably donated 50% of his earnings forever or something. Like, that sounds like the sort of thing this guy would do. And I still want right. to say that Bernie Sanders is probably my second choice for this thing. Uh, or I just can't I stand the bad taste of Clinton in my mouth. That's just disgusting to me. And, uh, <laughs> and Bill. <laughs> Oh, right. And, <laughs> and most of the uh, most of the uh, other Republican guys really creep me out. That Cruz guy um, um, really, really is an odd looking fellow. And I, he seems he seems creepy to me. Uh, I'm sorry. That's just my that's just what I take from him. <laughs> I love you're like, you know, that Cruz guy, 15, 25 pounds overweight. He's out. No, I'm seeing, no, I'm just seeing like his mannerisms and the way him reacting. He reminds me a little bit of cre creepy Uncle Joe Biden and how he'll like come up on you and be like massaging you and whispering in your aunt's ear. And you're just like, what the fuck, Joe? Like, I'm I don't like his double chin. How he's he hasn't gotten fat enough to really commit to the Christie double chin, but he's fat <laughs> enough that it just it's like a weird kind of I don't know blue diamond ski slope from the tip of his chin. <laughs> That just becomes chest. It just becomes his chest. He has no discernible Adam's apple. Not very masculine. Yeah, no vote for while, me. Now, while we're you know mocking political candidates' physical attributes, have you guys seen the Hillary Clinton, the anti-Clinton ad that's sort of a parody of uh, the Office Space scene where they're smashing the the printer out in the the woods? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Has everybody seen this? I thought that that was so juvenile and low down that it had to be a Trump ad, right? And I look in the bottom, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that a Cruz ad? It is, yeah. yeah. It is so, if you haven't seen it out there, just look it up. Look up like Hillary Do you want to watch it together? It's not. It, I'd love to. It's sure, like a yeah. minute. It's, um, it's, it's, if you haven't seen Office Space, you're really missing out. So that's a great, yeah. like, great, great. Uh, yeah, that. you're right. I'm sorry. I, I thought it was called The Office, and I mix them up sometimes. You were right. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I saw that ad and I was like, "Oh, look at Trump! That's this guy's. He always go for, goes for the lowest hanging fruit. Like he doesn't care. He'll, he'll he'll fucking spit in your face and like loogies and like anything yeah. we are." But then I saw it's, see it's Cruz. Are you guys ready? There's gonna be whole new lows yeah. from Trump if he gets the nomination. Uh, all right, you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. Three, two, one, play. Damn, it feels good to be Clinton. Damn, it feels good to be a Clint. And I gotta say, they sing with politicians. plays a cards like, right. Music. Got a crew for the fight on the airwaves. Totally written. They could have come up with some, uh, some funnier lyrics here. It's really repetitive and annoying. Why 
The funny part really is the Hillary Clinton I suppose look alike. Like she's a real heavy-set, heavy-set and he's massive. And yeah, he's just, he's a very girthy build. Yeah, and this actually really commits. Like these punches, like shot for shot remake of this. I'll say that. Like whoever like made the film this, it's a shot for shot remake. Really well done. That's actually one of her servers. Yeah, exactly. If you look closely, that's what it says. Yeah. The one she got her hands on. A Clint male. Yeah. There's probably some like Benghazi thing down there in small print or something. I was thinking for the longest time that she was just gonna waltz into the White House. But the more I talk to people around me, maybe it's just small sample size of the people I associate with, but even the women I know, nobody is on Clinton's side. A lot of no one in my circle is in Clinton's side either, but she's kicking Sanders' ass in this thing. Like, don't be fooled. Sanders carried what was next to his home state. She has all the superdelegates, so she starts with this big lead. Sanders needs to win like 55-45 from here going forward to overcome her lead. And... Every state, he just falls further behind. You know, like, like he needed to win South Carolina. He needed to win Nevada. And he loses again and again. And How could, how could he not win against somebody that absolutely can be up on felony charges <laughs> and, and has an, an FBI investigation going on right now? It's amazing how much uh, Hillary really gets away with. I get that she was careless. No one's ever explained to me the motives for this. Like, she had a private email server. Okay. I, I could give a fuck, right? Like, I I've set up private email servers. It's not a big deal. It's not like it's some nefarious, crazy thing. She was careless with her private email server. And there in were, what way? Like, I'm sorry. There, uh, in what way was she careless? Yes. In that she would use the private one to talk about top secret things. Oh, I, there was I know something that's... like 1,200, 1,400 yeah. classified documents on her private server when she should have been using the ones that are protected by the government and professional mm -hmm. IT staff. But to speak to her defense, like I read that it was a t that her private server there in her home was attacked multiple times by like different not not by like some punk on the street, by like Russia or by by like China. Like five, there were like five serious attacks and it it stood up to them all. And how often do we hear about uh, Chinese hacking into anything and everything they want in our country, mm -hmm. it seems, and, that, and so much uh, corporate corporate espionage and stuff that goes on. I'm, if I had to bet, if, I, if you're asking me to bet right now what's more secure, uh, Hillary's private server in her house, locked down right there that only her and the people she's emailing with know about, versus you know whatever normal uh, stream she was supposed to go to. I, I really didn't have any issue with that. I feel like... It the was thing, the thing I think you're not considering is, is you're laying it out there like, oh, yeah, she got attacked all these times and they never got in. How do you know? How do you know? <laughs> I don't, I guess. Yeah, right? Like, dude, I could uh -huh. fucking erase my tracks. It's well, easy as I fuck. Read. I could yeah. download a script off the internet that erases my tracks. It's bullshit to say that we don't know that they, they failed in their attempts to get in. I didn't know well, that. Then how, do we, then how do we know that they're not always in all of our systems? Right. All of yeah, well, I mean, it gets harder and harder when you have like multiple routers and like a corporate IT system, and you know, it's harder to delete all your trails. But if it's just a freaking server on the internet, like like I'm imagining it, maybe it's different because no, it's her home. I believe she had like a, like you know, far in a way more about this than me. But I believe she had a physical server in yeah. her. Residence. Yeah. That's fucking nothing. Yeah, I I just meant like I don't know how many hops they had to do to get to that server and how many places they would have had to clear their tracks to get to it. I just wanted to be clear that she, that that when we talk about her server, we're not talking about like she rented a cloud, some cloud mm -hmm. space where yeah. some. So what like I'm that. trying to say is, 
I just want to know what the motives are because that makes a difference to me. If she's somewhat technically incompetent, then we can assign someone to help her. If there was a malicious motive behind this, then that weighs super heavy with me. You know, like I don't think there's. Uh, it's hard to find any kind of a a motive for doing it that isn't just her being very um, kind of. You know, she should be a little more. That should have been more secure. Obviously, it shows bad judgment, is what it shows. And uh, as far as a president goes, it's like, oh god, but, you know, classified emails in with her daughter talking about her wedding emails. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and let, it's, let it's me, not just one slip up either, which is unsettling. It's not right. like it was one, oh, fuck, I accidentally hit send on our most recent Pentagon dossier. Oh, <laughs> hopefully nobody picks that up. Uh, it, you said 12, 1,400 documents. Like, even if she's really bundling those, that's a lot of mistakes made. Apparently care of. there were some, like, CIA agents whose, uh, like, identity could have been compromised. There were a lot of very I'll sensitive I'll lay out two motives. Let me there. give it the floor for a second here. I <laughs> She might have used her private email server because there's some penalty for using like government things for personal business. If she had sent all these emails about her kid's wedding from the government servers, then she could get in some kind of trouble. If it was for re-election, I know you can't use all these government services for re-election purposes, so you might set up something private just to keep the two things separate. That's one motivation. And if she was incompetent in keeping the things that were supposed to be on there and the things that were supposed to be classified apart, then that says that she had some incompetence about her, but not necessarily that she's evil. If she set up a private server because it's easier for her to erase it when she gets subpoenaed, it's easier for her to like hide things and be nefarious. And Clearly it wasn't because they recovered it all. Mm, yeah, well, she wiped it with a cloth. She thought it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, with a cloth? <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so, let, let's wrap up pol political talk soon. Okay. Though, I, I got something else I want to move on to. All right. Uh, anyway, Bernie... I, you know, Super Tuesday is coming up. It's actually Super Tuesday as these people watch this. No, it's Saturday. It's Super Tuesday soon. But um, uh, On Tuesday, and, yeah, yeah, Tuesday. That's when they hold that. So, <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I've been. I like politics. I follow it a lot. And like my Super Bowl of politics is happening on Tuesday. And I look forward to it. I quick imagine. Predicts. Let's do some quick predictions. Can we do that? Trump gets so far ahead that everyone else is fucking buried. Really? Hillary gets so far ahead that Bernie is fucking buried. And Carson does not drop out and <laughs> continues to sell his dumbass book. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. I, I'm glad you said that. We, we, you and I were texting a few days prior to the Nevada thing. And you said something like, <laughs> Bush is out, his followers will coalesce around one or the other two, or even both, and that'll be good enough to propel them forward. Yeah. Trump's dead. And I agreed with you. I think I replied something like, yeah, that's the most likely scenario right now. But now that he's won Nevada, now that he's polling so well everywhere else, mm -hmm. um, I think you're right. That If I'm a betting man, and, and, and the best part is, he's doing pretty well on these national polls against Hillary. <laughs> he's yeah. from New York. If he picks a good running mate like uh, shithead, like I don't know, Cruz or Rubio, he really need Kasich from Ohio or uh, whichever one, Cruz or Ru Cruz from Texas, right? If he picked one of those, Trump, Donald Trump could be our next president. It, it should be Cruz oh, or Rubio. It just, just drawing out because those are both important swing states, and uh, Rubio also brings a demographic the Latinos with him. One would think. And uh, so he could pick up either Florida or Ohio, which makes it a real uphill battle to win without those. You think Florida will be a big, a big, I, I just see, it's, I don't see, it's such a crazy thing, you know, when it's Clinton versus Trump, 
it, 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 you know, all the other standard metrics seem to kind of go out the door because but it's such a bizarre thing. Those are historically the most important swing states, Ohio yeah. and, and Florida. If Donald yeah. Trump, um, like when he first got in, obviously everybody thought it was a goofy kind of thing. Uh, it was fun to watch like his popularity climb and go up and you're like, and now it's at the point where it's like, hey, hey, wait a minute. We were just fucking around this whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. It's a great be thing about to, that. Like, you know, get a monkey and have him ride a motorcycle down the expressway. <laughs> Once he's riding it down, you realize, hey, wait a minute, he could hurt someone. It was just funny watching him make all the <laughs> yeah, other Republican it's, it's candidates his cut. way too real. Like when, uh, <laughs> oh, like when that guy from uh, Pulp Fiction is going down into the basement and he hears the raping of Marcellus Wallace, and you, you're watching it for the first time, you're like, you're, they're not going to walk in there and show him getting raped. Like, this is just a lot of buildup. And then he opens the door, and reality hits you, and it's like, there's a raping going on oh. here. It's, yeah. The truth is coming out. He has a good shot at this, and it's just hilarious. He's, like, uh, like, nobody had any, I don't think anyone realistically thought he had a shot. Oh, no. Even just imagine the shit shows that will come. The state dinners. Oh. The foreign, the, the trips abroad to Europe and Asia and Africa and all these countries. And he's, and, oh, Africa's a continent, mm. so, so are most of these. But he's bringing Melena or whatever her name is, that ridiculous, like, arm candy trophy wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, what a great first lady. It's I want like him his... to pimp out Air Force One, pimp out, uh, what, what do they call the presidential limousine? Maybe they just call it the presidential limousine. I want all that pimped mm. out. Beast, Gold hubcaps and shit. Oh. Yeah. I am. Oh, the beast. Bored, I think first right. lady too. We've been getting butt fucked in the first lady beauty award for decades. No, the I disagree. Bushes, I like Clintons, Michelle Obama, is one of, of them. We haven't had truly trophy wives in a long time, but uh, Obama's dude. If you take Michelle Obama and stack rank her against all the other moms her age, I think she comes out very close to the top. Oh, I think that she as far as the first ladies go is up there because most of them are grizzled old wenches who you can't <laughs> even imagine being attractive but if you look at like the king of france or the i don't know kings really know what Kennedy. they're doing you see them with their wives their queens and it's like holy shit like she's not walking around pretending to care about childhood obesity she just exists and is hot by pools all over the world i just want to see another like administration where it's black tie and tails and you know, Melania does interviews with the news and just talks about the China she's going to be using that day. Just all that superficial first lady bullshit. I don't want a first lady that's talking about real issues, goddammit. I want her talking about the curtains in the Lincoln bedroom. <laughs> yeah, she's the relief. How to get upgraded to first class. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, like that. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I keep thinking, like, so I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Trump casino. But it is gaudy, right? Like it, it, the, the sense of style is just like over the top, shiny gold shit everywhere. Like I want to look like Egypt. I want uh, gold, uh, gold figurines, pyramids, waterfalls. <laughs> yeah, I want to see him fuck up our White House like that. <laughs> Yes, I want it. I just, want it. All of a sudden, like there's just tassels on everything, and and like laser beams in the in the hallways and stuff. He would be a dick and put like a thematic uh, water fountain out front in red, white, and blue with the lights on it. So like uh -huh. every hour on the hour, there's a three minute you know, song regaling like the Irish Caribbean and Vegas. It's just go there's cannons going off. <laughs> it's red glare. There's Washington cro crossing when the and the boat crossing the river but you look closely and it's 
Trump's face instead of Washington's. He's leading them uh, across the worst neighbor I, ever. There's like fireworks by the White House every night. I would love to I, see I, that. Yeah, now <laughs> opening at the White House, Chris Angel. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't care about their policies anymore. I don't care about any of that stuff. You I just should. think I, of a, no, I don't care. It's over. Who cares anymore? And the best part is I feel like you know, we were talking about how there's a lot of people who are like, oh, is this really happening? We thought it was a joke. But there's a lot of people who are like, oh, shit, this is really happening. The, yeah. Not, the, the Clinton let's thing get behind this. I, I feel like I, uh, on Fox News, all they ever say is that Trump has found his, uh, his ceiling, right? They're always talking about his ceiling that he's uh, found. He hasn't. What if, what if there's another like 10% of people who are, who are going to be like turned on by this and, and they're going to come from the, the Kasich group and the Ben Carson group because he's kind of the outsider vote that's not insane, if you can say that, because, I mean, he's well, pretty here, nutty. Here's the problem is people are trying to peg. They're trying to get Trump by pegging him as, well, he's a Democrat. He did this. He's not a conservative. He's more a liberal. Uh, back in 1985, he said this. No one cares at this point. We're not looking for a conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat. We just want something different. If, if the liberals and conservatives, Republicans and Democrats, want to really look at who made Donald Trump, look in the mirror. It's the first thing they both did together is make Donald Trump a viable candidate for president. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, so whenever I see Trump blasted for some position that Democrats would normally take, I, that doesn't turn me off to him at all. It's like, oh, well, maybe we'll be a little closer on that issue than I thought. Because I, I tend to line up with the blue guys a little more than the red guys. and uh, But not on guns. And um, <laughs> not on fucking guns. That's, yeah, that, that's a turn for me. I both agree really. I think, I think our politics are pretty much identical. Because, and and, and it's, you're not supposed to say this out loud, but I, I think it's because we're both reasonably intelligent guys with some common sense. Even really, really intelligent, you might say. Well, common, <laughs> I, I feel like common sense is the is the is the, common, <laughs> is the common factor, if nothing else. I just feel like a lot of these things, a lot of um, th these blue versus red topics, to me, come come down to common sense. Like I'm all mm -hmm. for all the social rights you want. You know, I'll call you what you want. You can call yourself what you want. You can marry who you want. I really don't care. I mm -hmm. fully, I'm 100% serious when I say we should legalize some sort of interspecies marriage. Why not? You should be able to marry your dog. You should be able to marry your computer. There's there's plenty of people out there who have spent thousands of, of uh, hours of emotional and sexual time with their computer. Much what more other opinions any, do you have? <laughs> I feel like those are not good things. Like it, I don't know. Like it, can I just like you to deny me, deny my love between me and, and 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 my computer here? Here's the thing, right? I'm gonna marry this this I, pair of fingernail clippers. And now I get to file married filing jointly, right? <laughs> my tax rates get cut in half. My standard deduction goes up. Everyone's going to yes. marry bullshit like this. Yeah, that's all true. But those clippers have to pay taxes too. You're going to have to file a form for them. That's true. That's I've got fine. a six pack of beer in my fridge. All dependents. <laughs> you know, when you, if you're a Second Amendment guy, which I think we all are here. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Uh, then they want you to be, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> They want you to be everything down that line. All right, so you're anti-abortion, you're so religious, it's fucking crazy, you're this, that. Like, I like picking and choosing from various mm -hmm, parts mm -hmm. of the menu and being my own person, yes. uh, and I, I vote such. You know, I won't automatically vote for someone because they're a Second Amendment person. 
Um, but then again, I won't just automatically vote for the right or uh, or conservatives. The anti-gay position of the Republicans is one that turns me off, especially. I don't get that at all. Whatever yeah. you want to do, guys. Jesus I, Christ. Like, please. It, rep- <laughs> I'm sorry. I yeah, should have let like you finish. The, the right's version of the super left PC is like the super right religious Trying oh, to just put their disgusting. finger in everybody's business. Yeah, like, I, I really feel up. like the Republicans would get more votes if they dropped some of the hate on the platform. And, and I'm also talking about the gay stuff. I don't know what other hate we're talking about. Maybe there's some oh, racism in there. But all racism you hear is the bit. evangelicals. Oh, the evangel. I don't know how many times I've heard this so far. Evangelicals. Even who cares about uh, pandering to the religious? Like that to me is just as repulsive as somebody that wants to set the country back 500 years because of an owl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, All right. oh, oh, one thing I'm going to throw in. There's nobody in my world who supports Hillary. I don't know why she's beating Bernie like a drum. I see Bernie support Fix. everywhere. And I, I exist on the internet wow. a lot. Yeah, I just, who knows? Hey, there is no Bernie support at my dad's farm. I, <laughs> there is none of that. I doubt there's any Hillary support there. Oh no, none of that. Either. Yeah, but, I, but 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 each were as bad as the other. They they thought that Bernie was just as bad as her. Here's my Do you world. Own a bull on the farm? Does it does it have stuff that comes out of the back of it? Because that would be some righteous <laughs> Bernie there, support. <laughs> there's people in my world that love Bernie. There's people in my world that love Trump, and some who even say they want Rubio as like a more sane Republican choice. And I don't hear anything else. I, I I don't know where all this. I don't know. It's weird to me that Hillary has a majority of support. Ben Carson doesn't raise his voice. That's why oh you can't hear. It's a quiet thunder. It's rolling. I, <laughs> I couldn't think less of that man. That he he wraps himself up in the Bible while this whole bullshit thing has been an effort Taxes to sell books. Easy. You just do as the Bible says and tithe ten percent from everything. Oh God, that's Fuck his that tax guy. plan. You know, All right, really, let's, talk, let's talk about the FBI and Apple. Let's talk about that. I want to talk about that because okay. I want to know. I just got. Up. I just got to say, Carson really put the the kibosh on the whole thing. Hey, it's not brain surgery. <laughs> <laughs> he ruined that whole thing now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how. Like, it's it's there's a lot of different kinds of intelligence, and uh, it's clear. We all. I, I feel like that's very clear when you when you you know see someone like Ben Carson who clearly has this one element where he is. I mean one of the best in the world, maybe mm-hmm. the best in the world at what he does. But then you, t- you turn around and he says a lot of really nonsensical things that we all take for granted. Yeah. It's just common sense. FBI wants Apple to unlock or to assist them in unlocking uh, the iPhone or iPhones from uh, that San Bernardino shooting couple that's, that some have, would label as terrorism if they've got common sense. And some would call some sort of uh, workplace violence. Uh, whatever you want to call it, though, I guess I, 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 it's gone back and forth a couple times with Tim Cook, uh, the CEO of Apple, and the FBI spokesperson, whoever that person was. But what I heard from the FBI today, I believe I heard him saying it, maybe at a presser or something, he said that he wanted them to disable the part of the phone that would erase all the data um, after a certain number of attempts. So he wants the penalty for too many wrong codes entered, removed from the phone. Uh, and he wanted the time limit between inputs of passwords to be removed so that they could, you know, using some sort of computer, I'm sure, input passwords rapidly and break into this phone in a matter of minutes or hours rather than days or weeks or something like that. So I guess the real issue is, though... That's disturbing from 
not the area you're coming from as much as it is disturbing knowing that the fucking FBI does I, I figured they just had like some black box and then a plug and they're like, let me just cipher this real quick and then some <laughs> minority with horn rim glasses plugs it in and he looks at some like, swordfish style screen of numbers like a DOS program. If you can't hack it. this phone while receiving oral sex in 60 <laughs> yeah, seconds, then you're not yeah. qualified for this yeah. job. I didn't yeah. think <laughs> that their problem Jack over at the FBI was that they had to wait three minutes before specialist, you know, phone hacker could put in another sequential number like that's that's not good i thought we were a different level than that um apparently not or maybe there's some uh, further level encryption that they enabled on the phone it's not any... 69 69 you know <laughs> <laughs> so I, I i guess one one side of the argument is hey these are bad guys we need to know what they were up to who they were may have potentially been talking to maybe we maybe there's a bigger plot here this is important for both national security and for you know crime prevention you name it it's, it'd be a good thing to get in this phone but then you've got the other side of the argument that says hey we're not just asking them to sneak in here and turn a key and then leave. What they're asking Apple essentially to do is to give them the keys to the kingdom, to give them the keys not just to this, these awful, awful people, these San Bernardino terrorists, but to your phone and my phone and every phone that exists. And what's to stop this, uh, this magical key that Apple is supposed to write and then, and then hand over to the FBI from falling into the hands of the Chinese, who we know are constantly trying to break into our systems and take our things. Now the Chinese can get into our phones. Maybe they get into Donald Trump's phone. It really seems like a problem now, doesn't it? If you put a back door on a phone, you don't get to control who walks through it. And that's my big issue with this thing. Like, if, you can imagine little robot. If, if you have a four-digit code, you've got 10,000 combos, right? That's not a lot. You know, I, I bet a computer can enter these combos once per second, and you'll get in, in in short order. You know, a couple of minutes, couple hours. I don't know how long ten thousand seconds is, but you can get in. A determined teenager with a good texting finger will be able to just try all the combinations and get their way in. If you have a back door, you don't get to control who goes through it, and that's why I don't like it. You know, it just you can't get in. You can't get in. Yeah. I'm agreed on that one. I don't think that uh, I, it's going to go to the Supreme Court, apparently. And I hope Apple wins because it would be a. Yeah. I feel like we all lose a little chunk of freedom if they don't win. Wouldn't it's, you love to see yeah. what's on Trump's phone, though? You know there's oh, dick pic on Trump's phone. Oh, I bet there's nudes of his daughter on there. Totally got to be oh. nudes of his daughter on there. Oh, you don't think you. <laughs> oh, we all know he wants to fuck that daughter. Come on. Well, he like, said as much. Right? <laughs> like, he's like, you know, she wasn't my daughter. <laughs> yeah, I did really that. Uh, he's got a couple he of daughters, said if right? she wasn't my daughter, she would make an excellent wife or something close to that. And and what his intent on that thing is, she is such a great person. She would maybe even be worthy of my wife. You know, I, I, I think that's where he was coming from. It, Not was, that I have the hots for her. And you just have to remember that he is the ultimate megalomaniac. Me mm -hmm, megalomaniac, mm -hmm. and so that was a that was a really big compliment for him. Oh to yeah, get, to say that hey, if we weren't related, I, I'd marry I'd her. Fuck you. I, yeah, yeah. Hey, honey, I'd fuck you, you know, if you were my daughter. Or, hey, two shots into a bad day, you know, whatever. Hey, uh, as, as far as the FBI stuff goes, um, I, don't, I don't think we should believe we're secure with anything we put our information on. So no. whether Apple gives them the info or not, I would assume there's some way, shape, or form they can get whatever the fuck they want uh, somehow. You look at things... And it's always under the guise of convenience. You know, that's how we, we love our easy passes and various things we use to get through toll booths because we don't want to wait online. It's more convenient that way. We don't think, oh, wait, the government is going to use this or even a civil case, a divorce case. 
Um, uh, what, what is that? Insur progressive insurance has a little thing you put in your car and it says, yeah, it's a safe driver thing and we'll give you lower rates for how safe you are. It's like, oh, we won't tell you what it's really for. If you get in an accident, we'll know when you hit the brakes, how fast you were going and all that and not pay your claim. But they present it to you like safe driver discount, put it in your car. Every bit of technology is like that. We love the, the convenience and then we hate when someone uses it uh, against us. So always err to the side of you're going to get screwed at some point. I you know, I've thought about that. The stuff you mentioned, the, the, the easy pass, the, the there's red light cameras, insurance stuff. It's making it really difficult for me to plan my hypothetical murder. <laughs> oh, my God. I yeah. go through the steps. Not now. Oh. <laughs> I go through those steps. Uh, hopefully you're not joking because I was going to take it a little further. But um, uh, Help me with the steps. you plan out that if you were like going to be a serial killer or something, you're like, what would I even do? You know, when you have that thought. Oh, oh yeah, I know. I'm from, go, keep going. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, you were gonna, you were gonna start it. Oh, I'll keep going if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, okay. I, I think I want to go knife, right? Because I feel like with um, you say no, no to knife. No, I was gonna say uh, strangulation with a plastic bag over the head, maybe a zip tie at the bottom. There, you're not gonna have as much blood. <laughs> um, it's gonna be much easier for disposal. I feel uh, like if I, you're going to strangle with a bag over someone's head, you're also committing yourself to winning a grappling match. You know? No, there that, you go. That's, Your that's, talent's put to good use. Some sort of cudgel beforehand. I'm not going to approach them straight up. I'm not a hero. I'm a very cowardly killer. Don't worry. <laughs> and I, cowardly get, killer. I just thought the You'll thing about him. You'll never see him coming. You know, that's what they call me. Or, <laughs> the, I, and something about a bullet leaves so much forensic evidence behind. But I'm pretty confident in my ability to like clean a knife and drop it in a garbage can. Like it'll, it'd just be gone, gone. They can't well, identify well, that. Well, you just have giant scratches in front yeah. of your face. <laughs> like, well, that pretty much does it right there. Thank you, Anthony, for contributing to the plan. I definitely need some sort of facial protection. <laughs> what about a bludgeoning? Because I, I feel like a bat or something would be real. Like if someone saw that in your car, they wouldn't think a thing of it. You could you really transport it around. Goes everywhere. And like the, on those shows, they're like, and we discovered on his shoelace eyelet, there was a spot of blood. And it's like, you're, if you bludgeon someone, you're never getting rid of all that blood. No, you gotta, you no, gotta be naked during this attack. Are you gonna do it in like a parking lot where there's gonna be some soupy, grizzly mess left up afterward that you uh -huh. have to spend enough time there to scrub? No, you're gonna do it in the grass. You gonna Where are you gonna cudgel or bludgeon someone to death? Hmm. These are real uh, questions. What the about only real way is long range, uh, rifle shot at random and then maybe you might get away with it based on where the bullet came from how careful you were with the the gun and the bullet and the, the rifling like everything comes into play so even that isn't guaranteed but at least you're separating yourself from the yeah you the could scene. like hide in the back of a car and shoot out through you the could do that out of the trunk of the car yeah with the removable taillight hypothetically Nobody's uh, ever done that. Oh God, let's not let's not talk about the DC sniper again. I feel like we, so, for some reason we talk about him a lot. Well, there, like, I feel like there's too many clips of us talking about okay, Lee Dalvo and like talking about how he did it. It's starting to seem like we're really fans of his or something. Kyle, I want to get yours because you're very methodical with shit like this. So you have to be ki you have to kill someone within the next 36 hours from this very moment, or your I entire family's to... going to be murdered. You have to pick oh, someone wow. and kill. Well, that it? makes it easy, right? Because you can go like, 
find someone so, so that it would be easy to get away with it, maybe. Maybe, like, you find some sort of scenario where they're already in a dangerous situation. Like, this guy is, like, climbing a cliff or he's, like, uh, doing some sort of water sport where, like, he's out there alone. And maybe he, if he were, he's, he's out fishing by himself. If you could go out and find someone all by themselves, like, out in the ocean, maybe you go out on the boat, look for other boats, and maybe get a guy like that, and then you're out at ocean, no witnesses, and you just sink him and maybe sink his boat too. Just push him know. overboard and drive hours. his boat. We don't boat. have time for you to just be voyeurizing the entire I'll be more specific. I, 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 I go down to Miami. I, uh, I, I rent a boat for the weekend. I go out, and I, I wait until I find some poor person by himself fishing out there drinking like too much. Pirate. Like, like a, a pirate. pirate. I go Arr. pirate. Yeah, and I would dress as a pirate. Yeah, that would be hard for me. Shoot and I would have like half a chub and be like masturbating the whole time secretly because I was <laughs> yeah. getting off on this this pirate more stuff. DNA. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they got me. <laughs> Had to blow me load. <laughs> Little bit of semen on the starboard side. <laughs> oh, there was more than one semen that day. <laughs> uh, something in my port. All right, yeah. so Woody, I want your expert opinion on the yeah. Conor McGregor situation. So, can it, here's what I've seen from the outside looking in, and I don't follow this shit nearly as much as you do. He was scheduled to fight someone else. I don't know who that was. RDA, also known as Dos Anjos. Was was this going to be a good fight? Were you looking forward to seeing this Dos, specifically his opponent? Was that a good matchup? Something you cared about? Yeah, he was going to do something that had never been done before. He, uh, this guy was the 145 pound champion, and without losing that belt, he was going up to 155 in MMA, never been done, and to get that belt too. And the guy who owned that belt is has a fighting style that's known as Connor's Kryptonite. Connor's undefeated in the UFC. He had two fights before in his earlier like under you know minor league things but um he's undefeated in the ufc and this guy consistently rolls the dice and will fight flipping anybody and um yeah i was excited to see him try to get a second belt i don't know how he was going to pull it off but he wins every other fight so maybe do you think he's going to get ronda rousey just the shit kicked out of him real quick yes i think at some point everybody will get the shit kicked out of them in the ufc so they instead no, but I mean, it's the one We'll let Kyle continue. So that that individual had an injury, so he wasn't able to fight. And and I've seen people point out, you know, they're making the the, the thing like, oh, why are your opponents keep running? Uh, but but in reality, it seems like uh, Nate Diaz stepping up big for this fight with no training camp, no like lead up time, no nothing, just coming in, walking in off the street basically. And so they're going to fight at 170. So which will essentially mean, correct me if I'm wrong that neither fighter will really need to cut more than, say, three pounds, four pounds, which is nothing in their world. Mm -hmm. So it, I think, and it, it, I want to hear what you think about this, that this is a better fight, that, that Nate Diaz versus McGregor with, you know, at 170 is, is going to be a more, is a better high-energy fight. And if nothing else, we get to see a different look of these two guys coming in at 170, right? Something we haven't seen before. So it is amazing. So he fought at 145. The next weight class is 155, where he was going to try and take this title. They asked Nate Diaz to fight him at 155, and Nate's like, no, nah, I can't do it. Not, you know, I don't have enough time. I would need to start losing more weight. So they're like, all right, 160. 
And Nate's like, no, 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 I can't do it. And they're like, 165. And they're like, fuck it, 170. Get comfortable. Eat your steak. Do what you want. You know, I'll fight you. It, it was basically Connor's way of saying, I'll fight you at any weight. Connor has gone up, not a weight class, but two weight classes to meet Nate Diaz, which is insane. When I, it, normally, Connor's a bigger guy. He cuts a lot to make something about him. He's able to cut all the way to like his skeleton and make 145. Um, when I see him up against Nate Diaz, who fights at 55 and some, I don't know if he's fought at 70 before, but I think he has. Um, Nate's much bigger than Connor is, and that concerns me a little bit, but I'm psyched. And here's why I love Connor McGregor. One of my favorite things about this guy. When you're an M- better yet, when you're an NFL fan, right? If you like football, you are guaranteed to get a Super Bowl. There's going to be a Super Bowl this year. There's going to be a Super Bowl next year. There's always been Super Bowls in previous years. It's a lock. In MMA, it seems like half the time these like they get these amazing fights you're really looking forward to, someone pulls out. Someone pulls out because they misbehaved uh, like morally. They might pull out because they're hurt. They might pull out because they're injured. Same thing. Um, but it seems like half of the super fights that I really look forward to don't happen. Connor doesn't, he'll fight. He'll, he comes later and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I struggled in that fight a little bit, was missing an ACL, but I still stepped up. Struggled that fight a little bit. That fight was no problem. Yeah, my thumb was fucked, look at it. And it's all like twisted and swollen, <laughs> whatever. Like you don't need a thumb to fight, cause he's Irish. And uh, Connor always makes his fights. And then uh, uh, a lot of people, like it's just happened in heavyweight. Uh, Weirdin was fighting this guy, uh, Kane, Kane Velasquez. Kane Velasquez gets hurt. <clears throat> Great. Always, right? Someone you're excited about a fight, a guy gets hurt. So they're like, okay, well, we got a replacement for Kane. Now Weirdum, the champ, is like, well, no, never mind. I only really wanted to fight Kane. I'm not gonna switch opponents. So he pulls out too. This happens all the time in MMA, but it happens never with Conor McGregor. And if Conor says he's gonna fight on this date, he always does. And I love that about him. Isn't Nate Diaz the guy who got in trouble for pot? Uh, that's Nick Diaz you're thinking of, his older brother. But they're both totally potheads all the time. Twenty-four, blaze it, etc. <laughs> you know, the the like the promo material that the fans are making for this has the Irish shamrock up against the marijuana leaf <laughs> you know, for oh. UFC one ninety six. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, but, I'm um I'm looking at Sat. Is it Saturday night? Is that when it is? Uh, it might be a week March from 5th. then. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think yeah, it, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be cool. It's um, super cool. I don't know who's gonna win. I I thought Connor was gonna. I thought Connor was another league than Diaz. And if they were hypothetically the same size, I might still think that. But Nate's just so much bigger. He's so much longer, and it's gonna be a boxing match. If the odds are right, I might put money on Nate. Oh hmm. man, I I don't know. Connor is just an animal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I it might be one of those fights where. If you don't bet, or if you bet against him afterwards, you go like, "Why didn't I bet for him?" It's obvious he friggin' kicked his ass. I, I don't. I'm, I gotta go with Connor on this on this one. I, you might Who's be got a better chance? Who's got the better chance? Trump or Connor? <laughs> Ooh, Trump. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, they're both so hard. I don't know. Trump. Uh, that is that's a good one, Kyle. Trump Thank might you. lose in the general. I the, the nation might wake oh, up. Oh, it doesn't with, matter. It doesn't matter. It's enough of a disgrace if he just 
is the main guy for the Republican Party if he wins a nomination. That's all We're I gonna need. We're going to build an octagon. We're going to fight in it. <laughs> <laughs> what if Dana he White's gonna Clinton. pay for it? <laughs> like, like, what if he gets on stage with Clinton and the first thing he does is like slap her in the face or something? Like, oh. like, 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 he goes up there. I'm gonna do what your husband should have done a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> fucking slaps her. One thing about your fucking hole. One thing about Trump, man. It, it, like, it, so if you go to the Donald subreddit, which I'm in now, you know they're more active than the Bernie subreddit. Like I saw that today. It's yes. Yeah. High energy. They're so high energy. And then the other thing is they talk about how Donald cucks everybody. The C U C K. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, if you don't know what a cuckold is, I guess it's a guy who likes watching his wife or girlfriend sleep with someone else, right? And it's known to be this like submissive, like, well, I guess there's nothing I can do about that kind of vibe <laughs> to it. Am I on target for all this well, so far? Well, I guess there's nothing, I can, nothing to be done about that over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, it's also a degradation. <laughs> degradation, you know, you're being... You're just degraded, and you're just accepting it. Just terrible. Yeah. So Donald cucks everybody, and it's hilarious because that's like the, one of the – that might be the second biggest thing they say. There's high energy. You know, oh, thanks for guilting me. You guys are high energy. And the other <laughs> thing they say over there is like, watch Donald cuck this guy, cuck that guy. Did you see the one with Glenn Beck? I where, did, yeah. Uh, yeah, great. Just, Glenn Beck's out there doing – like speaking or something, and everybody, mm -hmm. all eyes are on Glenn Beck, you know, and then Trump walks in, and they leave Glenn Beck back behind and Glenn has to just like like you know kind of look at his shoes and yeah. hit the floor and There's leave. There's this great picture of Glenn Beck just he's, he's sitting there with like a sign in his hand or something doing one of these like you know like <laughs> no one's looking at me anymore. He's... He, looked, he looked like Jeb Bush being escorted out of the yes. NASA club. That's what it looked like. They're yes. kicking me out. They're kicking me out. Yeah, it's just like you I walk out in disgrace. And oh, Glenn, great. Glenn Beck is a guy with some gravitas, but Trump has so much embarrassment. They they made they made other words uh, using cuck too. If you notice, there's things uh, they're called cuck commercials, and it's whenever a commercial's on that just makes the husband, the regular you know male, obviously well not obviously these days, but uh, male white dude husband. That the wife is just like, oh, this jackass can't do anything right. <laughs> and he's like, hi, honey, I'm there. And, and it's a, a cuck commercial. <laughs> oh, those are the most, like, the guy's, like, tangled in a hefty bag as she walks yeah. into the kitchen with yeah. her arms full of groceries and has and to give, like, like that. My husband, what that is knowing it? sigh. Oh, <laughs> looks like, a, you know, the cost of me marrying a functional retard is struck again. <laughs> <laughs> can't you figure those goddamn bags out, you goddamn idiot? <laughs> yeah, right. How and do tape measure? Work. Comes over from like cable vision or Verizon or something and fixes it and the wife's like thank you so much he couldn't do anything and he's completely cucked in the corner <laughs> oh he is yeah the uh, charter guy or the you know whatever guy for internet just cucks him yeah, yeah those are those are horrible commercials <laughs> and it's everything it's pervasive yeah women are awful yeah. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Escalated a bit, but you know. That's what I, that's what oh, I was taking from that little argument. See. That's what I was. So when saying. they do these debates, right? Like I personally, because I'm such a special snowflake, I really like to see like the policies debated. <clears throat> but I feel like the reporting after this and the bulk of people look at who kind of like. Remember when Al Gore sighed too much, right? Or this guy looked too wooden. Or they'd criticize the blue shirt versus the red shirt. Or whether someone had a power tie on. Um, I feel like when you put Donald next to either of those Democrats, he is going to cuck the fuck out of them. 
Yes. How many of the Democrats have their own line of ties? None. <laughs> There's not a Bernie made in, made in Indonesia and made out of 98%, you know, recomposited cardboard. Dude, I, I just cycle like, black child he's wearing. You have to really be into like policy and politics and such to see Bernie Sanders doing better than Trump. Trump will just the winner is the one who hit the best one-liner the night before. Right. And that's going to be Trump every debate. Mhm. It will be. It's going to be so yeah, great. He's going to throw so much nasty unnecessary talk at hillary if it's him versus her on the national yeah. stage in that debate so many passive aggressive uh you couldn't please your husband comments oh. that's a guarantee I, I would love to like <laughs> and, and i You're feel right. like, like, like sometimes i like so here's what i imagine hey, going make down. It tonight, you know the yeah. nature of like our modern political system i feel like at least this is like like and i don't really have my finger on the pulse but the way it feels to me is that it's it's all about who wins those gets those one-liners in those those quick jabs where the crowd laughs and if you get enough of those it's almost like being the best comedian out there yes. the best comedian out there is Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton is far from second like 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 do you really think a barrel of laughs when you think of Hillary Clinton you think of a dried up oh. old blonde cunt who like wants to take your rights away and control you really enjoys having you under her thumb yeah she can't even imagine her saying something if she were if she were in europe she would certainly be a duchess of some fuck nod place or something like that she's a real cunt i reserve the right to change my mind but if i was voting today i don't know if i'd pick rubio trump or bernie like i'm really all over the map but i know goddamn well i don't want hillary yeah I, yep. I just her anti-gun rhetoric in itself like I I think something about moving here has made me value freedom a little more because one of the things is we, we have well water so I like I, I get my own water we've got our own septic and we have propane for our gas like I'm hardly on the grid with the exception of electricity and we're going solar baby <laughs> yeah right it's cr- across my mind like I guess fuck you back my zombie compound I uh it's it's made me kind of change from this village attitude to this don't tread on me attitude a little bit. And uh, I just feel like I'm a little more independent. And um, Hillary, like, I don't know, just stop it. Stop fucking with my gun rights. And, and what other rights are you after? You know damn well government. she'd support the FBI. You know damn well she's into every war that comes along. You know, like, she's just... It, if she was also against mountain climbing and cars with heavy horsepower and you know, and fireworks, then that would totally not surprise me at all. You know, like, dude, she just take away any interesting or fun or potentially yeah. dangerous thing you might like. Get yeah. your government out of so my hair. Attitude conveyed on her face ever seems like she wants to get involved in the fun more, or that she has a, like an interesting quip to add. She looks like she'd be the person at the party who was yelling for people to settle down and oh slow down on that you know don't don't hurt your don't drink a soda that big you'll get indigestion or just some nonsense horse shit and give us give yeah. us the freedom to make our own horrid decisions please uh, have the government there to maintain the infrastructure make sure you know everything works and that's why we pay our taxes so then we can live our lives uh, in a great place with great uh, infrastructure and do well or fuck up. Uh, that's supposed to be what it is, not you can't do this, stop, that's dangerous, the children are affected by this, guns kill people, this, it's, it's ridiculous. It was never supposed to be that big of a government. I, yeah, I, I know you're in New York and they had something like, at least in the last year, where maybe even longer than that, with the soda sizes, 
yeah. that, that you New couldn't have a big enough, a, too big of a soda, you know, because that's yeah. you know, going to be all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Dude, Those kids are so goddamn fat, though. Those kids it's are so crazy. goddamn fat, and I don't think taking the soda away from them is the, is is the is the answer. But I understand where that's coming from because th there's so many fat kids, man. Have you seen them? Like yes. they're the fat kids now are not like like I, I've seen on Reddit they draw that funny comparison of the fat kids, the fat kids from Willy Wonka, you know, the uh, from yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory back in the seventies or whenever. Oh, he it wasn't was. even fat. <laughs> what that kid could make some of the sports teams these days. Like, like oh, yeah. that they would He's look the to him back. to be like the center in football or something. He's not the fat kid. He's the big kid. Like nowadays, no. like kids, there's so much. You know so what's much. fucked up about it? I, I know a lot of people that go to the, uh, you know, they go to check out the Knicks or, you know, Rangers, uh, whatever, go to Madison Square Garden or, or the Barclays Center over here in Brooklyn. And you go to get a drink, a soda, and you come back to your seat with this little fucking cup of soda. And it's horribly inconvenient. <laughs> and it's like, look, I can restrain myself. I can get a big soda and not finish it and run back for another one. I just don't want to keep getting up and down. Why does the government then have to tell me that, no, we don't trust you to make a wise decision because that guy can't or that guy can't. It's like, no, that shouldn't bother me. That shouldn't uh, infringe on how I want to lead my life. Yeah, I think yeah. we all lean uh, more libertarian around here. We, 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 we all share that, share that feeling and those ideals. It's it's. Yeah. But it's that's really not to say about the just fat left kid alone. problem that you brought up. That's a real problem. Like, oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I don't know what the correct like, solution Kyle, is. We're not that much older than kids growing up right now. But I know that the really, really fat kid in my class growing up was like, I don't know. He wasn't de debilitatingly fat. Where it was like, no. oh my god, look at that kid. He was just really fat. He could still play sports poorly and get made fun yeah. of. But yeah, now I was with I, a friend of mine, and we were driving uh, just like. A month month and a half ago and he had to pick up his uh sister from school and we went by there and she's a normal sized girl but some of her classmates it wasn't even like man that is gonna grow into his face or like look at that he's he's plumping up before he shoots up like they my mom <laughs> to say or whatever it was no just like well, that's upsetting that's an upsettingly fat child for a six-year-old yeah. like that kid's gonna have weird uh, stretch mark lines around muscles that haven't even developed yet like he's gonna look like a freak for a long time but like, doesn't he have a parent a doesn't he have uh, a goddamn parent at that's least supposed one. to take responsibility for a child's health and and all that like that's who's supposed to be making sure your kid ain't fat but they don't so what do you do do you, you, do you, do you just allow it to happen I, I mean it borders upon child abuse i feel like maybe maybe something needs to be done at school maybe it's physical education i feel right, like educate, yeah enough, i think education right? is uh probably in order like health and fitness else, would be good but you know, everyone talks about how education is needed for the. But here's the problem with people being overweight. Uh, you can't say that it's a problem these days. You can't look at a kid and go, hey, you know, we need more education to teach children to not be fat. You know, because then somebody goes, well, we're all beautiful in our own way. And Sports Illustrated is putting in fat girls this year. And, yeah, and it's fat amputees. We're accepting <laughs> really? Is that not only horrid health, but <laughs> horrid behavior and I like the all amputees. kinds of other things that you I used usually to have to get a different magazine for that. <laughs> yeah. I saw the Sports Illustrated cover, and, you know, of course she's beautiful and everything. She's still in the cover of SI. Pretty in the face. I, she's pretty in the face. I, I was like. And she only lost some weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like. I. I, I this is not meeting the expectation for an SI cover. 
Yeah, if only she was different in the one way that makes her not a viable option for this cover. <laughs> <which> is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If that one little, t- t- little thing, we're different, you know? I don't know. We need more fat shaming. That's how I get myself out I of it. I love fat shaming. <laughs> You yeah. know those. They uh, took my subreddit away. <laughs> on every school, on the top, they should put a sticker on the top of the mirrors in the bathroom that says, "Look at what you've done." <laughs> I think they should make the mirrors. Walk in and encourage makes you wash your hands with your shirt off in there. So then you have to look there as you're kind of bent over that very unflattering <laughs> angle. You're like, oh I think they're right. Look at what I've done. The mirrors should be too narrow for a fat person to be able to properly <laughs> see themselves. Oh, that's good. And the yeah. stalls should be too narrow for a fat person to enter them. Oh, so that yeah. have you ever so been to like they should just put a hole in the floor over there and and, and, and just write up spray paint on the floor fat people use. And they could just <laughs> shit in the hole. No, there's the there's the people bathroom and then there's just like a three foot, you know, gap of dirt and hay, and then it's just the animal section. <laughs> just for oh, animals to roll around in their own use, use a pitchfork to clean up the mess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's just part of the PE for the little kids. That's how you break the cycle. You make the little kids clean out the stalls of the big <laughs> oh, kids. Or you just parade them through the stall like scared straight. Ooh, I like that. Can yeah. we get somebody in a bell going shame? Shame. shame. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Right. You walk them naked through the halls of their school. <laughs> oh, let's start our own private school. I like Charters to think years, my years participation ago. in this show ended my potential political career. <laughs> yeah, <it does>. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at some point we, we should get the PKA tattoos, right? Forehead, right? That's what you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just plastered out there. Years yeah. ago it used to be for health reasons, or not for health reasons. Like now it's more people are more health conscious, and that's kind of what they try to – put upon mm-hmm. people to lose weight, to be healthy. Years ago, it was fat shaming. Like a kid would be absolutely bullied to, to hell for being fat. And that was your deterrent to getting fat. Yeah. You didn't want to be shamed or bullied. We picked and on now, I don't think health reason he pulled his hair is out. that effective. Yeah, for a child, health isn't that effective. No, who cares? What are you talking about? My sodium's too high? Fuck off, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what sodium is, I'm eight. Like, no, but if they know that they're called a butterball and that they get picked last for kickball every day, you know, maybe the pounds start to fall off, Yeah. You know, or maybe they pile on and just lifelong depression ensues and, you know, well, my 600 pound life. <laughs> yeah. My 600 pound. Oh, I, that show is enraging. Dude, when they are scrubbing their fat rolls with the toilet brush, I see them that they're, they're and they don't even have to pixelate naked fat people bodies because everything's covered by just more fat. Yeah, they yeah. show completely naked fat people. It's like, <laughs> you see someone who's normal size and you're looking like right up their skirt, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. there's a But then you'll see this big fat mammoth sitting there with legs just kind of splayed out like a toddler's because there's totally so much fat, there's nothing holding them together. And you look yeah. right up their legs and it's like, there's nothing blurred there because it's just a, a wet crease of yeah. thigh meat. Dude, so we were watching belly button fucking videos on this show. It's and then accidentally, like, the thumbnail gets shown. There's nothing... Like bad about it. Like you can't no. see any channels. This <laughs> cover worth Just of skin. Just think about it, Anthony. If you've got a chick who's four hundred pounds, her belly button's like six or seven deep. inches deep. Uh-huh. Tight, right? Probably. Yeah, it's tight as fuck, and you can't get that belly button pregnant. Uh uh-uh. uh But I, <laughs> but then we started discussing the awful like STDs you might get from a belly button fuck. So uh, I, I don't know. It's a crapshoot. Uh, I think you could get a yeast infection from her sexually. belly button. 
I Who think you could throw some sort of mutant race of belly button people in there. God mm. knows what could happen with all the pictures, dust in there and stuff. Civilization something begin. coming out after your dick, like that thing that came out of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, big space worm. Uh, well, of course we brought it back to belly button fucking. I was hoping. That was- <laughs> <laughs> no way it comes back to belly button fucking. Uh, that was a really nice all about. The whole first half of that video, it's like a surreal experience, almost like you'd see it in an art show where you're wondering what's happening, like why, what what happened in this person's life. If you don't think I'm going to that the second we're done with this show, (laughs) enjoy. Make sure you find the fat chick because the skinny chick's belly button. Oh, wait. It's kind of a snuff film. You don't want to see that. Yeah, it's, I don't think so. I didn't even see It looks like there's internal damage occurring. <laughs> <laughs> it, maybe you can't say, maybe you should just say, what's the largest woman you would have sex with? But my question originally was, what's the largest woman you have had sex with? Uh, right. So, would have sex with. Yes, um, that's the way. <laughs> way uh, how tall? You tell me, motherfucker. What are you talking about? Like 6'4? Six, six, no, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know, probably mid 100s, high 100s. Really? That's like basic. That's I, just a. So you're just talking about a girl with a little bit of a belly and a paunch and big thighs. Once you get to like 200, that's almost more like a mental hurdle of like, wow, this is this is a big like a guy who weighs 200 pounds is either probably a little overweight or he's pretty tall or he's in good shape. A girl who's 200 pounds, very rarely is she just really tall or really ripped, you know? So but that's... back to the Sports Illustrated uh, fat model, um, I, I'm sure she weighs pro- maybe the same or more than a regular girl that would look terrible with that weight yeah. on her. Yeah, that's a but very good point. You, you do yeah. her because she's kind of proportioned for a big fat girl. Yeah, that, if, if you that, do that, a Google image search on 190 pound woman, they're not good. Like, <laughs> they're not good. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I um, there was that there was that fat fan that showed up to my hotel room that time that that um um serviced me, if you will, and she was a big fucking girl. I was shocked. It was. I'll tell you this, Anthony, because because you don't know it, but like. She starts uh, starts messaging me uh, as I'm I'm going to Florida, and this girl starts messaging me, and um, she sends me some pictures of herself, and they're they're it wasn't the old MySpace angle where they're like looking right. up at the camera. It wasn't that. It was an, one of the angles was she's lying on her back on the beach, and the camera is sort of on her stomach facing back, so you see her boobs in her face, and right. all the angles she sent made her look petite and with really big boobs and so in my head i'm picturing a woman who at at, at the most weighs 135 pounds right like not to say that 140 would be some fatty or anything but i'm just saying this from what i've seen 135 pounds five foot six that's who's coming to my room right now so i'm looking i'm on the third floor and i'm looking out the window as she's like pulling into the drive and everything i'm like are you here and she's like yeah yeah she's like i'm walking up now and i'm like and i'm like oh my god repair truck there's uh, there's a bald guy. There's a few, huge fucking fat whale of a chick. There's, I, I don't see you. What are you wearing? Uh, she's like, red shoes, and I've got blonde hair, and I'm, I'm wearing this, and I'm just big fat chick with a red shoes and blonde hair. No, it's not. It's, I, I don't fucking. It's the huge fat chick, and there's no stopping her because I've already given oh, her. Oh no! You know, and and for a second, for a split second, I was like. Abandon the room. Just abandon the room. <laughs> mm-hmm. just ab- there wasn't enough time. By the time Should I have got the police. on fire and leave. <laughs> By the time a big I- fat woman has stolen my date's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I came-
came up with the plan of abandoning the room, got somewhat dressed, and then started hustling toward the door, like dressing <laughs> like there was a knock at the door, and it, and she was there, and she was so big, she was oh, so. And you had to fuck her too, I bet. I did not fuck her. But I refused to. Really, fuck even her. out of courtesy, you didn't. Not wow, that's almost rude. She drove there. Yeah, she lived there. She was she was from that town. Oh. Did you give her okay. gas? So money? what did you do? Just like take her out for some <laughs> sanitizers and. Fries. No, she, yeah, be like, no, you know what? I can't fuck you, but she here's a dollar ninety nine for a gallon to get no, home. I'll tell you exactly. What it is. Um, <laughs> she take an old country buffet. That would be the polite thing. <laughs> she on me, and then she wanted to like hang out and do some other stuff, and I was like, no, I'm gonna take a nap, and then I gotta go do another thing, and then we'll go to dinner. And then um, she left, and then she's messaging me like, when are we going to dinner? When are we going to dinner? I'm like, well, we're not going to dinner. And she's like, well, why not? I was like. You know why. You know why. Oh, You've had I, your fill. I said, you know why we're not going to dinner. You misrepresented yourself, and I was too polite to say anything. And wow. she lost her shit. She, she didn't think I was being very polite, but I was just straight up oh, with you. Her. If you misrepresent yourself, I didn't send you a picture of some 12-inch black dick, did I? No. I sent you eight inches of my dick, and that's what you <laughs> like. I didn't misrepresent myself, but you did. You hid 200 pounds of you. So that's that. You know what you should have done is you should have made a romantic date, like taken her to a petting zoo, let her out, say you're going to park the car, and then leave. <laughs> just leave her at a zoo. Oh, no, that's cruel. See, that's just cruel. I just wanted her. Wait, like, would you I, leave her White Castle? Oh, I'll get her to White Castle. <laughs> Your kingdom, I, madame. <laughs> well, she'd fit right in with the animals or something. I thought that was you know, uh, uh, what the hell is... Um... <laughs> The, oh god i got a mental block uh dating tinder the, yeah tinder um there there was an article about girls and guys on tinder that are handicapped but don't put their handicap on there like a girl is in a wheelchair and she doesn't you know she knows people just won't swipe her way if she shows the wheelchair so it's just her face and she's pretty and everything like would you be upset if she kind of rolls up to the door is that misrepresenting? Yeah, or? so I, I so I don't have that exact experience, but I do did have an experience once where I was going to be introduced with someone in a business relationship, and it was kind of an important meeting. You know, I needed to be friends with this guy, and it was important that he recognized that I was a stand-up guy and, and so that we could move on and do business together. No one told me that instead of a right hand, this man had a flipper. And oh, look, God, yeah. I have no problem with this man and his flipper hand. Um, he did so many things wonderfully with his flipper hand. He could shoot, he could drive, he could do everything you needed to do. He probably masturbated it with, with it in some <laughs> interesting <laughs> way. I don't know. It probably came in handy. Flipper fucking <laughs> on the next PKA. Yeah. <laughs> no, I felt like what he had would be an excellent G-spot stimulator. I didn't, I, I mean, I didn't envy the guy, but on the other hand, I could see some, some pluses to his flipper uh, appendage. But nobody told me or warned me, so I just, I'm introduced to this fellow, and it's like, hey, and I shook his flipper, uh, and I didn't flinch a bit, but in my head, I was thinking, like, what if I wasn't as cool, calm, and collected as I'm being right now, shaking this man's flipper? Um, what if I was like, ah, ah, flipper! Oh, wow, yeah. Sequence! <laughs> me! Ah! Like, like, what if I lost my shit or something? I feel like, it just out of common courtesy, it'd be nice to know that sort of thing, like, you know. Just... Or that you didn't slip up, where he's like, how you doing today, Kyle? And you're like, Finn. Fine, fine. I'm doing fine. <laughs> I think if a girl wheels up in a wheelchair, though, like if you're going out on the, your first date, you'd kind of be, I would absolutely go out and see if she was cool and everything like that. Uh, I think if if you don't, you really are just looking to fuck she, that night. <laughs> yeah, 
if she's yeah. paralyzed from the waist down, or is there something else that's keeping her? I'd like her to have. What feelings. else would be in there? Either a paralyzed, a broken bone, or she's just bad at walking. She just yeah, it could be that. Like, like, and what I'm getting at Lazy. is like. Yeah, what I'm getting at like, is this vagina work. Like, can she feel pleasure down there? Because I know some guys, you know, when they're paralyzed in the waist down, their dick doesn't work anymore. So, like, I want a woman who's fully functional. I wouldn't have a problem with the wheelchair. I'd like to know it up front, and I would feel like, you know, it... You could always I, just start by initiating, like, oh, on our date, we're going to go on a short hike, or we're going to go say something physical, so then it would have to be brought oh, up. Oh, you know? that's good. That's yeah. good. Little you wouldn't have to be... A uh, paralegic, would you? No? Where'd you like to go? I'm like, well, first we're going to stop by the clinic, you know? I like to do that first, you know? <laughs> I would like to... Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I like the thing, but when you brought up the fact that you, you want to know if she's paralyzed nerve-wise or muscle-wise, so if she could feel it, because I... But think about this. If she can't feel anything, you could just... You don't have to work at all. You're just down there like this, like, oh, yeah, I'm going down on you. <laughs> oh, you're so. Because she doesn't know. Play an angry bird. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just be really like crazy down there and do all kinds of weird shit because she can't feel it anyway. You just do one of those opportunities into suddenly now it's a great day at Six Flags. Front of the line. Over and over and over. Put that in it's your Tinder requirements. I prefer oh. women with non working legs because I like theme parks. You know? Wow, that's pretty nice. Pussy and all the good flags. Yeah, platonic Tinder for people who want to skip in line. That's perfect. They like. make that. That's a thing. That's a thing. Um, I've read about that or heard about that. I swear to God, that is a thing where you can hire a handicapped person to come to the theme park with you to get to the front of the lines. That is absolutely a thing. Do you get to pick out of a lineup? I don't know anything about that. I didn't look into it. Um, it was during the time when I was researching my, my tilk business and, and trying to get all that rich titty milk. Yeah. Well, what if you get, like, Grumpy Gary and, like, he's at the front of the line with you just, I have written this so many times, I don't even want to. <laughs> I must. It's the only work I have. <laughs> I would... And, and you know what I was thinking? Like, I was thinking maybe for a little extra income during the summers, maybe I would pretend like I was handicapped and have people pay me to get them to the front of the line. So that way, I get paid to be there, front of the line, and I get paid to do the whole thing. Ooh, stairs the limit. Yeah, that's And Kitty's good. already got, Kitty's got an extra wheelchair. I can hop right in that thing. I'm pretty good at it. You know, yeah, I, if you get caught with a wheelchair when you don't need a wheelchair, <clears throat> oh, I get mad at the people that you know, like at, around Disney. They're at Disney on the Little Rascals and, and whatnot. <laughs> and you know they're just doing it because they're fat. It's like, walk around Epcot, you pig. And, yeah. and, and you, you kind of get mad at them. Would yeah, you rather get caught? They call it a rascal. Like, because a rascal is someone who's running around doing little mischievous yeah. things. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, you never know where she's going to be on her rascal. You know, at least within 30 feet of the closest fried dough stand. But other than that, <laughs> masquerading <laughs> around, you know, that, that rascal. Would you rather get caught masquerading as a handicapped person in a wheelchair and using those benefits? Or would you rather be caught? Would you think it's worse, rather? To be caught as someone who's uh, stealing valor, pretending to be a uh, veteran of stealing a foreign valor is worse wearing to me. medals. Uh, Which oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. rough, right? Like whenever I see those guys, I was um, we were dealing with a I won't say which one, but we were dealing with a, a, a firearms related company, and one of the things that that company is that everybody there is a veteran, and um, it turned out that one of the guys wasn't after a long period of work in there, and there was a big falling out. And they fired his ass, and there was a I whole bet. thing. 
yeah. They, and, and then I often see, there's a YouTube channel, and his whole thing is exposing these guys who are out there pretending to be fake Navy SEALs, fake whatever, and telling big tall tales about, you know, killing people and, and being a commando across the world and all this, you know. They have no business saying who is and isn't a SEAL. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and this guy will show up at your like place of business or wherever you spread your bullshit and lies with like proof. You know, he's you know he's got the buds class that you supposedly went to. He's got the registration for it. Uh, in one case, uh, the guy was he was in like, yeah I was in buds class of '93. I'm just making this up. And uh, and he looks over at his friend, the the guy whose whose job is is to expose these people. He goes, "You were in the buds class in '93, weren't you, Jeff?" And Jeff's like, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> <laughs> like, you remember this motherfucker? Jeff's like, "Uh-uh." <laughs> and they just, oh no! And they just, you know they just shame these people, and, and it's really good. It's it, it's the videos I, are a bit too long. I but think it's fun. only worse, like in the original question of valor versus pretending to be handicapped. It's it's on a gradient though. What if you, you just say, like, better? oh, yeah, I'm a soldier, or I was in the Army for a year or something. I don't think that's as bad as rolling around being handicapped. But if you're, like, making up stories of, like, yeah, and then I stormed yeah. the field, and I was actually a special agent, you know, I was in the Marines, or I was this and that, that's definitely worse. Yeah. I was a frogman <laughs> in <laughs> Vietnam. Yeah, okay, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's we, a maniac. We've all, we've all pulled into the handicapped spot. At some point or not, you never use the handicap. I got placard. Nip, not unless I was handy. When my wife was pregnant, we used the pregnant woman spot at the grocery store. But no, no, yeah. I've never even seen one here. Oh, expected no. Expected mothers parking. There's yeah. expected mothers and recent mothers parking in, in the uh, grocery stores sometimes. That'd be funny having one of those at Planned Parenthood. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Expect the entire thing, expected yeah. mothers. <laughs> God. No, I've I I never park. Even when like the parking lot's empty, empty. Like I'll go to Cisco on a weekend, and yeah. there's like 600 open spots, and the first 75 are handicapped. I still park past all the handicaps. Yeah, and, I, I do. Good guy. I, I've got the handicap placard, so when I got Kitty in the car, I'll I'll park in them and everything. Mm -hmm. But uh, but no, I would. I don't want to get my shit towed. I don't want to pay some fine or something like that. They need that. to seriously reduce the amount of handicapped parking spaces out there as a whole. Because it's I think out they need to add more. I think they need to add obese, par uh, obese parking spots. I think, I think That's they need the to last more. thing they need. No, you're wrong about this because they put them at the very end of the fucking parking lot. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> They're by the highway, motherfucker. You're going, to, you're going for a hike before you get into McDonald's. <laughs> Draining their rascal battery, and then they're just gonna be <laughs> sitting there plugged in at the front of the Walmart waiting. They have one of those like air air airport like treadmills, but they go backwards, so they have to run to get to the plane. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, I think there's a lot of things we could do like that and sort of socially engineer our society. I I, I think you know mm. the, the idea of putting putting them way out there and making them really hike on in. You to get step to on an elevator or an escalator, and you're past a certain weight that it can tell that you're not immobile and that you should be able to walk, it just stops. And everybody else in the escalator turns around and goes, oh, look at that marginally fat fuck. <laughs> he can walk up the stairs if he wants to. And then he has to get off in shame and shuffle up the stairs. I love the shaming society. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's, it's one of my favorite motivators. You know, I, I don't know if it's time for a topic switch, but Chiz yeah. has been writing in the, in the side here that Trump is getting his ass kicked in a debate tonight. Rubio's cucking him. Okay. And I watched him, and he is. Do you want to see him together? Let's watch number one. I am queued at zero. Uh, okay, you're a little ahead of me. I did it on my Mac, so I didn't like just Cucking him? Is this going to become a thing that people say? I don't... Yeah. As long as they don't cringe.
Oh, yeah, as long as they don't cringe. All right. Now, on the first one, I'll warn listeners, uh, I'm going to queue up at zero here, that uh, some of the, like, zinger happens in the first, like, second or two, so you got to get your ears ready. All right. Ready, set, play. If he builds the wall the way he built build Trump Towers, he'll be using illegal immigrant labor to do it. The second. The second. Anthony, it's playing for you. Can you turn it down? Oh, sorry. But no, it's not a soundbite. It's a fact. Yeah, Again, go online and Google it. Donald Trump, Polish workers. You'll see it. The second thing about the trade war, I don't understand because your ties and the clothes you make is made in Mexico and in China. So you're going to be starting a trade war against your own ties and your own suits. All right. You know what? Why don't you make them in America? They devalue their currency. Well, then make them in America. Well, you don't know anything about business. You well, make them in America. Make them in America. before. Well, let's, let's see. You want to watch the second one? Not, I'll do it. Not, yeah, not so much. Let me. Can I comment on that for a second? Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, w w when people bash Trump over mm -hmm. making his ties and stuff in other countries, and they say, "Why don't you make it in America?" His whole point is, you guys have fucked this system up so bad with making things in the United States, uh, making it so it's too expensive, uh, the labor's too expensive, it's too taxed too much that you forced a businessman that wants to make a profit to have to go out of the country. Even Donald Trump, why would he make stuff in the US and go broke instead of sending it out like everyone else does? His whole, like what he's saying, God knows if he'd ever do it or not, is let's make it profitable to make things in this country again. So it's not really like, oh look, you're, you're making it overseas. Well, yeah, because we can't make it here anymore. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a fair accusation when the career politicians are like, I made all of my money through the tax dollars of, you know, my compatriots. Meanwhile, you, the person who's made a life for yourself, I don't like how you were forced to move it overseas, you know, to make money. Well, where It's not that cut and dry, but it is, it's no. not a fair accusation coming from a career politician. Are you guys ready for the next one? Yes. Mm -hmm. All right, here, nice. it's, let's queue up. And Anthony, can you turn it on a little more? I don't know if you'll still be able yeah, to hear I'll, it. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm sorry. I should, uh, okay. I'm queued up at zero when you guys are ready. Mm -hmm. I'm right. good. Ready, set, play. There's a guy that inherited $200 million. If he hadn't inherited $200 million, you know where Donald no, no, Trump no, would no, be no. right now? No, no, Selling no. watches in Manhattan. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Trump is mad. I took, that's that is thinking. so wrong. We'll work on that. I took $1 million and I turned it into oh, okay. $10 million. million. I borrowed one then million the dollars. So he can see how I borrowed one million dollars. Uh, I turned it into ten billion, more than Thank ten you. billion. Thank dollars. you. I want to bring. Yeah, the ten billion thing is said to be bullshit. He's worth like four point seven billion, which is pretty uh, good. Is that all? Yeah, right. <laughs> you bum. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. He was given money from his dad. Did, wasn't he given like a million dollars or something like that? Yeah, the, so I, I, I don't know where the truth is. He, he says he borrowed a million dollars from his father and or was given a million. I forget which is which. And he turned that into 10 billion. That's the story. Uh, this inherited 200 million thing. I'm guessing it's true, but he was already rich by then. That, that's how I make sense of it all. I don't mm -hmm. know. Or sometimes this stuff is just fully untrue. So I guess you you know if your your family uh, is wealthy and they offered you money, you go no no mm. I am not taking that. I Send will that in to Bernie. That. He knows what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to watch the third one? Yeah yeah. All right. Uh, 
I thought he was going to be getting totally dominated more than this. Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. I'm queued up at zero. You guys ready? Yes. Yep. Ready, set, play. Our workers lose their jobs. So you make them but in China you wouldn't know anything Russia. about it because you're a lousy Well, I don't know anything man. about bankrupting four companies. Right. No, you bankrupt four companies. I don't know anything about bankrupting four screeching on them. Every clip. There are people that borrow thirty-six thousand dollars to go to Trump University, and they're suing him now. Thirty-six thousand dollars to go to a university—that's a fake school. And by the way, and you know what they got? They got to take a picture with a cardboard cutout of Donald Trump. And by the way, that's what they got for the thirty-six thousand dollars. They actually did a very good job, Mr. Trump. It was an outstanding cutout. They actually did a very good job. That cutout was totally lifelike. <laughs> CNN's very lost complete control of their debate. <laughs> you know, either they lost complete control, like you said, or this format's a little different, and they're allowed to yell at each yeah. other and see what's what. Well, you know, Rubio obviously knows he's got to go in there and start really, really mixing it up. Uh, he's trying to out-Trump Trump. Um, I don't know how it comes across. You know, when Trump starts fighting like that, you're like, oh, that's Trump. When Rubio starts doing it, it almost looks a little desperate. Like, I'm going to jump in there now and really start fighting. It's like, well, where was this Rubio, you know, months ago? I feel yeah. like Jeb Bush beat him better. You know, as much as Trump cucked Jeb, Jeb outwitted Rubio, right? When Rubio attacked Jeb, he's like, I, look, someone told you that attacking me was going to help you. I can see <laughs> this calculated nonsense. I've been you know, around the block before. And Rubio just looked like, yeah, actually, they did tell me to say this. And, and it, <laughs> yeah. that, that's how it went down. When Rubio yells at Trump, Trump gets upset. Like, no, that's not true. I did the million, I swear. You know, I'm a self-made man, right? Like, Trump looked like he hurt his feelings. You know, like Rubio hurt Trump's feelings, which is think, not what I expect from him. I don't think anyone has any uh, delusions as to where Trump got his money, how he made it, how much of it he has. Like, you know, he's got billions of dollars. And are we supposed to think he was out chopping wood to make it early in his life? We, we all know this. So what is Rubio, Rubio actually thinking he's exposing here? Yeah, they didn't expose anything to me. Like, yeah, you know no. how to bankrupt four businesses. You know, we covered that a million times. Yeah, yeah. You know, that doesn't and, surprise and how many me does he own? That's my thing. Like, I, I feel like whenever they bring that line out, he should be like, I own 187 businesses. That Do the math. How, how often do my businesses go under compared right. to the national average? Yeah. How many businesses do you have? What's your percentage? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many people it's, do you employ? How many yes. Hispanic people do you employ that work, you know, in his hotels and golf courses? That would have been a good comeback if, if, if Trump had said, I employ more illegals than you employ non-illegals. <laughs> 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 have you ever heard housekeeping, housekeeping? That's me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I really, it's been an exciting political season with all the mudslinging and it's just, it, it seems different. It seems different it's than anything I've up. ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, it's just revving up. It's getting to the good part now, I feel like. It's what we've been waiting for this whole time. So we'll see what happens Tuesday. That was some biting stuff, I suppose. But we'll see how that plays in those states. The most states. fun thing to do in the midst of all this political stuff, mm -hmm. I, don't, I know Red, or Woody goes on Reddit a lot, is to go to the political Reddits and then see, like, because they're very pro-Sanders over there, mm -hmm. and just see the many, like, bombs of disappointment that are starting <laughs> to drop where it's like like – you go a couple months ago and it's like, we're taking these cities and we're taking these states. Use this phone bank and make this old man money. And now it's like, well, you know, we can't let up. I know a lot of you are saying that, you know, it's a lost cause, but we can't let up. But 
in the next few weeks, in the next month, it's going to be a, a huge amount of backtracking and sudden Hillary support. And they're, they're, they brag about the smallest of accomplishments with their campaign. They're like, oh, a state senator somewhere changed it. <laughs> you remember how the office used to make fun of the fact that Angela dated a state senator constantly because yeah. it's such a kind of a willy-nilly, like, low-power position in the grand yeah. scheme of things? Mm -hmm. Oh, look at this poll on techdestruction.com next to the newest Call of Duty. It says that 89% of gamers are voting for Bernie, and it's like, it's, well, yeah, you're destroying all these online... Only 3% of gamers make it to the polls. <laughs> it's me. So who gives a fuck? Oh. That's what they should do if the politicians were smart for this new generation. They just like buy out Bethesda and make it so a new Fallout or Skyrim drops every voting day. Destroy the youth vote. I wouldn't vote. I don't vote, but I would if a new Skyrim came out. You know? No, you make Donald Trump like the the main like good guy in your video game and that way you indoctrinate everybody with He's you your know. paladin exactly I, I i actually have an image of him here that that i had rendered for a video game that i'm having made of course I've, I've seen <laughs> of course he looks like a magic card yes i want to play <laughs> that card it's the yeah. trump card <laughs> wrath of god <laughs> the, did you oh uh speaking of uh, the golden god it, it made me think of that did you see the new uh episode of it's always sunny I did. I did watch the new one. What do you I, think? I, I like that. I like the leprechaun shit. I, I thought that was pretty I, fun. I'm not. I'm, that's the only episode I haven't seen. And I feel like Always Sunny is not on the level of the other shows that we talk about. Like we talk about Game of Thrones. We talked about Breaking Bad at its peak. Um, back when it was exciting and cool, Walking Dead. And then we also bring up like I don't know how I met your mother, and it's like, what is this oddball doing here? It's almost the difference between drama comedy. and comedy, though, you know. Yeah, like, it's it's definitely a comedy, and, and the production value is not there. And and what what turns me onto it so much is um, the overarching story plots. You know, all the little intrinsic details that you need to know to enjoy this latest season. If you watch the McPoyle trial and you haven't watched like eight other episodes, then you won't know why the why the McPoyles using healing milk for someone's pink eye is funny. You won't know why uh, the Ponderosa chick it looks like a cat now. You won't know why Dennis is paying alimony to her at all. So I like that into it, which I'm sure makes it hard for new viewers to get into. But I don't know. There's, I really enjoyed their, their off-brand of humor. It, it, it's what I like, that dark humor and the, the quirkiness of it. They've made themselves too niche almost now by relying so much on inside jokes from the series. I don't like that nearly as much. They've done that way more this season. It's almost like they're saying, you know, well, we're on season fucking 11 of this. We're not really going to get any new fans based on this <laughs> season. I've May seen well every season, that. and I miss a lot of these jokes. Like, a lot of the ones Kyle just mentioned I haven't seen. And I, I follow some other ones. Like, oh, I just want to see Cricket again. You know, like, where that poor guy's ended up. But, yeah. Um, I, I watch the show incessantly. Like, um, I, I talk sometimes about, oh, yeah, I've seen The Office three times every episode. And I've seen The Wire two times every episode. But when it comes to... Um, it, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I've literally seen every episode a minimum of four times, and there's wow. some of them I've seen a dozen times. Like this I, is a show I it's a lot 11th of like season. early seasons. I've seen all of them like ten times. I guarantee it because I love that show when it first came out. That's how I've been. Anthony, I, when, when a new well, episode comes out, about I what Anthony? Twice. Seinfeld. I just like mm. I know every episode oh. more times than I can. Very count. good acting. In I that have show. to real quick interject this uh, 
it was this O and A old clip I was listening to on YouTube, and it was Jimmy doesn't watch Seinfeld, and yeah. you were describing like stories from your life, and then you would weave it into a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, where I would completely how, tell uh, Jimmy, were, just yeah. completely straight face, tell him this story that is just a complete uh, Seinfeld episode, and he'd be going, "Get out of here!" He did that. I'm like, "Yeah," and then you know, my girl came with me, and said, and he had no clue that it was just. <laughs> Total yeah, you did the one where uh, you were like, yeah, and I called this pizza place and they wouldn't deliver to me because I was one street over. So I had to pretend yeah, yeah. to live on the other side of the street. Why didn't they to just get... take it to tell me about it? I don't know, yeah. Jim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you got him so many times on that. I loved it. Yeah, Sorry. Chinese restaurant where they wouldn't give us a table. Yeah, whatever, whatever comes up. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I like that. Uh, that's a show I need to watch again. I'm due for a rewatch of Seinfeld. When they put it I've on seen Hulu, every episode. Yeah, just wiped out. Uh, I think TBS was playing them twice a day, uh, or four times a day, or something. And then it went up on Hulu, and you saw it just drop off of uh, regular television because uh, people could watch them whenever they want. Which I just yeah. love, man. I can't stand the thought of watching anything when it's on, having to be there and watch it at a certain yeah, it feels time. Feels archaic. It is. Yeah, I used to be excited. It used to be like, like the first season of Heroes, and I even liked the second one. No one else did. But it'd be like, oh, it's Tuesday. Like one of the good things about Tuesday is Heroes is on, and you know, at the end, I'd just come home from work and think, like, ah, you know what? What's in store for tonight? Now that doesn't exist at all. The only show that I still do that with is Game of Thrones, because mm-hmm. you have to. Mm-hmm. Well, you could tell how good a show is by how quickly you have to watch it. Uh, you can't wait because people are gonna blow it for you. Oh if yeah. You go on Twitter or anything. So there are shows though that you just don't care about. You're like, yeah, DVR or I'll just get it on demand or something, uh, and you know, no one even talks about them, so you don't care. Yeah. Have you seen Deadpool? No, I have not seen Deadpool yet. I'm going oh, this weekend. Oh, you'll like it. Was it was very good. I thought it was yeah, very good. Really it's one of it's it's one of my favorite Marvel movies ever. Now I think it, it, it's <laughs> it's really good. It's raunchy. It's dirty. There's tits. There's pussy. Uh, there's full pussy. I saw a Ow. vagina and, and, and a Marvel movie. I thought that was a lady. Yeah, you make it seem <laughs> yeah, okay. like this thing was like front and center. I missed it. All right. I saw the well, I was in IMAX. That pussy, like I said, size of a Buick. I couldn't miss that. <laughs> oh, okay. you saw like the so, little dimplings on it. Like when you pull like fresh chicken. Totally. I could see the, the I could see the pussy lips. I could see the cleft. I could uh, see I could see like I could see, you know, the pubic hair. She had it she had like a, uh, a, a landing bumps. strip. I like to think that yeah, Kyle sure. has average vision unless there's a pussy on the screen. At which point he gets like a superpower that develops. <laughs> Hawkeye ab- Hawkeye like abilities. Uh, That's all you can do though, is just really discern detail and pussy close up. <laughs> we were at um we were at That's this, your whole superpower. Uh, Oh, that woman over there by the Cinnabon. Is she, is she in trouble? No, 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 no. She's very droopy labia. <laughs> I just thought everyone should know. You know? He's just able to like diagnose camel toes through jeans. Don't sit down. There's a snail trail in that seat. <laughs> Get that for you. <laughs> I was at a SWAT team roundup one time, and they had lots of like cutting edge SWAT team gear, and one of them was a thermal scope. And uh, my buddy hands it to me, and you can look around, and you can see the fake tits versus the real tits, and you can see their boobs through their clothes in pretty good definition using the, the optic he gave me. And I'm just like, holy shit, because there's lots of booth babes at this thing. You know, There's lots of fake tits and big tits in general to look at. And I'm just like, how much? How much? How much, man? And in my head, I'm thinking, like, this is $3,000, and I'm willing to plunk that down for, like, a titty x-ray machine, right? 
he's like, oh, $45,000 with the with this and that, $48,000. You know, we could probably put a package together in for $50,000. And I'm just like, what the hell? What is this? But yeah, that th those thermal optics are incredibly expensive, but very useful for the uh, the the well-to-do pervert out there. Now I got to try that. What's it, what's it look like when there's just a big bag of silicone in there? It's hard to explain. You're really just kind of seeing an outline. It's It's the temperature deviation because the silicone... Uh, isn't the same temperature as the surrounding flesh, and so that's what you're you're queuing in on. Oh, what is okay. it? There's like a five hundred dollar unit that goes on the on your iPhone, right? Yeah, like three hundred bucks now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, three hundred. Oh, the price yeah. is down. Those that's are okay. Fun. You know, like you'll def you're definitely gonna be able to see a person in the dark and everything. But it's, oh, I'm it's, in. Yeah, <laughs> I'll check that but, out. Yeah. Let's see. Do you want to watch any of these chit uh, chit clips that Chiz is sending, supposedly of uh, Trump? Oh. Happening? time chiz is all over this <laughs> trump versus rubio story he's very excited yeah, he's, about it and he's sort of keeps watching the debate up he's very into politics. i watched the first one it's pretty good do you want to see more uh what's is he getting trashed in all these or um basically i feel like rubio's standing up to him and holding his own it's about his health care plan this, the second one i think is the payoff let's watch him i think we're i think at okay. this point probably people are curious uh which one are we watching the first, the first and then one. the second. I haven't seen right. the second. I'm cued on the first. So you're I'm good to go on the first. All right. So what they're talking about is removing lines around the states, which means healthcare across state lines. Ready, set, play. So your only thing is to get rid of the lines around the states. What else is part of your what healthcare plan? The plans? lines around the states. That's mean. your only plan. And it plans. was almost done. No, no. You know, right, that, 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 that brings in. Mind that he excuse, me. Tell us his plan. excuse me. That What's brings in competition. When you get rid of the lines, it brings in competition. So instead of having one insurance company taking care of New York or Texas, you'll have many. They'll compete, and it'll be a beautiful thing. Well, that sounded good. I guess the next Let me explain maybe... it real quick, just for people who maybe don't have any background in this. There's two lines of thoughts in this health insurance thing. Some people say health insurance shouldn't be limited to companies that operate in your state. There are rules for New York, rules for New Jersey, rules for North Carolina and California, etc. And you kind of have to buy health insurance from your own state. The upside, the downside of that is that they don't get, they don't have to compete with each other in the same way. The, if you remove the lines between the states like they're talking about, then of course every health insurance is going to rush to the same state with the very lowest standards and operating costs. The one, like I would start a health insurance, I sound like a dick, but health insurance companies would migrate to the state that lets them fuck over their customers the hardest, right? So that's their plan. <laughs> um, that's their plan. Um, if you remove the lines, on one hand, you increase competition and they all have to battle each other. On the other hand, they all move to the state with the lowest standards. So take your pick on what you... I don't know what the right answer is, but that's the two sides of the argument. I'm good to go on clip two. All right. I am good as well. So I don't know this one, but I think it's related to the first. So that's the... All right. Ready, set, play. So that's the only part of the plan? Just the lines, the in interstate uh, well, competition? No, the, the nice part about the plan, you have many different plans. You'll have competition. You'll have so many different plans. But now he's I repeating himself. No, Mr. I'm Trump. not repeating. No, no, no. No. No, 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 no. no, it's a funny thing for Rubio to say. I don't repeat myself. I don't repeat myself. You don't repeat yourself. Here's the guy. He said it twice. <laughs> four weeks ago and I, I saw you repeat you, yourself five times five seconds ago I watched it 
I think I think what we're seeing here. They, he's not beating Trump here. He's just kind of being nasty to Trump. And the the problem is that what Trump's been pointing out for a while is that that audience is pretty stacked against him because. Even if those people were kind of middle of the ro road and like they didn't really care too much, they wouldn't be screaming. Like, like, do you hear how, 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 how like hyped up that crowd is for a little bit of Trump hate? Dude, there's they, a slanted playing field here. Rubio despise. is cucking the fuck out of him. Rubio is cucking the fuck out of Trump. That's what's happening right here. The audience is going wild for Rubio. If the audience liked Trump, we'd all be like, yeah, Trump's really good at this. But no, the audience likes Rubio, and it's clear. You know, Trump, Trump says. I don't repeat myself. I don't repeat myself. No, no, no. I'm not the guy that repeats himself. Motherfucker, are you listening to yourself? You know, you said that three times, you know? It, well, he's you know, trying to talk over the crowd. They're screaming at him. And he's trying and to talk over Rubio, but he can't seem to. And, and I don't know how it is that in these debate things that happen, but it seems like Trump keeps allowing himself to get beaten down by Rubio. Rubio wants to make a point, and it's heard. Trump needs to make a point, and he needs to keep starting over on that point and starting over on his point instead of finishing his sentence. And I think the truth is Rubio's kind of onto something. I haven't heard Trump evaluate or elaborate on the other parts of his health care plan. I think it's just remove the lines, have competition. It'll be a beautiful thing, which is a fair criticism of a lot of Trump's plans. They're not deep and well thought out. He exists on the power of personality. Uh, Anthony, we don't have your audio. Uh-oh. It sounds like he hears me. So, so what I would do, if you're in um, Skype... Go to tools, options, and then audio settings, and then in the pull down under microphone, make sure it's the right one there. I don't know which is the tools, options, audio settings, and then in kind of top center. He might be on a Mac. If you're, are you on a Mac? Yeah. All right. Looks like on. a yeah. I got a Mac here. Let me, let me hang on a second. Um. Skype preferences. Oh wait, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, I can hear him. My headphones, and um, all of a sudden, the mic went out. That's interesting. Can you hear us now? We're all good. Well, I could hear you guys, but not through my headphones. I'm trying to plug in the headphones so I can listen to the videos and stuff without. Uh, so you want to go to Skype preferences, and then at the top where it says audio video, yeah, be like a microphone and a speaker. You need to choose the right ones. Yeah. All right. Let me make sure I can put this in. I'm sorry. That's all right. Yeah, it's cool. Kyle's not here. We'll fit, we'll sort this out. All right. So now Where did Kyle ship off to. My understanding. You never know. <laughs> my understanding is you can hear us, but that you can't talk. So Skype preferences, and then second from the right, audio video, where it says microphone. Now you need to choose a mic. Mm-hmm. Also be consistently making a low hum so we know when it works. <laughs> if you could replicate a dial tone of some sort. <laughs> the thing is, um, ba 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 ba. Yeah, I don't know. Ah, screw it. I, I just won't use the headphones and I'll keep everything low. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why when I plug my headphones in, the mic goes out. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't it do that? In my head, it's this like one of those ports that's one for both headphones and microphone, and yeah. you're supposed to plug in, I guess, a like a iBuds where they have the mic on the cord. Oh, probably. But I'm just guessing. Mm. Oh, those bastards! Silly Apple. Yeah. 
Uh, so Kyle's oh. where'd Kyle? Where did, let's guess where Kyle went. Do you think he's making um, a sandwich? No. No, Just, he's been good about not bringing loud foods on. Not to say sandwiches are loud to eat, but he's been good not bringing in loud foods eating to eat on the podcast. Remember that uh, phase he went through where it was like, oh, guys, I got a handful of walnuts and you know, pennies <laughs> to rattle around. You know? I remember I used to have something, and, and they got really mad about it, so I got better. Um, and then I don't remember Kyle eating things into the mic, but I do remember that whenever he, like, he needed to go somewhere, he'd be gone for like 15 minutes and he'd come back with food. He would, and it's not like if I eat something, if I get up and piss and like want to grab a snack, I grab like a handful of cashews and eat them real quick before I get back on. He comes back with like whole trays of things and he sets out, and then it's just like, all right, well, these two are doing the show for the next hour because I'm going to pick over these things here. <laughs> I think I saw a shadow. Oh, a bunch of There's corn nuts. There he is. He's right by the mic. No, just another cream soda. Kyle, we were all taking bets on where you went. Um, I, I rubbed my eye and, uh, I rubbed something really spicy in it. I was cooking earlier and I think I rubbed some chili powder and it's the second time I've, it's literally the second time I've done it on the show because I'm usually cooking dinner. That was like my guess. Thursdays. Yeah. No, I rubbed. Not. You <laughs> didn't guess he got chili powder in his eye. <laughs> and, uh, and at first it just burned a little, but then like, I like blinked a little and it was just excruciating. So I went and got some eye drops and, uh, got myself a Sprite. Okay. Okay, that kind of was yeah. my guess. <laughs> I, I wanted a cream. I wanted a cream soda, but someone drank the last one, so yeah, it's Sprite. What kind I'll of cream soda? Uh, A and W. Um, what did you make? You're not doing it right. Your uh, chili powder. <laughs> You're not doing it. Um, <laughs> uh, fajitas. Fajitas. No. Are you still in your fry phase, or have you not made fries in a while? Um, I haven't made fries in a while. Um, I've been cooking uh, hamburgers a lot, uh, trying to trying to perfect that recipe and using different breadcrumbs and panko and a bunch of other stuff. And so yeah, I'm on hamburgers right now and bacon. You're putting breadcrumbs in your hamburgers. Hamburgers, yeah. I'm experimenting. Some of them have breadcrumbs, some have bacon, some have cheese, some have all three. Egg, yeah. I put a lot of stuff in there. Hmm. <clears throat> you think <clears throat> I should feel? Hey, you know what's good to fill an awkward pause in the show? Ha! Trunk Club. <laughs> it's time for a fresh start. Start the year off on the right foot, in the right pants, with the right jacket, over the right shirt. Trunk Club is here to handle your wardrobe so you can focus on what matters. Trunk Club takes the hassle out of shopping by finding the best clothes for you and your style. You'll look and feel more amazing, and you'll always have the perfect clothes for the season. At trunkclub.com PKA, you answer simple questions about your style, preferences, size, and uh, you're assigned a you're actually assigned an expert stylist who's been annoying me to death. He's been emailing me all the time. I really need to get back in touch with him so we can get set on, my whole man. thing up. I already got my jeans. Your, your stylist will handpick clothes from the best premium br premium brands, just approve of what you like, and send back what you don't like. And just like that, a trunk arrives on your doorstep filled with handpicked clothes that are perfect for you. Try them on, keep what you like, and easily return what you don't in their prepaid trunk. Trunk Club is not a subscription service. You only pay for the clothes you keep from, our, from your trunk. So there's no hidden charges, just great clothes. Get started today with Trunk Club. Uh, and get started with style for free, uh, plus free shipping both ways, by the way. I don't know if that's been mentioned uh, before. You only pay for the clothes that you keep. Keep that in mind. To take advantage, go to trunkclub.com PKA. That's trunkclub.com PKA for a trunk filled with clothes you'll love wearing 
<laughs> Taylor, I have a question. Yes. What was the conversation with the stylist like? like? So he called me, and I didn't know who it was, but he informed me he was my personalized stylist. Okay. And so I told – he was like, uh, just going to ask you some questions and figure out what your style is. And so I answered like uh, – what do you wear on a regular day? Are you casual or business casual or formal? And they had little graphics by it. And so I was like, all right, I'm, I guess I'm business casual to casual usually. And then asking, like, how do you like things to fit? What's your waist? How tall are you? How much do you weigh? Uh, just really, really easy shit. It's not like they're quizzing you on this. Like, don't get nervous. It's real fucking easy. And they sent me the whole trunk of things. And I tried it all on. I didn't keep all of it because you don't have to keep all of it. And I kept what I wanted sent everything else back and I just wore I just took the jeans off right before this show because I put pajama pants on I'm not not wearing pants that'd be odd what kind but, of pajama um, pants you got uh forever 21 I'm got my Batman pants on yeah but yeah, yeah it's an excellent service the jeans are very high quality and I would recommend you do it they're gonna send you a lot of stuff so when you do get it, don't just be overwhelmed because I was at first where I was like, Jesus Christ, this is like as many clothes as I own already. Like they just doubled me up. Uh, just look through it, take a couple days, and then just pick something and send it back. Yeah, it's real easy. I, uh, you guys on that. I can't believe you haven't taken I advantage need to, of it. I really want to because like, I feel like the question of what I wear and what I want to wear, there's a huge gulf in there. Like, you know, what do you wear in a normal you know, business casual, casual? And I think to myself, well, today I didn't wear pants until about 1 p.m. Yeah, see, yeah. Totally you should say you, like what you wear versus what you want to wear, what you think you could wear. Because when he was asking me those questions, like I answered the first ones, like because I dress pretty conservatively most of the time, darker colors, grays and blacks. Just I don't know. I don't want to have to pick out things that match. Mm -hmm. And then towards the end of the like questionnaire, I was kind of being like, you know what? I'm hip. I'm cool. Like, yeah, I'll wear like a goofy hat or like a cool yeah, an ascot, or, yeah, uh, yeah, an ascot <laughs> or maybe a, a summer scarf or something. And then some of that stuff showed up, and I kind of put it on. and I looked a like cape. a real dick, so I sent all that back. But uh, yeah, take a risk. At least I'm gonna just... get a cape. Thing oh, is... capes are very in. He told me that. Please tell me he actually fucking. I'm believing anything, you <laughs> bastard, you bastard. Anthony doesn't are... know. My wife wears capes, and she looks great in them. They're no, pretty yeah, stylish. That's a true. No, I, I was trying to play it off, but he did say that. Uh, he asked me, uh, "How many capes would you like? A one, <laughs> two, three, <laughs> three capes in your trunk?" Ah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, he didn't. He didn't suggest a cape. <laughs> oh man! Anthony doesn't know, but Woody's wife wears capes like a superhero. All and she the rocks them. She looks great in capes. They're they're warm things like a winter coat. But she says you can do this in them. You know, yeah, like imagine the, a coat with no functionality. <laughs> a coat with no restrictions. <laughs> no it's kind you of can move right over you. It's a yeah, coat. It's really a triangle with a hole in the middle. And you yeah. just head through it. <laughs> want a coat but none of that heat retention <laughs> <laughs> well what, what, if you think about what she does it's not like she's out there like mining for gold in the winter time by a river frozen thing no she's going from the house to the car to like take a kid to school and for something like that you're like not being locked in but you know what a winter coat is like you know you, you, you're constricted Never constrained it's in a winter coat and then cape to compare, but it it makes sense. It's just it's really easy to poke fun at because I've never seen someone wear a cape. I would like. Oh, I could fix that. We could <laughs> person wear a cape on this show. <laughs> I guess I saw two people wear five capes. Right? Is that the the fire <laughs> anyway. 
I'm sorry, Kyle. You keep trying to get in. Yeah. No, you good? Good. Uh, got nothing on the cape. It'll be interesting to see because I feel like Rubio got really beat up when they busted him being the robot, and even Rubio the robot, whatever. Trump is getting at least as beat up in this debate. Right before Super Tuesday. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, the only problem is nobody's watching CNN. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Chiz is watching. Yeah. 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 Chiz doesn't. Fuck. Chiz already has his mind made up. Who? Yeah, I don't think Trump fans are really going to be swayed off of Trump based on Rubio or Cruz giving him any crap at a debate. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Are you swayed at all, Kyle? Um, I, to, to what? To not to vote for Rubio instead of Trump. I, I mean, I'm not a registered voter. I don't want to be going to jury duty. So, I, I mean, I'm real. I really don't. I'm not voting per se. <laughs> I, I think, think that's Rubio bashing Trump in a debate does more for Rubio against uh, Cruz. Against Cruz, yeah. Like they'll yeah. be like, "Oh, look, he was able to stand toe to toe with Trump." Oh, so you're gonna back off of Trump? No, but I think Rubio's better than Cruz. That's kind of yeah. what. Yeah. It's like they're taking it out for second place because Trump right, is like right, this monolithic yeah. first place guy, and it's really just wow, look, he stood up to that guy who we already all know is probably going to win. You know, good, <laughs> yeah. good on him, silver medal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll make Kayla Maroney. The, what if, what if he does an episode <laughs> of The Apprentice when he picks his like chiefs of staff? What if that's how he picks them? <laughs> well, oh, well White House edition. No, no, no. The, the Apprentice, the executive branch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the apprentice, the executive rent. And it's Tim Smith sitting in the Oval Office with all the contestants. Oh, yeah. They all do stupid apprentice things. Like they have to be waiters for a day and see who can get the most tips you know, for Secretary <laughs> of State. Really crazy where, all right, you have to conquer a small country with the resources given to you. <laughs> I can you have to ride the bus with Bernie Sanders for six hours. <laughs> They're in the boardroom. Talk. <laughs> Grenada had much better defenses than Cambodia. I think that it wasn't a level playing field. <laughs> it's it's um, so fantastic. It's so fantastical to even imagine that Donald Trump is your president. That it's crazy. just. I love it. I love it. I, love it. I want it now. Exciting. I want it because it's so funny, and I want to see what he does. I want to see him make a mockery of the presidency and do silly things, and I want to enjoy every minute of it because he's going to the first pool party. The, the Kardashians party. are going to be nothing when it com compared to the <laughs> Trumps. Like the first when the first family is the Trumps. Oh, the Kardashians ain't got nothing on that. Like, did we just ask for a reality show guy to be president? Didn't we? Weren't we just going in that direction? Is it that surprising to everybody? The way we love the Kardashians and all these dumb Bachelor and these ridiculous reality shows. It's like, yeah, the president's got to be a reality show guy. It's, <laughs> it makes sense. I didn't think. I we'd thought it would be Jeff Probst. I, I didn't think that it would be Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? <sighs> Can't wait. All right, we need a new topic. What's it going to be? Uh, I've got a Rousey video we could watch. It's I'd love about that. six minutes long, oh. though, but it's good. I could try and find... Is she fighting in it, or is she talking in it? She's or... talking to Ellen, the talk show host. Oh, fighting or crying, yeah. It's pretty good. Do you guys want to see it? I think... She's... Give us a little uh, intro or summation of what it is so, so she's all right for people who don't know ronda rousey was the 135 pound the bantamweight champion women's champion in the ufc and she was 
brutal. She crushed everybody. And I hate to pile on the hate bandwagon, but she did a lot of stuff that made everybody dislike her, you know, just misinterpreting people's motives. And like, I could play you montages of her acting unlikable that would make you turn on her. But when she lost, she got beat by this woman named Holly Holmes, who was an amazing striker. And uh, um, now Rhonda is trying to cope with losing her title. And uh, it, it's pretty telling. Like, I, I think you guys will like it. Here, oh, let me link it up. Um, it's a little longer than we typically watch as a group. But... I went on that little, like, internet tangent of uh researching all the things that like you said might make you not like her as much mm -hmm. and it accomplished just that with me i was Damn, pretty what is she wearing? had nothing like for or against her i'm not a big ufc guy but then after seeing how arrogant and kind of unlikable she was prior to getting the shit kicked out of her mm -hmm. it's like now looking at it it's like oh so now you're gonna play uh woe is me uh i'm a big tough fighter but you know that's only me when i'm in the ring you know i'm a person too and it's like all right i cut it out with these crocodile tears we know the true you uh we know how you treat people when you're on top and now you're expecting people to treat you differently that you're not on top like you made a floyd Med floyd mayweather decision and it didn't pan out for you like mm -hmm. i don't know all right ready set play let's talk about uh the the loss whatever she's this, wearing I mean, is awesome expected you to win i expected you whatever to win. that is i mean the world expected <clears throat> you expected to win um so going into it it's got pockets what's what she gonna put in those pockets you, boobs uh, did you feel good going in or was there something different this time um i mean it's always crazy going into every fight you know it's always so much chaos and so many things going on and, she's already upset um, things weren't perfect they never are and uh i think the, the it's like two months ago uh, it was my third title fight in nine months, and I don't think anyone's ever. That's an athletic girl, right Fucking there. Fucking Connor's doing it right now. Yeah, I'm, but I don't make any excuses or anything like that. I mean, I've I've fought in worse conditions, but um. But here I go making know, excuses. I just kind of felt tired, but other than that, I mean, I've been more tired. I guess I just. So when you when you get hit that hard, um, what happens to you? Like. Do you feel it at the time, or there's so Ellen's you don't feel it? Well, I got, I got, oh, yeah. I got clips in the, like, the first six Why don't you show me a couple so takedowns? I, got, I was knocked out <laughs> the first time I got hit. And, um, that must have surprised you. Well, I, it's, it's hard to really know what's going on. And so um, in that first hit, I cut open my whole mouth, and I knocked my teeth loose. And, you know, guys fight for five, five-minute rounds, and they're teeing off each other's faces the whole time, and nothing like that happens. And it was just destiny. It had to go down that way. Because um, you had your mouth open. It was open, weird. So I had, head. like, no perception of, like, um, I felt, like, almost like I couldn't see. Like, I could see, but I couldn't tell, like, how far my hand was from my face or how far she was from me. Like, um, when you sit and you're not moving and you still are aware of where your body is, that's, like, a part of your brain that's telling you where you are in space. And it was, like, that kind of turned off. I was, like, swinging blindly. I knew she was out there, but, like, it was, uh, I, I really don't remember most of that. That must have been really scary then because you're aware that that's happening and also that's, like, in a split second you're aware of that and you're still trying to protect yourself. Well, you're aware of that and you have to try and not make it appear as if you're hurt. Right. Because if someone can tell, then they're going to swarm in on you. And so I was trying my best to make it to kind of hide the fact that I wasn't even there anymore. Um, so do you have, like, how long does a headache last after you're hit like that? Do you have a headache still? No. I don't know. I didn't have a headache at all. It's not about, like, pain or things happening. It's just things stop working, you know? Like, my, 
my brain stopped working properly and my teeth didn't really work that properly. And how long was it that your brain was not aware of, of that? How long did that take to settle down? Um, probably till like the next morning. Wow. Did you, I mean, did you worry for a minute? Like, could this be permanent? Did I really hurt myself and maybe I'll, I won't do this again? No, to be honest, like what I was The real saying, good part's like, still coming up. My, honestly, like my thought, I was like, I was like uh, in the medical room, oh boy. I was like down in the corner, I was yeah. in the corner, and I was like, Stop whining. What am I anymore? If I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, stop there, it. Like, thinking about killing myself in that exact second, I'm like, I'm nothing. I'm like, oh, what do I do anymore? And no one gives a shit about me anymore without this. And then, um, to be honest, I looked up and I saw my man, Travis, was standing there. And I was looked up at him and I was just like, I need to have his babies. I need to stay alive. <laughs> he was, was still like, married when they started dating. Why did you interject that? She's a horrible person. Um, so much for a thinking, little like, thing there. I ruined a family right after the fight. <laughs> lowest, for sure. Yeah. I don't know if I would have made it without him. To have that support system, sure. Um, that that makes, moment for it Woody breaks there. my heart to hear. I mean, uh, anybody looking We can at stop you here if you guys want. Yeah, Woody's woman. cucking Ronda Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> Ronda Rousey would kick my ass too. But, but yeah, I, I. Travis was married. I'm sure his marriage wasn't going well. I mean, I think he beat yeah, her so, and stuff. Yeah, so, you know, field day. You know. Yeah, and so, but he was still dating. You know, she didn't know he was fucking. They weren't separated or anything when he started going out with Rhonda. Rhonda just straight up dated a married man. He's another yeah. UFC fighter named Travis Brown. You know what's fucked up about that uh, clip like that? All the talk that we heard before she got her ass kicked about, you know, can women fight with the men and can she, you know, compete with just in UFC, not a female? Mm -hmm. part? Could you see, like, Connor crying on a talk show because he <laughs> lost? Like, that to me shows so much. Like, you just get crushed. Don't cry when you lose. Yeah, it, it just it doesn't play well to your fighter aesthetic. Next no. time you're in there being all intense and they've just got their iPhone up with you crying on Ellen, like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> when I see that, I love things like – pay inequity and glass ceilings and I'm just like yeah that's why I, I, I'll tell you more fighters cry than you might guess behind stage yeah, um, behind we stage, also but... Rocky cry when Mickey died but I don't want to see it actually none of them cry no on Ellen that, that uh, Conor McGregor gets on Ellen and is suddenly just like oh Jesus they were just hitting me so hard maybe I wasn't gonna fight again man i hate to you know pile on and cuck ronda and all that fun stuff but um dude she is just awful she's always awful i was rooting against her before the holly fight i, I wait really yeah. Because I thought for a while there you were, or maybe I'm just misattributing your respect for her as a fighter as genuine like, and that is possible. But I was under the impression that you liked her um, a while ago. Shucks. Probably. I mean, there probably was a period in time. In, I, I stopped liking her when she went on The Ultimate Fighter. Um, mm. Prior to that, I felt like I didn't really know her. But these, uh, they get hours and hours and hours of footage of her on The Ultimate Fighter, and she was awful. She was just an awful person. Like just mean mean you know people or was she competing 
so what happens is she, uh, two women serve as the coach, Rhonda and Misha Tate. And then they train like, I think maybe eight people each. And then at the end, the two coaches fight. So she's training them, but she's also kind of keeping in shape. They had it with just women? Yes. Yeah. Because actually, um, I think they did it to start the 115 pound women's division. So it was kind of how they like seeded all the. Now let's let's be real. Technically, they're women. <laughs> <laughs> the 115 pound women are hot. Are they? Yeah, I think most people would agree. Some of that one's 30 of those pounds are in cauliflower ears. <laughs> <laughs> and and dude, the Misha Tate, the she's fighting for the title soon, 197 maybe after the Connor one, and uh, she is by anybody's definition just really hot. She's got kind of are, a yeah. resting bitch face, but otherwise, yeah, like her yeah. body is. Those Flawless. ring girls are epic. All those ring Misha girls. Misha Tate so is way better than a the ring girl. Great, the ring girls yeah. for friggin' UFC are stunning. Just the best. Very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Can do, do they make cauliflower ear porn like the belly button? <laughs> you know, we spent a good amount of time on that the other episode as well. <laughs> no, we didn't. But that would be even grosser. Just those that weird little pustules that are yeah. on there. Oh, I did pustules. They're gross. Have you ever seen fresh cauliflower ear? Oh, I don't think so. No. Yeah, it's it's nasty looking. Sounds terrible, the whole thing. Yeah. I used to think that that was just like a curse of wrestlers and people who competed with that, that you couldn't get rid of it. And then when I found out that you can take steps to avoid that the entire time, like when I was looking at UFC guys, like, what? That's a normal looking dude. He doesn't have fucked up ears. It makes me think that it's a, it's almost a douchey thing to do. It's to keep cauliflower ears. Like, oh, look how tough I am. I can't is use it so, you know, ear Is it butt. something... Wait, they could do something like as they're fighting, and not like headgear or anything. They yeah, can have They can have it fixed, but the problem is they're in a job that causes cauliflower ears a lot. And once it's already happened a couple of times, it's more likely to continue to happening. So I think a lot of those guys get it fixed when their careers oh. are over. Yeah, Jimmy I was Norton talking more about like high school wrestlers I knew who would keep oh, professionals. Yeah. Jimmy exactly. Norton on uh, when I was on the ONA show. Norton had a great idea. We would have a lot of the UFC guys in, and you know the cauliflower ear thing came up. Make fake cauliflower ears so when you go out to the bars, no one wants to fuck with you. Oh my god, that's <laughs> great! And like somebody's you're like, what, really? And then they, you got to think like, I really don't want to fuck with this guy. That's a good. That's a really actually a good idea because when yeah. you do see that, you're like, all right, that guy's been rumbling around it's before. I'm not gonna fuck with him. He fights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you can wear Spock ears and get your ass kicked anywhere you go. Yes, anywhere. Little nerd. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's attractive, Woody, but I just think some of these ring girls are are, are on another level. They're oh. prettier. The, the Misha Tate. Um, Who's this most recent one, Link? I I, I googled Misha Tate. Is it not her? Is that not the those those legally can't even be pants. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> the um like in public. Yeah, wow. This is Ariane Celeste. She's a ring girl or a card girl or whatever Often you call Often viewed her. as the prettiest one. Yeah, it looks like you injected her ass in there with a syringe. It's so tight. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Celeste is, is un, undoubtedly prettier. The thing about Misha Tate, so I see, like, I follow MMA on a daily basis. And, uh, um, you see these pictures of Misha Tate or like she'll be grappling in pants like that or just a shot. And you're like, oh, my God. Like a lot of times when women look really amazing, they're striking a pose. It's their day, whatever. Uh, Misha Tate just on a daily basis walks around with a, I don't know, extremely fit body. 
<laughs> oh my god! And her boobs and butt make up like a third of her body weight. She, that's just where it all goes. Look at this one. This one's the best one. All right. Sorry, I'm not sharing these with everyone. I, I just never know what's gonna pop she up. It's like one of those weeble wobbles that you couldn't even knock her over. She just whoop. Oh, See, wow. for example, I don't know if I should show this. <laughs> Is PG, I mean, it's very PG thirteen. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll share it. I, I mean, I, I I don't know what the rules are anymore. I mean, who I'm knows? not saying I know the rules or anything. Yeah, about who it. knows these days? Yeah, I'll know it when I see it, and I haven't seen it. But yeah, the best there... defense you have for that picture is I think there's a piece of cloth in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. All uh, right, yeah, it's hard to compete with the ring girls, but but yeah, Misha Tate is body wise anyway. I the hottest female I can think of. There's another girl, Rose, who I like a lot. She's at 115. From the Titanic. I can't. She's Thug Rose. Her last name and is lady like version or like or something. Nice titties, Kate Winslet version. Let me. Uh, I want both at the same time. Old lady I, version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll really pussy. feel like you're there on that boat. Yeah. <laughs> Eat your own old pussy. She's crying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tell me about typhoid and all the problems Dude, in your early 19th. All of these <laughs> Thug Rose life. pictures make um, it look like. What's it like I'm having your own end. water fountains? <laughs> yeah, she uh, she doesn't have a lot of uh, good look, good pictures here, not attractive <laughs> ones, I should say. Like like this is a very pretty girl, but you wouldn't know it from many of these photos. No, you would not. Oh yeah. Uh. Oh my God! Yeah, that's a little weird. Hmm. I like when her head shake. Fifteen pound. Is there? Like they don't. She doesn't even look muscular, but I. Part of me is like, if you're 115, you don't have that much room to add muscle, you know? Or do you? I don't know. I saw her punch her boyfriend in the face one time with like a 12-ounce glove and looked like she knocked the shit out of him. I have that video <laughs> ready to go. Um, <laughs> but there's a different one I'm looking for. Hold on. There, she has a YouTube channel, Hyper Die. 16-ounce glove. Mm, kind of cute. Um, I, it won't take me too. Here it is. Why would he let her punch her? Punch him. He's sleeping. He's All right, cue up at zero. This one's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, I like this one. I'm cute. All right, ready, set, play. Watch this. Oh Jesus! It gets better. Well, that just makes me gay, but. <laughs> 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 what oh. an asshole! <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that he's just parading it around. <laughs> they're they're they have to be my favorite couple in MMA. They're fantastic together. Mm. Uh, That's funny. Uh, I'm There's just something about MMA that I I can't get into it. Like I don't know if I just am really more into team sports or if it's something different about how they compete where there's not points. It's just decision at the end. I just it's cool. I just can't what like, I, throw myself behind a fighter like I can throw myself behind a sports team. You know? Oh about, yeah, I could see that because the thing about your sports team is like they're gonna be there next year and the year after and the year after that. You know, with some yeah. of these fighters, you know, the, it could be their last fight if things don't go their way. Yeah, you know, they I mean break. the Rams are gonna be here for years to come. <laughs> 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 I just you just gotta move to Los Angeles. You can get there them back. Hey, yeah, my, no my Hartford Whalers. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Really, but, Hume but, are still getting over that. <laughs> <laughs> while I don't follow the uh, like the fighters and their lives and all that stuff, and I don't find that very interesting, um, I do find the fights themselves to be much more entertaining than a, than a three hour football game or a, or baseball game or, or anything like that. Because I, it's five rounds. I know at the end of it, somebody's going to be probably be fucked up. It's going to be entertaining. There's no way that they can get through those five rounds without the good stuff happening that I want yeah, to see. That's it's, too expensive. Unless yeah, Anderson fact, Silva's fighting, but <laughs> the fact that like every fight, you know, it's not going to be super long, and so if that one sucks, it's just like a little bit until the next one. That does play to its benefit of like, okay, this really isn't that great. They're both just kind of rolling around, not getting anything done. At least a new one's up. I follow all of it. I like every bit of MMA. I it, like I like it when the fighters build. I like the fighters' personalities, all of their personalities. I wouldn't want Ronda to be my sister-in-law. But I sure am glad she's on my TV. For as much as a bitch as she is, I like watching her. And I really like watching her fight. You know, even though she lost a fight, she's an amazing fighter. I like Holly Holmes, the preacher's daughter, the good girl out there just kicking ass. I like Conor McGregor. I like Robbie Lawler, who's the opposite of Conor McGregor. He's a champion, but he's just calm and cool and confident yet not cocky somehow i like them all i like the fights and one thing i like about mma is just how it's kind of 1v1 how these get someone goes in there and they leave a winner and a loser every time there never seems to be two people that win a fight someone goes up the hill and another guy goes down it and especially if you see it in person like you watch it on tv we really get to see the fight better but they don't show the loser the loser just kind of vanishes. That guy in the corner who's knocked out, who's silly, who's semi-conscious, he just disappears. You know, when he leaves the octagon and he needs two people to virtually carry him, you know, to get to backstage where they just bury his existence until he's healthy again. If you're there in person, you're like, oh my God, there's real consequences to this. Somebody's career, their financial life, their career, their, their prestige. And it's, I, I don't want to call it embarrassing, you know, because I, I think everyone who goes in there leaves with their honor. Um, but they just lost a fight in front of a lot of people, you know, like everyone else. Like, even if you get fired, there's some embarrassment to it, but it's not nearly as public. You're not on pay-per-view when you have a bad day um, in, at a normal job. And it just, it, while you're watching it as a sports fan, I, for whatever reason, feel like I connect with them and the consequences of what you this watch fight it almost means. like a drama because you're so into their lives and their little that, first of all things. first of all i've had a couple of public firings so yeah I, you know, I, you were in my head as i thought that well, like, anthony's you know, an exception no, <laughs> talk about like a football game versus ufc you don't watch a football game with the intensity you watch ufc i've played poker with my buddies while a football game's on or a baseball game and it doesn't interrupt with the poker game or the game. Something starts happening, you look, stuff like that. When the main event comes on on UFC, you stop playing, you stop doing everything because you have to watch every second of it. It's that compelling and exciting to watch. Yeah. And it can be over that fast. Like, yeah, yeah that's the other thing. I, Don't I see people do it all the time. When I see people casually watching UFC, I'm like, are you fucking stupid? Have you never <laughs> yeah, seen yeah. this before? Because it's usually... You're going to miss the thing. Yeah, and they do miss the thing. So often the person like wants to like turn their head over there and be like, yeah, da, 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 da. and I'm just like, well, he's unconscious now. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. well, watch the replay because you didn't fucking see it. Like, the replay's like, not the same. No, it's not. You have yeah. to focus. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a pretty high-intensity uh, 
spectator sport. Is that the, the sport spectator. that you're into the most, Anthony? UFC? Uh, no, I, I watch all the UFC. Uh, I get all the pay-per-views. I'm, uh, Louis J. Gomez, who's a, with the Legion of Skanks uh, podcast, and he's a comic and stuff. He, uh, he's coming over here. We're doing a post-show for the March 5th uh, UFC. Uh, so I'm really into it. I'm not one of these guys that could give you all the stats and all the this and that. I just enjoy watching it. And, uh, like, I'm very excited to see McGregor fight again. This is uh, I don't like it when people quiz you on the stats. You know, like on the, here and there I get called not a real fan, which I don't get, but whatever. And it's like – we're competing to be better fans. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're saying, man. I, I just really enjoy it. Dude, whenever I would, uh, cause I, I profess to be uh, a, a Yankee fan. Okay. But now there are Yankee fans that are fanatical maniacs and they would call me out on the air all the time. So during baseball season, I, on my computer, I had every player, the number, the position, the stats, everything in front of me so that when someone would try to quiz me, I'd just, boom, pull it right up. And uh, first, I'd, I'd kind of bullshit a little <laughs> first and then find the stat, get enough info, and blurt it out. But it's, that's not the, the real reason you watch is to know more than the other guy does. I don't know. I just yeah. enjoy it. It's not baseball a test. It's a show. Baseball is weird like that more than any other sport. Is they baseball love, fans love will call stats. you out for stats over nothing. And it's like, like, I mean, I'll, I've done that before with people who I think are bandwagoning on a certain team, like the Seahawks a couple of years ago, the Blackhawks in hockey, where you just give them like a, you know, a feeler question of like, uh, you know, who was the captain before your current captain, just to see if they know anything about it. But like yeah. baseball, like I've said before that I'm a Cardinals fan, and that's like baseball country around here. And God forbid you say that to the wrong person or in front of the wrong person who like has a monument to, you know, Stan Musial in his room that he masturbates to. And they're like, oh, well, what was our right fielder's fucking hitting percentage three years ago? Yeah, it was .21. I'm like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what that means, but fuck you for calling me out on that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I piss so many low. people off by bandwagon. After my team's out of it, I will bandwagon jump onto whatever team is doing well. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, I bleed Bronco Orange, man. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, you don't even, you haven't even talked about the Broncos. Yet. Fuck it, you didn't, just didn't hear me, man. You're not a fan if you don't know that I'm the biggest fan. Yeah. And people get all pissed. And it's you should just stick to, like, incorrect facts. Like, John Elway yeah, yeah. is so good in the fourth quarter. You guys can't hang with him. He's going to Crush Panthers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's trolling, but it's fun. These California Panthers don't know what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> yeah, John Elway's way too good. Uh, that should be like a they running thing. Raiders, I hear. <laughs> it all wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're constantly the fan of whatever team just won. Uh, dude, <laughs> You mentioned the public firing. You were in drama, I don't know, four weeks ago, something like that. And all I could think of in my head was like, you can't yeah. fire him now, bitches. Got no <laughs> strings to hold me down. That's, that is totally what I said. Like, I, I said, if I hadn't been fired uh, in July of 2014, I would have been fired now. So I'm glad I built this whole thing up. Yeah, I'm involved in a little bit of a legal uh, wrangling, as they say. Um I will be completely vindicated. This is one of those things. And, um, you know, I would love to be able to talk about it, especially on my show. But <laughs> I can't. Uh, I have a court date. Uh, I think March 7th is my next one. 
and it's just been a nightmare. That's a Thursday. I went uh, my entire life never having any uh, negative contact with the police. And then I'm arrested for a domestic. And this to me was like, what? I never had a Dewey. I never had a, any kind of harassment or uh, disturbing the peace. I mean, nothing. Uh, squeaky clean my whole life. And then, you know, I, uh, I went back into the breach one too many times. <laughs> You've got a taste for the crazies, Anthony. I do. People know it. It's my well, thing. At- I like, you know, my type is kind of crazy white trash girls. It's yeah. just what it is. Between 16 and 18. We know. We know you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that depends on the state. Come on, man. <laughs> well, you know I mean, what? I've at least one thing. Club W. Uh, Oh, I can't oh, believe you like us. <laughs> then you know exactly what you like and how you like it. Except when you're in the wine aisle. Tannins and terroirs, they mean nothing to you. Unless you happen to be some fancy pants professional sommelier. Well, <laughs> with Club W, the guessing game is over. Club W is the world's only personalized wine club, and your wines are sent directly to your door. Not only does Club W send you your wine, uh, they send you the wine that you'll love drinking. And uh, that's because Club W's easy six-question quiz figures out your palate so that every bottle you receive is perfectly tailored to your taste. Club W is leading the grape-to-glass wine revolution. They work directly with vineyards to cut out the middleman, which saves you money. Club W even offers a no-risk guarantee that you'll love uh, what that you'll love what they send you or your money back. And right now, Club W is offering our listeners 50% off your first order when you go to clubw.com/pka50. That's 50% off. Well, uh, wine should be fun, not pretentious. Start learning as you drink at clubw.com slash pka50. You'll even get 50% off your first order. That's clubw.com slash pka and then the number 50. So this one's actually pretty like I know that Taylor did the trunk club thing, and I haven't done it yet. I've done Club W. Oh. And the questionnaire is cool because I don't know. Like, people who watch the show know I don't know jack about alcohol or wine in particular. I, I, this is just not a thing I know. But they'll be like, hey, how do you like your coffee? Do you like it sweet? Do you like it black? And, you know, do you like ham or do you prefer sausage? And, do you like and, it red and alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like because if, if they had asked me, like, do you prefer a dry wine? I, I wouldn't even know. I think I said before, like, they all seem to be liquids to me. Like, I don't even <laughs> get that. Right? But um, it's about the sweetness. Yeah. Is it? So a, yeah. Dry a, is, like, the ones that... It's almost tart, like bitter. Like it yeah. suddenly your whole mouth feels like, well, dry. Cotton. Whole mouth yeah. feels. Yeah, it, I hate that. It's unpleasant. And every time I go out to dinner with someone and they order it, I feel like I need to order something similar. And so I do. And then I feel like an asshole when there's like a full glass of wine at the end of the meal left that I, it's just horrific. Uh, I yeah, would... Club W will solve this problem. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that they asked questions that figured out what, what, you pref- what you might like in a wine without you having to be an expert in wine. And you guys have like great sponsors, wine and clothing and stuff. I'm selling fleshlights. So. <laughs> oh, I love that. No, see, so we, uh, fleshlight. Uh, we would be able to we, sell we the. We have fuck. actually sold something similar. <laughs> yeah, so, we actually had the auto blow. We have called the auto blow. Are you familiar with the auto blow? Oh, please. Of course, I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah. And the auto blow too, mind you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what we have. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have one. I think Woody has one as well. That's that's just it's in a drawer somewhere, and it's. We don't talk about mine because I've got a kid in high school. 
Oh, I'm sorry. We're talking at the same time. My apologies. Yeah, I don't talk about my auto blow because I've got a kid in high school. I'd hate for her to, like, to embarrass her. But, um, uh, but yeah, great sponsor. You would know if you were ever using it in the house. Even in your giant space, they hear the... And then they could hear as you were trying to slow down. You don't want to go too quick. You don't want to ruin the auto blow too experience. So you turn it down a little bit. It goes... And then the crescendo at the end. I love it. And then silence. And they know dad just finished. <laughs> quiet sobbing of shame because you just yeah they hear muffled sobs and, oh. and they walk in and put a wet pillow <laughs> kyle is great he's like i like the noise it's how i assert my dominance there's yeah. shit going down in here don't even open that door unless you want in yeah. that's what you do for a long time you just plug it in and leave it running on the counter as you're sitting there doing something <laughs> i like they'll never fuck with me when they hear that coming. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm, I'm masturbating. <laughs> He's been masturbating all day. Yeah. Hours. Uh. He's gonna ruin that auto blow. <laughs> I, uh, I, I like my auto blow. I don't. I don't make a habit of using that thing, but I have used it, and it is an effective um, thing. Uh, you know, as far. I I have to uh, fill you in on this. Uh, this one. Do, uh, do you have you gotten the VR gear from Oculus? You pop a Samsung phone in the front. Uh, they there's a site with uh, virtual porn, and it's point of view porn. Where I mean, you're turning your head. There's a bedroom around you, the bed, and I guess they put the camera right by the dude's face, so you're looking at like what would be your body if you were the dude. And this girl is going at it. You take that and any type of auto blow or flashlight or anything. You or have an ugly chick. It's a brand new world of porn and spanking it. <laughs> it really is awesome. You you get the feeling of being in a room with somebody, and uh, and the wow. cops don't. So show when up. you look down, <laughs> do you see? So there was at some point some dude with this RoboCop headset fucking this girl, looking around, getting all the data. And so when you look down, do you see this guy's dick? Well, yeah, that's just it. It's everywhere. So when you look down, it's almost like you you imagine what it would be like to be paralyzed yet have a giant cock. I feel like they're missing the true potential of this of this product because everybody's talking about a woman replacement and you should look at it as a woman enhancement. You take your fat, ugly girlfriend and then you put the VR on so you've got the real woman there, but now she's whoever you want her to be. Just for, it's, it's, it's like dating Mystique from the fucking X-Men. Like, you just need to find someone with a very low self-esteem. That would be amazing. By the way, not to be uh, a male chauvinist, why not give the girl the goggles from the point of view of the girl, and now you're both touching yeah. exact places that the other one is, and that you're seeing, and it would feel oh. and look like Ooh, that. And that. I think that'd be an amazing experience. That's, a, that's an incredible idea, but there's a few are, faux pas. Are you saying that you're gonna have sex into. with a girl involved? Yeah, sex with the girl. You picture the porn star through your little glasses, and she's having sex with you, and she's seeing the porn star through her goggles. But when she yeah, reaches yeah. down to take a handful of that two foot cock, and it goes through it like it's a hologram, <laughs> hey. or if you go to grab some supple tit, and suddenly you hit flesh a foot too soon. Like <laughs> oh, God, there's something going on out here. <laughs> like, oh, it's not, that's not yeah. going to 
downfall. See, but just think, you could be fucking a belly button, but in your head, it's like Kim Kardashian's <laughs> asshole or something, or whatever you want to want to fuck. Right. I, I'm pretty sure Kim Kardashian's asshole and a 400 pound woman's butthole are pretty much pretty analogous, right? Yeah. Same thing. So you're trying to overcome and and finish through the sound of like clapping halfway underwater. <laughs> that sound of fat people. I figure that's what Kim Kardashian's ass sounds like too. Does she have implants in her butt? No, she's got a big fat ass. Joe Rogan all. said it was implants, and I couldn't. I don't wow. know what the truth is. Oh, actually, um, I take that back. Yeah, it is implants. I've got uh, proof pictures here somewhere. I had this discussion straight from yeah, no, I got no, no, on my fucking no, desktop. Actually, no, no, no. I can't believe I. So, um, you have so proof I had this... pictures on your desktop? Yes. Let me. <laughs> Hang on. So I had this discussion with somebody a while back. <laughs> my you... desktop is a real mess. <laughs> You can tell who a parent is here, who the parent is, because like you have that on my, I, I know guys that are parents that I'm like, you could, and they hand me their phone and go check out the pictures of my kid. I'm going, you can hand your phone to somebody and go through the pictures? I go, that is amazing to me. Yeah. I would never hand my phone off to anyone. No. Yeah. Really, at least Adult Kyle phone. Is, yeah, Kyle's known for that. If Kyle shows you a picture on his phone, he will hold the phone far enough away that if you get wise and try and oh, give yeah. a distant swipe, he's going to take right yeah. back. You're going to see something you don't want to see. I guarantee it. And uh, people, bullshit. Oh, I want to oh, see I've it. Seen it all. And then you're just like, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's because Kyle trains himself to overcome really gross stuff on the internet. And so, whereas you're imagining that you just see some dick pics with good lighting, as you always yeah, need, you yeah. don't want to take a new pick every time you need one. So just keep a couple stock. Uh, no, you can see like nasty shit eating people on the internet, gross beheading pictures. I would not put any of that past Kyle's phone. The internet. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. Like I I'm just flipping through here now. Like Where, you'll where's see the like, implant proof. Like like here's a bunch of people getting killed. Like that's a bomb falling on people right there. Oh right. Uh, mm, yeah. I saw that picture. A photo bomb. Yeah, you saw it too. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. See, imagine if, if like my friends didn't know anything about Reddit and I could take it take take credit for all the all the all the funny jokes. <laughs> that would be great. I, I took a screenshot of Trump winning the Hispanic vote because I thought that was funny. Ooh, can't filthy. Really um I, I really can't show any of this actually. It's just there's I you know. save a lot of pictures from Google if I'm like making a joke on Twitter and I need a picture of like Hitler and a cat and a rocket ship or something. So I got all these weird, they make no sense if you scroll through them sometimes, but I keep them. You never know. Yeah, who doesn't keep a couple, you know, Nazi <laughs> pictures available? He, yeah. I, it's like, uh, oh, there's a Victoria's Secret model and Bill Devane with gold. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> nah, it's just on there, just in case. Yeah, you never know. So Donald Trump said we were better off with Saddam Hussein and Gaddafi in his foreign policy. The truth is, I agree with that. Yep. Yeah, I think a lot of people do now. Yeah. Saddam Hussein, like that place was way more under control with him than it is now. No one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's I keep me. that. I keep that in case I need it. <laughs> I don't know what for. I don't know what for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Iraq was... You know, you never heard of the real internal problems in Iraq. You kind of heard like, well, he gassed his own people. And then when he was gone, you're like, oh, those people needed gassing, didn't they? Yeah, right. <laughs> Can I live, Can eight, I live years? eight more years? Let's find out together. Bernie 2016. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what to make it tonight. I was so sure Trump was going to win everything until he got beat up. 
Oh, a butt plug. I get it. Yeah, butt plug. I a think he plug. still is uh, going to do... You know, everyone. every time Trump does something, whether it's a debate or he has a speech or, or something, they're like, oh, that's it. He said something about this guy. He's done now. And then his numbers go up. So I don't know what the hell could... The standard rules don't apply to him. He 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 plays by a different set of rules. I yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Um, he could go up. He could go up from this. You never know. You never know. Um, we did great. We did wonderful on the debate. It was fabulous, wonderful debate. That's all he's got to say. And you're like, oh, it must have been wonderful. <laughs> yes, exactly. He won. Uh, the way that he talks, right? Everything is a one-syllable word, and he's, it's. I watched this West Wing scene where he was like, you know, you're the master of it. You've got the sound bite. It's the tip of the sword. It's the part that does the killing. And Trump does everything he says is the sound bite. It's the tip of the oh, yeah. sword. It's There's no substance to anything he says. Mm -mm. There's no plan. There's no elaboration on his um on his sound bites. But yeah. people are just like, yeah, build the wall. It's going to be great. We're going to put it's smart people great. in place. We're gonna Our make military it will be the strongest, greatest military. Well, I want that. Don't you want that? <laughs> he said it. <laughs> yeah, right? It's huge. <laughs> like, oh, it should be huge. <laughs> what do you got, Kyle? Some, some photos from Jeremy's wedding. Oh. Ah. That's <laughs> a wedding. It was, uh, it was casual. Um, that looks casual. <laughs> Anthony, have oh, you been that's married? Very casual. Sandals. Those are flip flops. I approve of those. He's turning to see the bride walking down the aisle wearing flip flops and a graphic tee. That's uh, that's a wedding. I was wearing a fucking suit and tie. <laughs> 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 I, the, the 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 groom goes, "You way overdressed." Way overdressed. <laughs> like, I thought you were getting fucking married. Now, did you dress in a suit and tie? knowing that it would put you in a different league than everyone else like was there any i'm not with these people thought process to it sure how this is gonna look but the wedding is about to kick off uh i'd say about half the guests have arrived so far and uh i don't know if you can tell let me see i don't know what i'm about to say uh, yeah, you're like, wait, no, no, I don't remember no this. Spelling. No telling what I said like four months ago to yeah. my own phone. As you can see, there's a lot of blacks here, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, a lot man. more minorities. folks over there, they're with me, and we're going to go handle that in just a minute. There might be a hate crime on there. I don't know. But yeah, yeah it, no, I didn't wear it knowing that I'd be. I thought that, like, you know, the main participants of the wedding would be wearing, like, a, a shirt and tie, uh, at least. They usually, yeah. I didn't think denim would be the the the, the fabric of the day, and it turned Where out it was. was. It? What state? Georgia. All right, <laughs> and it makes sense. Usually, like I wouldn't. When you asked Kyle if he was doing that to put himself in like a league above, my instinct was to be like, well, of course he did. Like Kyle's a calculated, smart guy, and then I thought about it more of like, this is a wedding, though. Like someone has to have a suit that you can borrow. Like it doesn't have to be a tux; it could just be an ill-fitting suit with. They uh, got changed for the wedding. They got changed for the wedding in a gift shop, and the wedding procession itself was by a waterfall. That's a tourist attraction, and there were tourists showing up at the end of the wedding who wanted to get back there to look at the waterfall. It was a real shit show. Um, wow. I, I saw the groom bare assed at one point because I was trying to take a piss, and they were all naked in the bathroom, changing into their uh, their wedding attire. It was a real shit show. Um, and how long ago was this? 
Oh, four months ago, five months ago. Oh, okay. Uh, not... How many more months till the divorce? Well, they're, they're, they're <laughs> oh, they're pregnant again. They're, they're, they're going to have child number two. They just found that out. So uh, soon, too. Wow. Yeah, great yes. news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, after the first. yeah. Those, those oh, guys are great. Wonderful. I, uh, I should is that the worst wedding you've ever been to? <clears throat> I hadn't been to a lot of weddings. I think I may maybe been to two or three. Like like I was telling us to Woody, like we went to, and it was it was like right after Joe's wedding. So that that should give you the timeline. No. I don't recall how long ago that was. It's been months and months, but um, it was last year, uh, and it was pretty soon after Joe's wedding. I wore something pretty similar to to, to Jeremy's wedding, and yeah, it was great. Joe had a really nice wedding. This is Joe Lozon for people who don't know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I really was great. All, it had a lot of pro fighters in it, and. Uh, yeah, a lot of flower ears in the crowd. It was I was cool just <laughs> really aware of the fact that most of those people could kick my ass without trying. Yeah, I was trying not to look at these tits or out these three yeah. deaths. It's a dull day, yeah. <laughs> a dull affair. I, a dull I, I'm so afraid of like staring at, at 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 some cleavage or something to the wrong person and and just waking up uh, three hours uh, later. Woody's at Woody's like <laughs> as we ride back to the hotel. I'm just like, oh, sorry, my face is gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, see something you like. What was the last thing you remember? Tits. I remember the tin count. Stay down. They were really flat, muscular, and sinewy. The worst wedding I went to, it was like the wedding was fine, but then the reception afterward. The, and I only knew the person through an acquaintance, so I shouldn't have had to fucking go in the first place. But uh, the reception afterward, you know how it usually is. Like, that's the fun part, the party. Mm -hmm. I got roped into going to the shit part, which is the wedding. But the reception, ostensibly, is always fun. There's always an open bar. You're always fucking around with your friends or at least a few acquaintances. I went there, and they didn't have an open liquor bar. They had an open candy bar. So you could walk up there and just get a bunch of candy because apparently we're like eight years old. And this wasn't a religious reception or any reason for it to not have booze they just i guess saved money by giving me six king-size snickers instead of a few rum and cokes but well, it was fucked up <laughs> yeah stayed for maybe eight minutes yeah just, oh, you just bailed i just well, could well, you buy I didn't it alcohol what did they sell alcohol there no and i'm not gonna buy alcohol at a fucking reception because i'll go to a bar and watch a sports game if i'm gonna do something like that like i'm, well, I'm here for you like this is your day. Like I'm gonna get something out of it because I don't want to fucking be here. You know the food uh, at Joe's wedding was really good. Yeah, uh, I got the steak, and that steak was actually a really good steak. Uh, I bet his wedding was great, and there was yeah. probably protein in each meal because they're all fighters and they need it. <laughs> yeah, I can remember talking to Joe about like wh how, how how big the wedding was gonna be. Would he, Woody, and myself were in a car in Chicago or something months, months, and months prior. And uh, and he was talking about how like yeah we do a big wedding we're we're gonna we're gonna make this thing real and 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 I think it was a lot bigger than Woody and I would have done our own personal weddings but uh, I think a thing for them uh, is big weddings and they did it it was nice my wedding was about it was a lot like Joe's I think yeah yeah okay. comparable a lot of professional fighters roaming about yeah. no no <laughs> no professional fighters um, what was I gonna say oh what I one of the things I liked about Joe and I was big softy about it but I, I was like looking at the families like. I was like, this is a good union. Like, there's a lot of good people at this party. You know, yeah, it's cool. So, yeah. I found out recently what um, what Opie when I was working with Opie, and then you know what happened. I stopped working with Opie, and I, I found out he was pissed at me uh, for years because at his wedding, which was in Philly, uh, went to the wedding, the reception. But I left the reception early because to me, Philly was just too close to Atlantic City. 
to not leave as quickly as is humanly possible to hit the blackjack tables. And he found out uh, that's why I left and that's where I went. So he was very angry that uh, that I would be such a... Why would he care? You guys weren't even that close. Thank you. Why would he care? <laughs> that's what Did I said. Did you win some money at least? What's that? Did you win some money at least? Uh, I'm not even sure, but it was a lot of fun. You know, it's AC, it's uh, Borgata, we're playing blackjack, drinking. You know, I, I, I could stay at a wedding for just so long. I don't know why you f people feel like you're obligated to stay there for the entire duration. Or like, oh, what are you leaving? Why? Yeah, yeah, this is your great, amazing day. I'm just sitting at a table watching people dance and fucking, you know, eating horrible steak or chicken, which is like wedding steak is worse than the sizzler. It's it's the worst friggin' steak you'll ever get. Very I thin. <laughs> yeah, real thin. Oh, can I have it medium rare with? Can they just live some shoe leather in front of you? Uh, yes. Could oh. the seventeen-year-old who makes this make it exactly the same as the other three hundred people <laughs> he's making it for? That's, that's what it is. He's gonna make sure he gets every order of the two hundred and eighty people perfect. It's, yeah. Ain't gonna happen. I'm going to the Borgata. Leave me alone. Yeah. Do you think that you'll ever? even be in a room with Opie again? Well, we were supposed to be at the Patrice O'Neill benefit uh, mm -hmm. here in New York. Bill Burr and Patrice's family and stuff, they throw this yearly benefit in February um, and money goes to Patrice's family and Diabetes Foundation, whatever. And uh, I wanted to show up. I was kind of on the outs with Bill Burr over the shit that I said on Twitter in 2014. Uh, and God knows why that was anyway. Uh, what so, did you say? I, well, no, it was, it was uh, when I was uh, assaulted by that young lady in oh, Times Square. Oh, he was upset about that. Pictures of Times Square. She was in frame and decided to punch me ab about the head, face, neck, and chest area. <laughs> so uh, he, he was kind of like, he, not pissed at me, but he just wanted my kind of reasoning for it. I thought that was obvious. She had hit me in the face in Times Square and I wrote some awful things on Twitter. Wow, what an amazing response. By the way, I had a gun on me at the time and I didn't shoot her in the face. Look at me, I'm, I'm an amazing person. It's what you get for leaving a witness. Did, is yeah. though, was you not going to the benefit because of Burr kind of being irritable about those comments still? I thought it was, and then I thought maybe Opie, because Opie goes, if he goes, I'm not going to the goddamn thing. And then uh, when this latest thing happened in December, uh, Bill was like, yeah, we just kind of want to, you know, maybe you shouldn't come. And I'm like, all right, I don't give a shit. It's not about me. It's about Patrice. Uh, and then Opie or Bill didn't show up. <laughs> so I could have absolutely gone with nearly really? a problem. So Neither of them, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that Bill and Opie ended up not going. Yeah, they both didn't go, and no one would have had any issue with me showing up and uh, hanging out. But, you know, it's uh, the drama in the, the media business. You're so it's... childish getting involved in drama, Anthony. No, I'm, I'm... not. <laughs> no, uh, -uh. <laughs> uh, uh. You are. You are. You're more than you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially There's recently. Void it in, in that business. I don't know what it is. I guess when people decide to choose a job that isn't a real job where you work and actually, you know, maybe lift something 
or make much less money for how much work you're doing. Uh, if you're not in that business, you have to fill your life with inane drama that means nothing and uh, makes you look like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> you know who won't make you look like an idiot? That's Ring.com. Oh. So when that when that doorbell rings, you never know what it could be. It could be a package being delivered. It could be friends coming over for dinner. But it could also be the sound of someone planning to rob you blind. Over 95% of home break-ins happen during the day. And burglars almost always start by ringing your doorbell to see if someone's home before pillaging your possessions. With the Ring Video Doorbell, you can see and talk to anyone at your door from anywhere in the world using your smartphone. Ring's advanced motion detection alerts you even if someone doesn't ring the doorbell. It's like caller ID for your home. With Ring Video Doorbell, you can talk to delivery people and keep an eye on your package. If someone tries to mess with it, you'll get an instant alert and HD video of the whole thing. It's like having a neighbor keep an eye on your home 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but without the judgment. Installing the video door... I was going to make a joke there, but I'm not going to now. Installing the video... <laughs> So ring video doorbell takes minutes, and it works with either your current wiring or built-in rechargeable battery. Put, put your mind at ease and protect your home with the video doorbell Time Magazine and USA Today named one of their top ten gadgets. Our listeners get free expedited FedEx shipping when you go to ring.com slash PKA. So uh, check them out. It's a really cool product. We all got one. Uh, I got mine installed outside, and I've actually used it a couple times now. I got a, I got a FedEx package and it needed, required a signature and I was going to ignore the pounding on the door, but I was like, oh, this thing is going off and you know, I, I got my package. So check them out. Link there in the description. Go. What a great thing. That is very, because sometimes like you'll hear the bell and you'll be like, it could be FedEx. I'm waiting for something. I'm excited for my delivery and, or it could just be some idiot I don't want to talk to. And yep. you get to see it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You don't Excellent have to pick the blinds anymore. Yeah. Because they see you, you doing a, that. You did a good job reading it too, Kyle. I think Thank you did great. Oh, that, that mm -hmm. means all the world to me. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely a real done. step up. I've, I've been learning my words. I, I bought your. I feel, I feel like you should have a. Uh, you should have a, uh, your own thesaurus. That should be your one of your products. It should be like Taylor's Taylor's thesaurus, and, and it should be filled with with words that are sort of unique to you, like preponderance, rapscallions. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All those. Maybe I will. I'd Go love back to find words that only I use. Or maybe just, uh, or maybe just some, some, uh, some, uh, some cups or shirts or something that have something to do with it. Anything, yeah. Speaking of the cups and shirts and whatnot, um, there is a sale going on over at our merch shop right now. So use coupon code Saint Paddy, S T P A D D Y at checkout, fifteen percent off all your orders up till March second. So. Head over there and check it out, and also get yourself a Dimitri's Best Effort vodka shirt. Mm. Dimitri's nice. Best Effort. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. Dimitri's Best Effort vodka. Yeah. Um, what kind of what kind of merch you guys got? He's no good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We've got um, so we got a couple things that we that 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 I wanted to do. Um, I want to do hot sauce forever because we, we there was a former member of the show whose like tag internet name is Wings of Redemption, and I was like, what about Hot Wings of Redemption hot sauce? So um, that's happening real soon. I just need to schedule a date to like take his Look promo pictures, uh, cover the bottle. I think that's gonna be really funny. Um, and then we're doing some uh, we're doing some knives. Those are happening soon. We picked a knife that was like out of stock, and we need. Well, just over a hundred of them, so that's taken a while to get fulfilled. But, and then we do that's shirts awesome. and cups and and all kinds of shirts yeah, and cups usual, and hoodies. Knives and... are cool. Yeah, that's good. I'm especially I, I... phone cases. Phone cases. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a good one too. 
right? That one. I like that one. Yeah. I, uh, oh, by the way, those mugs are not machine wash. So hand wash those mugs, according to the spreadsheet person that I spoke uh-oh. to, because someone did have a problem with that. So apologies. I did Keep not that in that. mind. Yeah. Uh, I, I put my, now I got one of the big mugs that's got my face on it because, well, you know why. And I put it in the machine <laughs> and I had no problems with it. Like it's, it's like a big frosted like beer mug. And yeah, uh, that one's on different it. than the coffee mug, I believe. The one, okay. the, the big frosted glass beer mug should be fine, I think. Cool. I was t- I was talking with uh, Pat Dixon. He does a show on my network. That's uh, Pat Dixon's New York City Crime Report, and uh, he's really hysterically just takes all the news stories of the week of these horrid New York City crimes and just goofs on them. And it's so funny. It's well done. He presents himself like a news anchor man, but it's just he's he's making horrible jokes about robbery, rape, and murder. <laughs> and uh, so I saw him today in the studio. And he was wearing one of his own shirts, merch shirts. And I was like, it's the worst thing you could ever do. He goes, it's laundry day. And it's just easier to reach into the box and grab another one. <laughs> I'm like, dude, yeah. I have like a stack in my closet because sometimes you just, yeah, I'm going to put it on. <laughs> <sighs> and the pizza guy comes to the door and you're wearing your own shirt. And you just look like a dick. You think yeah. that makes you look bad? Like, Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, you should never wear your own shirt. I Woody's done that worse than anyone. Where you you said really? that said like bitches are be crazy or something, and uh. you said that you found yourself like out at uh, you know some grocery local grocery store looking at you know seasonings, and you look down and you see bitches, bitches are be crazy. crazy. On your shirt. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's not no, the one. Oddly enough, I was wearing one of Pat Dixon shirts because I could do that, even though he's on the network. Uh, it's not my show, so I wear that. And on the front, it looks like the New York Post headline from here in New York, and it says uh, yeah. New York City Crime Report. And I'm walking around with it, but I didn't realize on the back, it says murder, robbery, rape, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's his tagline. <laughs> not even knowing that it's probably the most offensive thing you could put on the back well. without adding a racial slur. <laughs> That's a risky thing to put that on a shirt. Who's going to wear that around? I guess Pat Dixon. I guess when you. He, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, like Joe Lozon always wears. Know there's something on the back. Joe Lozon always wears Joe Lozon clothes. He's like, what, am I going to advertise Nike? No, I'm going to advertise Joe Lozon. That's my brand. That's, that's my thing. Yeah, that is one way to look at it. The, the only downside is you get recognized a lot. You know, like it. You might as well be wearing a jersey. You yeah, know, wearing, everyone it who's. Lozon. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's got the look. He, and he's, he's got the look, up. and his like his, his thing says Lozon. He'll have like sweatpants on that say Lozon. It just Lozon's right, on. He made get, a gi, right? He, uh, if you don't know, a gi is those like karate pajamas you wear when you do martial arts. Yeah. And it said Lozon like 127 times on it. Like the branding was out of this world. You know what? If he wasn't a professional fighter, you would be calling that on how truly gauche it is to be wearing everything with your own name on it. But the fact that he could beat the shit out of you, you're like, no. no. I mean, like he's just promoting his brand. You I know? like it. Like, uh, I like it. That's nothing like Kanye. I dude. literally, yeah. I was like, dude, if I get back into this again, I'm totally getting a Lozon gi with like it's 127 times on it. I thought it was cool. I, I think. He's, um, That's just your beats by Dre. That you would make fun of somebody else for something silly like that, but you'll wear a Lozon, you know, emblazoned gi. Which <laughs> I am the only the beats by Dre. I feel like I'm standing alone on this one in saying that they seem to make their target audience happy. Right? They take mm-hmm. hip hop 
and pop. Yeah, burglars. They take hip hop and, and pop and make it bass heavy. And that's what people want. And they deliver it. And they, they also, I guess, wear well. Yeah. You know, most headsets, these headsets, what if I wore them around my neck? Like, they double as ear ridiculous. when you're firing from a moving vehicle. Yeah. Or <laughs> another thing you, you didn't even know is that you can just leave them around your neck and play them all the way up so everyone can share your music experience. Everyone <laughs> yeah. could love it in the train, in the elevators, of course. And they're not expensive at all. All you have to do is walk behind an unsuspecting civilian, <laughs> punch him in the temple, and as they fall, take their headset and on your way. You know? It's yours. <laughs> so uh, I, I for sure you can you can wear them around your neck. They they, they make the kind of music you like, hip hop and and pop sound like you want In it to sound. I think they're probably pretty high quality as long as you listen to that genre of music. Because I mean that's what it's for. Yeah, like, I, I feel like people are like they're not high quality. They don't reproduce music the way that I prefer it to be reproduced. I'm like, that's not. Yeah. What. Sorry, I'm not listening to Bach in my headphones like some weird autistic <laughs> moron who has to sit there and listen to that so I can focus. Like, no. That's that's nonsense. Mm. I uh I do look down on them as, as as headphones, and I wouldn't purchase them though. If I'm being perfectly honest, I feel like, I feel like it's low quality electronics that that's that's real with an incredibly inflated price. Like yeah. I've got one I've got one nice pair that those those um those parrot ones or whatever. There's like a three or four hundred dollar thing, and like I couldn't imagine getting the Beats if I were purchasing one with my own hard earned money. I'd probably look for something that was in the $150 price range because I just don't listen to enough music through headphones for it to matter. And, and these are really just for voice and stuff. Um, so I, I, but I wouldn't get beats. I, I feel they like, if nothing else, I don't want the emblem on the side of my head. I don't want people to know that I'm listening to Beats by Dre. It, it just seems huh. like something that they I gave would us, they gave us. They gave us beats at uh, Sirius XM for, you know, sponsored thing and said, uh, here, use these on the air. And man, it was the worst thing for just a microphone, you know, broadcasting. First of all, they're heavy as fuck. They're really heavy, so it's just you don't want to wear them on your on your ears for four hours during a radio show. And uh, they're so bassy and bottom end, you, you couldn't get a real gauge on what your voice sounded like, how loud you were being, or how mm -hmm. the processing was going out uh, over the microphone. So I don't know whose idea it was to use them as broadcasting headphones but uh i took them home with me anyway fuck it <laughs> there you go what do <laughs> yeah, you use shit, what, at the risk of headphone talk what headset do you use when you're doing high quality stuff uh, I don't know. normally just sony studio headphones seem to be the best uh but nowadays i don't because it's video i don't even use headphones i use an earpiece one of those like they use at fox news or some shit mm. uh that works uh, we still use microphones on the desk instead of labs. Labs just never give a sound as good as uh, a microphone. We were trying to, because it's hard. With my show, it's TV, but it's kind of still radio. But what the fuck is this? Right. So at some point, I was I was dressing in a, a like a suit jacket. And then I'd be sitting next to Jim Norton and being like, how fucking pompous is that of me to sit here in a suit? and tell dick jokes with my friends. So <laughs> that kind of went to the wayside. It's sort of a weird feeling it out, like what fits for something that's half TV and half radio. Oh, I understand what you mean completely. My lab mic, I never like the sound. It, it's okay no. in that I can move and it stays with me, but um, uh, it- Sometimes that's not good. I like, I like the dynamic of being able to go off mic a little bit or- 
you know, kind of get the feel of it or pull it up real close and get mad and yell. What I don't like is the shotgun mic. When people think that a shotgun mic from eight feet away works appropriately. Yeah, no, 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 it doesn't. Can you say what a shotgun mic is? I'm not. Eh, it's, it's a mic, but it's directional. So it's meant to like block out the sounds that come from the side. And everybody thinks it's a zoom lens for a mic. And it's not. It's, it's not. It, you're still picking up a bunch of shit. Yeah. The best you sound like you're a, 10 feet away. It's, yeah. The best thing is to have both. If you've got a lab mic on and there's a boom mic above you and then there's a mic in front of you, you've got all your bases covered and you can switch, you can cut in, you can cut back and forth between the three as needed because one of them's going to have an issue. Your, your lab's going to have a, a loud. Hmm? No. No. The, okay. No. None of us are using shotgun mics. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah. I don't know. My. When I put the lab mic on, I put it about here, and it just always seems to be in the wrong spot. I, I don't know. Always. Yeah. Just never, it, when, we, when we tried him, people were just like, it sucks. Your sound sucks. What happened? What are you doing? You suck. Everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Things got to be dialed that in. That doesn't sound like guy. internet people to me. Yeah. <laughs> we call ours the fuck nerds. No matter what social media. This fucking sucks. You suck. <laughs> I don't know, Anthony. Everywhere I go online, people seem to be, you know, taking up arms in favor of you, you know? Not, not huge revolts oh, yeah. everywhere. Today, I had um, Bill Nye, the science guy, and Nick DiPaolo, who's an amazing comedian that is known for his conservative viewpoints. And, like, global warming to Nick DiPaolo is, is like a unicorn. Just shut up. I don't want to hear about climate change. I don't want to hear. So having Bill Nye on with Nick DiPaolo was Beautiful. hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like Nick is just call him an asshole. Calling him an asshole. Bill Nye. Bill Nye an asshole? <laughs> but Bill Nye was right in there like, no, this is fact. This is what we're talking about. And some guy on Twitter goes, uh, uh, you got Bill Nye, that liberal uh, uh, take <laughs> Yawn, I'm out. It's like, no, you don't. Do you understand what we did here? We took a hardcore conservative, thinks it's all bullshit, and Bill Nye, who went on Air Force One with the president of Florida to a global warming convention and put them together. You can't just say, oh, yawn, liberal asshole. So, you know, social media has been the bane of my existence. I It has cost me jobs. It is... <laughs> Just my sanity. <laughs> I keep going back. Why? Why? How disappointing is doing it? How disappointing is that to you when something like today, where you think you really hit it out of the park, where you're like, it, people are gonna love it, and then you hop on, and the first couple tweets are negative, and you're like, all right, just, there's always a couple bad apples in the bunch, you know? Let's keep looking, and then it's just nothing. A thousand people saying this is the greatest thing I ever heard, but then. Yawn. Yes. Z's. That's a good one. Just hit a bunch of Z's. Z's. <laughs> wake me up when it's done, dude. Now that you've said this, you know it's just gonna be like all Z's. All Z's. Yawns. Oh, I know. Oh. Throw them a little fish. Uh, feed them. <laughs> so I, I on my on my YouTube channel, Legend to PKA. Sometimes I make these financial videos where I talk about investing and stuff. It, it's one of my like the things that I know something about, and. Uh, like one of the first comments I saw was like, oh my God, this guy crying about video games. This is so lame. 
dude, there's no mention of video games in this video. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what, did you comment on the wrong video? That's like, literally I'm, like a bot that was programmed to hate you four years ago and <laughs> never turned it off. And so every time you, what you notified, <laughs> and and that bot is somewhere. Okay, all right, she's gonna. Dude, that's so <laughs> Cocksucker. Or Modern Warfare 3. Thumbs down. You know? <laughs> I love it. Like years later, it's reactivated because he posted something. Uh. James, you suck. People on the internet are really mean. Yeah, and then the, the subreddit today. Like, so I guess when I uploaded the video, I didn't even see it. But like back when the video had like 10 likes or dislikes the ratio was awful it was like five dislikes and five likes i don't even know what it was but it was bad and i didn't notice it i didn't care it was like 10 to 1 or 50 to 1 in favor by the time i saw it but there's subreddit threads going off about how youtube needs a new system that doesn't allow people to like or dislike until they watch more of the video and it's like you guys are making so much out of nothing it's yeah, it's yeah. nothing. It's a lot it's, of bored people out there thirsting for content. Apparently, uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll take the smallest thing and really run with it. And and uh, I, I I'll tell you this. I'm not going to mention any names, but every now and then, if if you start seeing a, a username repeatedly over there, look at his user post. And some of those people post so much over there that can it you, is. Can unhealthy. you write in the chat who this is so I can check it out? If you wow. see Vanguard and Non. That dickhead's totally addicted to Reddit and really so needs to get a life. So there's one he guy is, whose name is something. <laughs> it that. is me. <laughs> um, so there's one guy whose whose handle is something like this, and he posts a ton. And I knew you were gonna say him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I had and, the same guy in my head. And there's I've another guy that's something like it has I love that guy. This, with that this guy's the best. Uh-huh. And, and the, it has something to do with that word. And he posts a ton, too. I don't like him. He posts a lot of mean stuff about wings. I don't um, know who the second one is, but that first he? guy you posted is a champ. I yeah, like he posts so goddamn much. It's like, dude, I mean, I appreciate it. I mean, I, I shouldn't say this, but you should go outside, man. Like, you should go outside. It's, <laughs> don't listen to him. Today. You know what you should do? Watch PKA twice. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sometimes when you see no. a familiar name... And you click on and just watch uh, and look at all their other posts that might not yeah. be about you personally. And you see they're they're saying the exact same thing about a bunch of other people in a bunch of other businesses and industries. They just have yeah. the same. They hate everyone. They just yeah. hate everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's every it's it's interesting. It's like a case study where you can see them being like, I can't believe that you talked about fucking cruise the way you did. You yeah, yeah. I'm a cruise, and then you go through and check, and it's just that version of insanity put into it. It'll be like on the subway Reddit, Everything. and be like, "There's not enough chicken on your new sandwich." <laughs> yeah, the same passion about food or politics or Quentin Tarantino or that, like it's all just hate. <laughs> There's never any, and then every once in a while you come across a person who is negative in every way, the, yes. right down the line negative, and then you come across like some weird other forum that they write on for like a video game that came out in 1972, and then <laughs> something on there is like, oh no, what you want to do is uh, actually tap A twice, and uh, that should help you out. And it's like, well, wait, who's this guy? Like, who's this guy now who's being Turn a member of a... Turn the pong dial until it's in front of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's 1972. <laughs> I, I went too far back there. Too far back. Yeah, a little, a little far back. Uh, I've been looking for a, a game. I put the word out like, I got bored with everything. So I was kind of like, what can I play? I don't need something crazy action. I like kind of a potato chip game every so often where I could look at 
the TV, go to take a piss, and I don't have to worry that, you know, I'm going to get killed or anything. So I popped in um, Cities Skylines. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like SimCity, you know, but uh, with the way people said SimCity should have been. And I'm like, now I'm giving a shit about traffic patterns and and how how buses are supposed to run. How is this a game? Yeah. <laughs> These are mundane jobs for real people. Yeah. Why am I fantasizing about having a shitty job? <laughs> Have you ever heard of this game? It's called Papers, Please. I've no. heard of it. Have you ever, it's, okay, um, so, it's supposed to be amazing. It's Yeah, apparently it's really fun. My girlfriend loves it, or she loved it for a while. I tried to watch her play it. It's this, like, you're in this fictional Soviet world, basically, and you're one of the, you know, Soviet countries, and you have to control this border station, and there's just the entire game. It's just a small image of the border station, a giant line of people that you have to process through, and then Can just... Can I just build a wall? I would just yeah. like to build a wall. <laughs> Yeah, these poorly graphic people walk up to you, and you have to look at their ID, make sure it's the same person, check their gender, check what city they say they're from, see if it's misspelled, and then you can either clear them for passing or deny them and not allow them into the country. And if you let the wrong person in, they get murdered, or if you let the wrong person out, they get murdered. And the, that's the whole game. And meanwhile, you're getting paid by this awful dystopic government to feed a family and so you have to be like all right i can heat my house three times a week i can get food four days a week that'll be enough to get the family through now i gotta check this guy from you know uh and make sure that he's not a woman in disguise and it's that's the whole game it's just doing menial paperwork and there's a guy that's really doing this never thinking this would make interesting game yeah, <laughs> what he's thinking is, oh, I wish I had food every day. You know? <laughs> uh, that is not my life. <laughs> it's not the road for Igor, you know? <laughs> Igor worked hard for his four days of food. <laughs> After Tetris, they blew every game opportunity they had. Oh, and there's lots of those games like that with the menial tasks. There's, yeah. uh, there's ones where you drive a truck, you operate a, you're a train conductor, all those things. Uh, not yeah, necessarily menial, but they don't and sound fun like, to do. It's one thing because you're building kind of an infrastructure and everything. But if you're just driving a train, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been hitting cars at every intersection. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, you have to at some point just make catastrophe. That's kind of what I, uh, we want. I think the yeah. lamest game I play is that Civilization game, and it's lame because you know you're just Civilizations it, it, is the lamest game you played. It's yes, certainly the it lamest is. game I play. Yeah, what what what's lamer than Civ? I thought you wouldn't think Civ was lame. Although I thought you'd call me out on Magic the Gathering, but I'm glad it's it just turn, out of it's a turn-based strategy game. It's a top-down turn-based strategy game. It's kind of lame, you know. It's not a first-person shooter. It's not Mortal Kombat. Uh, it's not Fallout. I play all, all those the games. It's up in your imagination. Like, yeah. There's, there's yes. No huge battle happening. It, oh, I'm gonna move a, this one archer that represents a lot of archers into this other square, and in your head, you're imagining like the siege of Minas Tirith oh, from Lord shit! of the. <laughs> like, like I'm just. It's the biggest thing ever. Yeah. I, it's a I, game. I'm not supposed to. I need my imagination. Exactly. What is that about? I yeah. want to play an immersive game without having to think. <laughs> yeah. But that's probably the lamest thing I play. I, I couldn't get into like being a train conductor or like you know janitor janitor simulator or anything like mop. You ever done the air traffic simulator where it's yeah. like at some point you stop and you're like, nothing's gonna happen if I don't get this cargo of people to Buffalo by 7 p.m. <laughs> Fuck this game. I don't care. Like. What is <laughs> That's what I played a game. Meeting, you know, <laughs> I played a game state. on my phone, and the object was to manage like an apartment building. So you know, you've got this like 
first you add another apartment, then you add like a restaurant, and then you put people to work, and then you stack a little taller, and you add more elevators, and you can upgrade your elevators. And I'm just mad at like taking people to work and putting them at work, and I'm trying to allocate like, well, Betty really loves cooking. If we could get her at the pizza place, she'll be so effective. And then after like six hours, oh, and by the way, like I was gathering resources so slowly that I gave it like five bucks, and then that helped a lot. So then I gave it ten more. And then, yeah, so so now I'm fifteen dollars into this free game. And, and my my and all that does is make my tower like forty stories tall. So now I have so much more to manage until I was like, fuck this, this is a job. Like, it's yeah. not even a good one. See, and I, I don't stopped like playing. That. And I and that's one of the reasons I never liked I didn't like as much Civ and single player because I'd put like the first hour in, which is like establishing, you know, your your fuck that's just getting your cities built. Just getting the game started the first hour. Um and then I'd just be like, I can kind of foresee how the rest of this game is going to turn out. I don't want to play for six more hours. Fuck yeah. this. That's but if I'm playing against another person, then I'm like, oh yeah, Chiz is going to fucking pay. I'm going to burn his fucking fields. He's he's going to spend six yeah. hours building something he loves, and I'm going to smash it while he watches. When and I play Civ against other people, and I'm the first one to lose, I think in my head, who's the real loser? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go to bed with my wife in my palatial estate. You guys have fun now. You know, what a great way to rationalize a losing. <laughs> oh, no. I'm right. I'm right on this one. Anthony, if you played Sim, you'd be right there with me. He no, doesn't like you know, no, I played Age of Empires, uh -huh. and I would play against other people, and it was horrific when you got knocked out first. You felt like such a fucking... Oh, loser. <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I don't at all. No, when I lose and those two have, have to keep, yeah, they have to keep playing. Uh, I'm like, uh, or sometimes I'll even keep live streaming, but I get to live stream without having to play that fucking game. You know? So, so I'm just like dancing it. and barely That's paying attention. Right, I'm DJing the event, but I'm not <laughs> playing this awful game. It's, it's the best. It's the best. It's the most recent experience I had with like just like Kyle said, seeing the end of a game and just being like, fuck this, was in NHL 16. I made, a, like, you have GM mode, so you can have, so I took the St. Louis Blues, and I'm like, I'm going to turn this, I'm going to run the whole team, make everything great, and win some Stanley Cups. It's not very realistic, I, is it? No, it's not. Because <laughs> <laughs> we never win. But, uh, <laughs> but basically, you have to take the team and make trades, do this shit, and it lasts for, like, 25 seasons. 25 seasons this is going and so <laughs> in real time in in real time basically I, for weeks I, this is like the only video game i played didn't play call of duty anything it got to be the year 2035 2050 the GM mode games. is almost over right. and i was looking through my roster because i'd won like five stanley cups and way in the past And at this point i was just simming through seasons like what's going to happen at the end am i going to get an award is what's going on and i checked my roster and every single one of them on my lines none of them were pictures of players they were all just blank black silhouettes or like or like those twitter eggs before you pick a profile pic and it was like i've played this for so long that these are just made up russian names of hockey players <laughs> that i've now drafted these aren't real people because it's the year 2035 sure there's no way that this eight, 19 year old that i just drafted exists for real this is a <laughs> and so i just quit i'm like this is fucking ridiculous i'm playing with fantasy people in yeah. a re reality wait, that's not you even didn't find out what happens at the end of 25 seasons uh no no. It sounded I, I, like you I, could like sim four it. Four more seasons to go, 
and I didn't want to sim through all of it. I, I didn't do it because I'd already finished Be a Pro Mode, which is you're one player and you have to build yourself up. And I played for like 13 years in the NHL. Jesus. And finally, I was like, I'm going to retire and it's going to show all my stats. Were you getting like heart career. trophies and stuff? And like, was, you... Yeah, I won some heart trophies, won the Memories trophy, whatever. And I thought at the end it was going to show all my career stats and be like, yeah, look at that. A thousand goals, best in history. No, at the end, my agent, keep in mind, for the past like 15 years, I'm the best player in the NHL. He just calls me one day and he goes, yeah, nobody's looking for you anymore. Guess that's the end of your NHL career. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just hit A and it just said, hit A for okay. And I just said, okay, to my agent. And then the screen just stayed the same. But I couldn't simulate <laughs> oh, to another game. Yeah. I couldn't check my stats. It was just a blank tired. Just a big fuck you. Oh, That's you spent 10 hours on this? The oh, first see, realistic part of the game. See, yeah. <laughs> then the game becomes like a Papa John's pizzeria that you didn't have to manage in your retirement. That was <laughs> <laughs> so immersive. Fuck! Fly life order. I sim like 10 years in the future. I've blown all my money and I'm doing like bail bonds advertising. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm local bail bondsman. You know? <laughs> I'm drinking fast hands, you know, ex left wing for the New York Rangers. You know, come on down. Oh. Do you guys, uh, do you play more games? Since you can get electronic delivery through Steam and whatnot, uh, do you just buy more games and realize, wow, I'm buying more shitty games than I ever – if I had to go to old days electronic boutique or GameStop or something? I'm not um, a big e-gamer. I've got uh, – I definitely have tons and tons of Steam games that I have very rarely or if ever played. A lot of them got gifted to me, but just the nat that is just the nature of Steam that you're going to have – there's going to be all those Steam sales and stuff, and you're like, shit, well, for $7.50, yeah. I guess. And, you know, you just never get around to playing a lot of that stuff. And like I said, I've been gifted a lot. I've been playing a lot of games lately. I've been pl I, um, I play Fallout, um, although I'm playing it on the console because I, I like that experience better in my bedroom without – my clunky PC and everything, and it's more of a casual thing. But um, so that's really the only game I'm playing. That's they're coming out with a survival mode, um, which I'm pretty excited about. But that, that's all I've got going on gaming wise. Yeah, I, I when you used to have to go out though and buy games, you kind of put a lot more thought into it. I remember reading a lot more reviews on games before I went out and bought them, and now like on a whim. You're just kind of like, yeah, it looks cool, click, and you're just <laughs> downloading a game, and you don't even start it. <laughs> I, so Fallout 4 is supposed to be pretty good. I haven't played Fallout 3 yet, but I <laughs> yeah, bought see? it. Yeah, it's just sitting on my hard drive or Steam library or something. I've never even opened it. I, it's there when you need it, though. That's yeah. I, I would skip Fallout 3. I, 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 there's probably some purists who would disagree with me. With me. Um, uh, Fallout New Vegas is made by a different studio. I want to say Obsidian, but I'm probably wrong about that. But um, I prefer it. I prefer New Vegas to Fallout 3. I, I, I don't know if that's... That's probably like a 50-50 kind of split decision with people, or I may even be in the minority, but I prefer that game. Um, You're like, oh, this is cool. I'll download this. Uh, and then it's like you, you're downloading it. A uh, shortcut on the desktop? Yeah, why bother? <laughs> not even gonna play it <laughs> give up before it's even downloaded <laughs> oh this is another i wanted to mention this horseshit thing about that stupid game is that i didn't turn injuries off and so who knows every once in a while when i just start simming and it's like man i haven't i haven't gotten any new stats in like oh, six wow. months oh it turns out you've had a broken collarbone for this whole time and so it's basically like i've been sitting here for 20 minutes simulating a whole season for no reason like that sounds awful it's that sounds 
you're just by injured. 2020 by like 2025 that. they can't fix a fucking collarbone in two seconds come on I, I, like it sounds <laughs> way too realistic i'm imagining like nba games now like you just get a notification the rubber broke you're fucked <laughs> <laughs> they complain to you too they complain to you and you have to give them it's like you know the dialogue line that you get in fallout 4 yeah it's longer than that Mm. it'll say like some player will be like you know i've been doing great recently and then it'll give you a response and i'll be like you know what you have been doing great two thumbs up and it'll say morale has been lost as a result of this conversation it's like well, what <laughs> could i have fucking said to make you smile and then he goes out there and pouts on the ice and his stats go down it's like you're, you you're in an argument with your girlfriend in a game <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah she's it's like, mad at you what what did i yeah. what did i say I just hit I understand, and I'm sorry. Every one of them. <laughs> yes, sorry. dear. Yes, Where's dear. I'm yes, sorry. dear. I'm not getting enough ice time. I apologize. I need an I'm sorry. I'm a dick macro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah that doesn't sound like dumb. any fun at all, Taylor. I'm sorry. That that it's, sounds like. It's fun in very small doses, and I'm trying to figure it out now. But I, I I can only do the offline, be a GM and be in pro, or go online and get butt fucked. <laughs> by everyone who I play, and I don't want to do that because every time I get online, it's just a bloodbath. Someone who's so much better than me. Putting up scores that shouldn't be... It's like a basketball game, but only on their side. In the score. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 62 to nothing. Like, not, uh, really? Like, no, I'm not that bad. Like I'll win every once in a while, but for the most <laughs> part, people who are on there play for keeps. Like I can play the regular computer set at like second hardest or whatever and be okay. But if I play someone online, no, especially if they have a microphone in and can say talk to me, talk trash as they're beating me. No. No, I don't like I it. remember during yeah, Black you Ops play Mortal 1, Kombat. My, my um so like Hope had a friend and then of course like the parents were kind of friends. And uh yeah, they go badly. Anyway, the dad played Call of Duty too. He's like, oh yeah, I play it all the time. Me and my friends play it. We go and this and that. And I'm like, you guys, like, do you play a lot? Like, are you good? He's like, yeah, we like win. He's only playing against bots. What was it called in Black Ops when you could, like training, training mo mode or some shit? Oh yeah, yeah, train. <laughs> <laughs> they just went. I rule. He and his friends would get together and they're all mic'd up and they'd coordinate games against bots. <laughs> and that was all they played. Oh, there's a guy inspecting a brick on a wall over here. I'm gonna <laughs> him and his friends are literally <laughs> the worst. There's a guy under the back tire of a Humvee. I got him. <laughs> they're, the 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 they're the best coordinated group of trash players of all time. <laughs> <laughs> like, they came that, from um, another game. Like they played Rainbow Six or something. I'm sure I'm getting it wrong. Ah, and uh, yeah, and they just, they're all mic'd up in the coordinated and they only played against bots in Call of Duty. You that can set those bots sense, up so they're like godlike and so good that they whip right around at you. Mm -hmm. But when you just leave them regular, you'll just be, you'll have a clear line of sight down a hallway and then one of them will just sneak across the hallway, not even looking at you or trying to find you, just laying up the kills. So, Nonsense. I don't know. It, I think it may have varied from game to game, but one of the main th main components of their AI that stayed the same and, and the way they changed the difficulty of the, the opponents was how long does it take them to lock on to you? Now, of course, like if they're at, if they're turned around and not looking at you, they don't see you. So they've got a field of view. And any if you come within that field of view, a timer starts. And the harder the difficulty, the, the shorter the timer. So with these dumb wow. bots, you might have like one full second. So, or maybe two seconds. I don't know. Like, like they could look at you and go, Duh! and then they'll miss you badly too. Their accuracy is poor. But these, but those hard bots, they get, they they see you, and then they get on target perfectly. 
I'm going to say three quarters of a second, half a second, something like that, just a little bit slower than I am. Like, I'm just fast enough that I can beat the hard bot every single time as long as we see each other at the same time. But when, you, when you're playing against a bunch of them, it is, it is difficult. I remember but, the best bots being great. impossible to play against. Like, they were just amazingly good. They would no-scope you. They could work a sniper rifle better than you can. Like, they, yeah. But there's a timer. That you don't want to get in a gunfight with them, certainly, because they're a computer. Mm. But, but they don't shoot until they're, you know, that timer expires. Like, they, it was like they could see through walls, too, because sometimes, like, if you're playing against those hard bots, you'd check the kill cam, and it's just walking, and then it stops. And then you walk around the corner and it lights you up. Like, it knew where you were and where you were going to be. Yeah, I thought Ronaldinho went negative against those bots and stuff. I forget. Which game? One of the early... Is either Black Ops 1 or 2? I'm thinking probably one. 1, I yeah, think. Black Ops 1. Yeah. yeah. Years ago, it was so funny. I'm thinking 2. Years, years ago, you'd, like, have a mission and you'd walk up and hear uh, one of the guards would be like, um, Hey, don't move! And, and then, hmm... I gotta get my eyes checked. Clever <laughs> <laughs> banter must be the wind. Yeah, <laughs> take you right out of it. Yeah. I, I kind of want you to try to confront me a little more and give me a little more yeah. of like when you're pickpocketing people in Skyrim. Yeah, that's how stealth works in all those Bethesda games. Like, like uh, you just root you, through people's things and then just yeah, say, "No thanks." You <laughs> max if you're a good pickpocket or a good sneaky uh, character, then you can literally be in the same room with the with the guy. He can be eating dinner and you're across the table from him, wearing a thousand pound suit of armor. Hid, and, and there's an icon above him that says "hidden" because he can't see you. He doesn't know you can reach. You can reach under the table, rifle through his pockets, take everything you want. Yeah. You can even add add your own things to his inventory if you want. You if you, you want can just sneak the it. chicken right off his plate. Just you can put a you can put a grenade in his pocket and walk away, and he'll explode, and he'll never know what happened. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> I love those games. I miss uh, like the uh, even playing like, the when the first Half Life came out. I played that and was just like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever played. And uh, you were totally immersed in the game. And then playing EverQuest when it first came out, like you really had this feeling, oh, that's pretty cool. I, I know these lands and I know what I got, have to do. And uh, just never been able to really play a game that felt that uh, immersive uh, these days. Hmm. Yeah. So EverQuest was the last one that you got. The real people, which really sucks. It gets me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so EverQuest was the last one that you got super obsessed with? Oh, I, I, I tried World of Warcraft for a little while, and um, Call of Duty I'm on all the time. Uh, and Fallout 4. Uh, DLC's coming for that soon. There have been a few that I've gotten into, but never like. I think I was just amazed at that computer games had gotten that good at that point. Like it was kind of the first. You know, I kind of remember Doom and how that looked, and then you're playing a game where it's like, oh, this is really amazing. So uh, now you just expect it to be completely fucking incredible. So it's have hard you seen to the Doom now looks so amazing. It's so fun. Oh, the new Doom game that's coming out? That looks sweet. And mm. I've never even played a Doom game. I uh, I can remember, I don't know how old I was. I was way too young to play. It, you know, it was like a friend's older brother had Doom. Yep. And, uh, and, and, and we were playing a bit. And I don't even remember if I got the controls, but I was just in it. It was such a violent game that we had all heard of, but had never been even around. 
um, that, that we were just gathered around watching the one guy play and just just entertained by, oh, my God, he's cutting him up with a chainsaw. And it's, it's so, like, 8-bit <laughs> bullshit, like, blood cubes flying off and shit. It, it looks terrible, but we loved it at the time. Yeah, I like Doom. I, it, to and me, I, like, I was older, so it was hot, and I had a PC that could play it, and it fit on one floppy drive. It was less than 1.44 megabytes. Like, it, it yeah. took the whole drive, but that was it. And uh, I I beat Doom a bunch of times. I used to play it a bunch. I liked it. That's cool. I, I remember um, my roommate, he had like maybe Doom 3 on his PC. And he had, I have no idea what the specs were, but he had like a, a fancy water-cooled PC with flashing lights and, and everything. So I assume he had a pretty nice PC at the time. Uh, this has been eight, nine, ten years ago or whatever. And uh, and Doom on that, I remember just being frightening. Even Even in those days, the graphics were good enough that like it felt like you were... It was scary. Um, but I haven't played a, a modern Dune, uh, Doom game. I, I'd like to, though. It's a cool series. Hmm. And the graphics are always beautiful. Do you Definitely guys want to do any of the AMA questions? Let's oh, see what I we got here. I, uh, I linked them in the main chat there. There's some. The next iPhone is rumored not to have a headphone jack. I'd like to yeah. hear your opinion on it. Have you heard that? Yeah, I've heard that. It's Make just it going to have the... It, so where the iPhone... <laughs> That's where, ridiculous. Where it plugs in, it would go into that lightning connector. The one so it's what wireless? Uh, not wire. Well, that's I guess that's possible. But the, oh, so it's not a headphone jack, but the headphones will have uh, a lightning connector. Okay, lightning. Yeah. So what if you want to charge your phone and listen to something at the same time? So there's two Bluetooth. sides to look at it. The the one side is like you said, that sucks, right? Now with Bluetooth, of course, you could do that. Charge your phone and listen to it. The other side is what if you want noise canceling headphones, but ear pods? You know, so now it can power headphones because it's hooked into the whole power system and they're really limiting what headphones that. you could get like third party headphones that you funny because they just bought a headphone company beats by dre right oh see now i <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. everybody needs what new headphones just buy a fucking headphone that plugs it or or you know your buddy hey you got headphones yeah okay let me plug that in and fuck. Uh. now you need again proprietary shit Ugh, yeah, yeah. it's actually hated a lot. I, 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 so I'm kind of an Apple Steve guy. Steve Jobs is smiling in his grave at this. <laughs> I, uh, I buy a new iPhone every two years. I, I sit there and look forward to them. I read the rumor sites. I have this Mac Air that I just love. Um, but as to, we'll see how things change as, as the phone details roll out. But right now, I'm like, I think I'd skip it. Fuck it, you know, like. I've got these Bose earphones I like to wear, the noise canceling and stuff. I, mean, I became happy with those. I said I didn't like them a few weeks ago. Um, I don't. I, that to me is almost a showstopper. I don't really. Yeah. Well, I've got the blue. Yeah. Mine are wireless anyway, so I'll just. I, I think that's what I'm going to do as well. I'm going to get an iPhone. This uh, it's time to go again. I'm going to get an iPhone. I've I've had maybe four Androids in a row, and I'm going to go. I'm going back. Samsung. I don't want that bullshit charger. That nobody I'm ever telling has you, to I'm go going the, the opposite house. way. I've been through so many. These fucking things have so many weird issues that Apple just doesn't have. A lot of different Sam's uh, Andro Android phones do this random thing where they start clicking, click, 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 and you're just like, "What the fuck is my phone doing? Is it about <laughs> to explode?" And then it'll stop. Google it happens all the time. They overheat. They get really hot out of nowhere. They run tons of apps in the background that you don't know about. You got to go in killing them. Uh, I saw that Facebook really drains the battery on it, which is weird. Like, why is Facebook draining your 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 battery the so bad? The only time I've had like temperature problems have been with iPhones, though. And I'm not saying it doesn't mean these things don't have. It. I don't even have like a ni new nice one, but these uh, micro USB charging things uh, they suck. They suck. 
it's always like all four of the other phones or whatever I've had to gotten into the situation where you plug the charging cable in and then you have to get it at an angle so that there's a bit of torque applied to the the yeah. connection to make it actually connect. Yeah. And it is isn't it nice to not have to worry about which direction it is, like up or down. Like I mm -hmm. love that about uh Apple. They finally, you know, did that. And then you're still dealing with the Samsung uh version with the mini I, I don't know. I like uh I think I think the iPhone is uh a lot more user friendly too. Yeah. Not so many levels you got to go into to get to something. That's definitely true. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a few features I like too. I like the fa like the I like the FaceTime thing on Apple. That's cool. But for the most part, I've just had so many tech issues with Android phones. Like literally every one I've had. I had the LG G3, I think. Um it would overheat, shut down and restart on its own. It wouldn't charge. Um I had to replace the battery pack twice. It uh um it, it would it would it would lag so badly when I was text messaging that I'm texting faster than it can recognize the texts and oh, I'm not I'm that. not one of these like tiny Japanese girls who's like doing a thousand words a minute I can type fast but not that fast <laughs> and uh, but but I would I would type my whole sentence and then I would watch it form in front of me in, <laughs> at, a great, at a huge delay and um, sometimes and you know I would like send a text message to one person and press back back choose a new recipient, start sending them one, and then I just got to sit the phone down and wait for it to actually make all those things happen. It, it yeah. was terrible. I, I, I like the happen. iPhone a lot. Like, and it just works for me. Everything about it works. Apple Maps, which were like widely lampooned when they first came out, to me, like Google Maps fucks up at least as often as Apple Maps to me. And I like that I can tell it like, you know, give me directions home and then it just works. Uh, I stopped using Siri on the show. I used to use it on the like, I don't know, get questions answered and stuff. But in real life, I still use Siri all the time. She secretly got good when I wasn't looking. And I don't know. Always getting better. Yeah, they, I, just, they've been sitting there working on it all the time. Wow. I because I haven't turned Siri on a phone in probably the last two phones I've bought. Yeah, because I've, but, it was such a pain in the ass. I know, uh, but if you use it now, like you'd be surprised at the stuff she does. Like, hey Siri, remind me tomorrow morning at nine a.m. to wake up or whatever, and she'll do it. Hey, when I leave the house, uh, you know, set this alarm, and it and it happened. It's like a thing that she does. Appointments, um, you know, did you can oh, just tell her the timer? Yeah. yeah, and the you know the voice recognition for directions is a really big deal. Um, Although Android has all that too. Yeah, and it must have got infinitely better too, because when I got, I had Siri. On my iPhone, the last iPhone I had, what was the first one that it was on? The 4S or the 4? The S, probably. The, the 4S, S, maybe that's the one stuff. I had. Yeah. yeah. Th I, um, that thing never worked. Yeah, that's why I just decided to turn yeah. them off on. That was the last one I had. I got. Yeah. And this I, is. Siri, take me to Ted's Pub and Grill. I'm trying to show it off, and it's like, ding, ding, ding. The current president of Somalia is. <laughs> Probably a lot of people wouldn't like this, but like my family's phones are all tied together, so we know where each other are. And it's adorable. <clears throat> that's, that's so cute. It's, it's like you're always holding hands. <laughs> it's nice. Like you know, I, I know where Hope is. I know where Jackie is. Usually, I want to know how long till they get home. That's the question I want answered. And I can go and look. Oh, yeah, they're about exit ten. You know, they'll be here in ten minutes, fifteen minutes. That's cool. Yeah, it is pretty neat. And we just wouldn't want that on mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's not a privacy thing, but I have nothing to hide. Like, there's no, there's no for a minute of the day where we don't know where each other are. That's how you should have mm -hmm. said it, Woody. Is I've got it on all my family and Kyle's phone. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just amazed with that he said I have nothing to hide. I can't imagine that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all in the forefront. 
you know, eighty yeah. percent of it at least. <laughs> yeah, no. So we all like know we can just look each other up. This is where their phone is and stuff. It really ruins the whole murder plans, but otherwise, yeah. it, it's it's good. I've never been a fan of FaceTime, even when that first came out on Me- there, because you can't look good on FaceTime. Everyone has like a Vince Vaughn head when they turn <laughs> that on, and it's just huge and encompassing, and it's very not flattering. You got to turn the phone horizontally. Uh huh. And then I'm talking to a phone like this. Well, I, I hold I, I hold it like this. Oh. This no, is, I got you. This yeah. is uh, FaceTime. This is only for World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> 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 there it is. <laughs> Yeah, you, the first time you were on our thing, my phone's not in my pocket, but you were like, you know, this is how you hold your phone, this is how you hold your gun. Right, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Gun in portrait mode, <laughs> phone in landscape mode. <laughs> Get it right. Uh, oh, someone has a question just for me. It seemed like Riley was serious about inviting you to the sailboat. Would you consider doing it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, there's two sides of the story. One, that's literally one of my life's dreams. Like to go on a yacht and go sailing around the Caribbean or something. I've got a feeling Riley be going overboard. <laughs> I don't even know what you mean. Are you talking about the girl thing? Yeah, well, because... mean I'd throw him overboard. <laughs> what do you mean? I would not do that. No, no. I, I... She'd come up and be like, where's Riley? <laughs> He fell off miles ago. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it would literally be a dream come true to be like yeah. on, a, on a sailboat like that going around. Um, I'll have to make it happen. The other part of it is I need to clear it with my wife. Her mom is sick right now. It's a bad time to leave home. So uh, we would have yeah. to um, uh, make sure that she was okay with the timing. But yeah. um, I would never get on a sailboat with two people I really don't know and just sail off into the ocean. That sounds would... horrifying. And I, and it just freaks me out to be in the middle of the ocean in the first place. Yeah. So basically, Anthony, the two people we had as guests last week are a couple of Australians who uh, just live their life on a boat sailing from place to place to place. And well, Those that, Australians that are the greatest with shit like that. Yeah, she we just get, a, get on a bite. Don't worry yeah. about shacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go yeah, on. Yeah. And like, they... Do- uh, they Oh, sorry. I, I watched like one of their videos, but um, you know, I just watched a bit. Um, but but having them on the show, I thought she looked a little bit like Megan Fox. D- didn't you think wow. so? Uh, I didn't put that those pieces yeah. together. Could be right. I'll yeah, she's really pretty. But I swear to God, what I found most interesting about them was the way that they just made their own rules in life and did their thing. Like that that poop grinding toilet they had was cool I, too. I don't want. To live that life, I want to visit. It was a poop grinding toilet. Yeah, yeah you had to turn a crank in it. Oh, and you like had to crank it, like, and it the teeth like turn against one another and grind the turds. You have to like <laughs> massage the poo into the ocean. Basically. It's a pump right. of some like, sort. Yeah, like one of those I'm things that all just, this stuff. It does not exist. In just, sofas, <laughs> like sofas or tires or things you could just throw in it. Like, yeah, <laughs> a smaller version for for shit. That's amazing. Yeah. I liked having them on the show. They were they were fun guests. Um, I mostly really enjoyed looking at her, and I, I really enjoyed offending them as much as possible with their their white guilt, with the like wanting to be all apologetic for those native peoples who were hissing at. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Oh, the big no, one was, for me was, yeah, was. Yeah, that was the island they went to, and they were like, yeah, uh, it was it was fun for the most part, but a lot of the males there they just hiss at you. They just oh, just will hiss at you. <laughs> Like a cat, and they were like, like the, the 
I think Riley said something like, yeah, and it means sometimes, you know, you got to be looking out for rapists. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like that means that they want to rape you. And they were like, kind of like making excuses for a second of like, well, you know, their culture is different until Kyle their called education. them out. Yeah, their education was different. And Kyle was just like, "Are you, stop making excuses for these yes. racists if you weren't there. Yeah, I made. T- I thought I made two really good points. I was like, first of all, if some green mother, they're they're like, you know, you got to keep in mind, were these white people showing up there? They never seen. I was like, first of all, if some green people fucking showed up, I wouldn't hiss at them. I wouldn't try to rape them. I said them. that. Really? I think we'll see. Perhaps. The, the yes. fucknards will and, let us and, know. And then the other part though was like, I know plenty of people who aren't very well educated, and they would treat you like a like a gentleman. They would be mm-hmm. very kind to you. They'd open the fucking door. They'd say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, and that would be it. They wouldn't no hiss at you, and you wouldn't yeah. be worried about them fucking raping no you, raping like some fucking savage. These are people that couldn't solve four times x equals twelve. <laughs> They'll hold the door no, for you. Yeah, uh, some people are just better than others. We know that, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure, I'll join you. Yeah, we know. Nobody <laughs> wants to. Yes. Every, everybody in, on the inside, they went, "Yeah, some people are better than others, but I can't say that." <laughs> of course, uh, people are. Some like people me. are. But, but yeah, invite me on the boat. I so want to start working on my wife about it. Thing that they started to get uncomfortable, and that was yeah. Great. That was oh, my favorite good. part. I was like, That's you need to do great. what Americans do. We didn't, like, sadly beat the Native Americans. We no. fucked them up because we were so far yeah. ahead on the tech tree. <laughs> that was a victory. You know, stop being, stop apologizing for winning. You're supposed to win. It was, yeah. you know, I, that was what we did. It was a conquering time. Uh-huh. It's like they the pie, when you first start Monopoly, it's like you buy everything, and then Monopoly changes in the middle of the game when you all own something. Now you got to bargain with each other. The buying part in world history was when we just like came in, killed, conquered, got our shit. All right, now you all got. Now we got to deal with each other. That's yes. kind of how it worked back then. I don't want, yeah. know why people feel so guilty. I saw. I, like I saw some of our more social. The, with the Aborigines, <laughs> they. Like, they got so defensive over, like, kind of prodding them with the Aborigine thing. And then right after that, he said something racist about Japanese people in regard to, like, yeah, I you guess know you the call, whole, you know you the call whole, like, your keyhole? Hole? Yeah, he you calls can... it your Japsai. <laughs> Japsai! Oh, and he just said it in that casual Australian racism of, like, yeah, I was pissing out my, my Japsai one day. And I, I know. And it's like, oh, what? No, yeah, no. no like... you were just getting offended about racism. And now oh, we just skip. Because that? that's good. Because the South Pacific was just fucking, you know, a little bit of a problem in World they War II. They were great. Too. So that's kind of what he sees as being okay. I, I loved that. Uh, <laughs> I know. I think some of our fans got uncomfortable because they're probably socially awkward in their day-to-day lives. When our guest got uncomfortable at what eventually happens in the later hours of our show, when we start watching belly button fucking porn and stuff, <laughs> but stop being such a little pussy. Like it's fun to see them like being uncomfortable and weirded out by by me telling Taylor that I ran over a homeless man and killed him. That's funny. <laughs> no, it's you funny told to them her. I killed someone and then I had to run with that. Ball. I told them I was there and helped you clean it up. You know, like a good friend does. Like like I was sharing your homeless like murder or whatever. I was no, part no, I of like the impromptu uh, podcast slash radio show handoff of here you go. Get going. <laughs> This is what you did. Defend it, you know. <laughs> but they were just, they, every now and then I'd say something. They would just get wide-eyed like, did he really kill a hobo? Yeah, they were. Oh, by the way, when I was in Colorado, there were a lot of hobos. And I came up with a new term for the ones in cold weather. I call them snowbos. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Snowbos. They're always snowbos. like it. 
but they can still get high though. That's the funny part. Like there, you can't be a snowbow and expect me to put any money in your cup if you got a joint. Like, like that's not gonna work. But yeah, yeah that's no. true. You're having a great time here. I, I just worked. I couldn't smoke weed. I couldn't do anything. I'm coming home from my job. You could just sit there and smoke pot all day, and now I'm supposed to give you money. Fuck we you. need a snowbow shirt. You're right, a snowbow yeah. shirt. Put that in there to remind me. We need a snowbow yeah. shirt. All right, oh. I, I got a thing. So, so the, here's another question. Way back okay. when Taylor was still a guest, he mentioned his interest in doing a little stand-up comedy. I'm curious if anything ever came from that. Did you try it? How'd it go? Love it? Hate it? Now, before you answer, I want to be like, this is a perfect example of like an idea you have four years ago that they never let go of. They just like it for the rest of your online life. They're gonna be like, "How's the stand-up comedy going?" We'll put it there next to Woody's lab. But anyway, answer the question. Oh, yeah. Right next to Woody's lab. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. We'll put it with my when when I do my um, draw my life. You can do your stand-up comedy. <laughs> we'll be together. Yeah. Uh, pretty much where I left it off. Like I thought it would be a really fun thing to do. I have fun entertaining people, making them laugh. I enjoy it. Um, I've like written stuff down before, and it's just. I don't know. It. The more you think about it, the more intimidating it gets. Of like, uh, well, like I, what if, like I'm kind of good at this, but what if I get up there and nobody's biting and suddenly I suck, and it turns out that you're not that funny in that regard. You know, maybe you're better at just playing off of people saying silly shit on the internet and not good at making a observation of some fat fuck drinking too much at a club. I don't know, but uh, yeah, haven't really had any headway on it or done anything to move it. I've kind of let that fall onto the back burner actually onto no burner it's not on any burner it's not <laughs> you're, it's you're not very even. you're a very funny guy it's cooling on the windowsill go ahead it's, anthony i, I want to hear your analysis really funny it it seems to me to be one of the hardest things anyone can do it's frightening to me i've been on the radio for years i've been in bands where i've sang but had a band behind me one of the most horrific things it seems to be to get up in front of a mic in front of a crowd of people and be like, hey, I honestly think I'm funny enough to make all you laugh. Yeah, yeah. watch this. Hey, what if it doesn't work? <laughs> yeah, that's the big if. It's like, what if I yeah. just look like a goober up there? The I've talked time. to so many, so many comics that go like, well, no, you'll bomb every so often. You bomb. And they talk about it like it's nothing. It's like, oh, so then what? You shoot yourself in the head? Because that's kind of what you have to do at that point. It yeah. would be Totally it's devastating. Not yeah. you're not obligated. Like I, like David Chappelle, I remember he did this thing where he bombed, and he's like, you know what happens when you bomb? Nothing. I get paid just for the effort. I get paid just for trying. Hey, yo, if this didn't go well, that's fine. That's, I cash yeah, my check. David Chappelle, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure that 18 year old Dave Chappelle, who wasn't getting paid regardless, cared quite a bit when he but, was getting booed and he bombed. If the he same ever thing did. is if it fits you though. Like you know what happens if you bomb? Nothing. That's true. Like, I, it would just take one to get over a hump, like a learning hump, I think. Uh, but, God, it's so intimidating. And that's basically exactly what Anthony said of what if you get up there and even if you can do this with way more people, you get up there in person yeah. and suddenly those 80 people aren't biting. Because this, this is like with, with, like we were saying earlier with Twitter. It's like, you suck, you suck. Hey, I'm already fucking sitting there on the couch with a beer. I did my shit. You know, and then I'll read that I suck at duh. If you're sucking at the moment and people are telling you at that very moment you suck, that's a whole nother goddamn thing. And if you're on stage and you fucking suck right at the beginning, 
and you still have to plow through. Now I can see if people are laughing during your set, you got five minutes at some club and the last 60 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever, people are like, oh, that's not good. And you're like, oh shit, I'm bombing. But you like people were laughing. That's one thing. If you're sucking right from the beginning and you're going, oh fuck, I got five more minutes to suck. And how do you oh, keep the yeah. confidence to keep going and not run away like a scared uh, yeah, kid? Yeah, you just have to turn it on and be, hey, it's not, it's a little cold out there tonight, you know? Like, <laughs> I gotta tell you. <laughs> I and, and Anthony said something that, that just struck home with me now. So I've been in a couple environments where I wasn't alone, but had to talk to people. Like this show on my Twitch, you know, when we live streamed it, it gets between like five thousand and twenty five thousand people it's live watching at one time. People. But I'm not alone and they're not in person. It's a different thing. I don't have any trouble with it. In person, I've been on panels where it's like I'm one of four people. And in that scenario, like I this is arrogant to say Every panel I've ever been on, I was the most, I was the funniest, I was the most interesting, whatever. Like, it, it went really well. Uh, one was at MineCon, this big Minecraft conference. Another, I did VidCon, this YouTuber thing. Hubs of charisma. <laughs> Tons. Everybody loves me. So, um, but... I went on a stage by myself. It was in New York City and everyone else was like a musician or something. And they just wanted me to go out and like pimp a couple of things like, hey, don't forget about this thing here and this thing there. Make everyone happy. And I, I thought I was fine. I said it in my head a couple of times. I get out on stage and it was filled with these teenage girls. It was like a Justin Bieber like audience, Oh no! which is not my audience at all. <laughs> and and I. I didn't like I it's even though I had said it in my head like what I was going to do and say a couple of times 20 seconds before I got up there they asked me to like add something like oh yeah be sure to tell them about this this and this and I'm like what uh, oh no and I'm fucked and oh, like I get up there and all these screaming girls woo I get there silence it's yeah. over there's nothing they're like who's this guy and, why is my dad here yeah yeah oh and that's a thing too all these guys were like everyone else in this event was aspiring to be the next justin bieber right and there were some people they were excited like pentonics was there and and you know some like sort of known people and and me Oh. And uh, and it gets to be total silence, and I do like the you know yeah this is great isn't it? And I get some lukewarm yes. I mentioned this or that. Then I start throwing oh. like yeah. Well, then I came prepared for bombing. I had like video games and like freebies and shit that I threw into the crowd, and that got some cheers. And then I I'm left. Not I'm not desperate. <laughs> yeah, it's totally out. Oh, what's Battlefront? Yeah, and, and I gave out some video games to which they were all like, you know, like this way and they cheered this way and then they cheered and then I left and I felt like I escaped, like not without damage. It didn't like there was nothing to be proud of, but at least I was off the stage. Solo is so much different than it's, being in yeah, a crowd. Totally yeah. different. Are there any cutters out there? <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, alone is scary and... There's no bouncing off anyone else. You know, when you're doing the show and you're with somebody and obviously every so often there's crescendos and lulls and what, when there's a lull, you, you're hoping, you know, someone else will pick it up. Is that, if you're just out there going, oh my God, I got nothing. There's literally nothing <laughs> unless you come up with it. Yeah. So and then is. like the, 
the fear on top of that is like, oh, well, I guess uh, the good comedians start riffing on people. Should I riff on people? <laughs> hey, look at this. Look at this. Look at red shirt guy with glasses. You know, what the fuck's up with him? <laughs> I'm blind. Oh, you got him. <laughs> yeah. Look at this. I'm too good for the blue shirt guy. Uh, <laughs> like, what yeah. I- oh, my God. That would be ca- – I would laugh at that, I think. Like, if hey, you- <laughs> I'm a 14-year-old girl. I have cancer. Oh, <laughs> right, I'm sorry. I- like if you did the meta joke that everyone else – like, you know, but – I don't know. That made me laugh. It would work. Yeah, or like if you go into something like way too offensive, way off the start, which seems like Jimmy does that a lot with his stand-up, as he just launches right into something horrific and then sees who sticks around. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you feel out the audience that way and know what you gotta get, get away with. Uh, yeah. So you start with belly button fucking. Mm. And then you then you pull back. You don't give them all the belly button fucking. You let them get, you let them get a taste. <laughs> Spoil them with it at the end. That's how you. What do, do you it. think? Yeah. You know, you hear about you, women go ass to mouth, right? You know, you pull your your dick out of their butt and they put it right back in their mouth. Yeah. What about going belly button to mouth? Like, like, what do you think it would uh, taste? Yeah. Like? You think yeah. ass to mouth would be the worst possible thing you could do, but belly button to mouth. Oh. I'd much rather lick a lick an asshole than a, a woman's like real gross. Hey, you know what? Like- yeah, yeah, because there's been that whole undercarriage thing. You'll just yeah, defense up, down, <laughs> up, down. But but the belly, no one ever goes full belly button. Yeah, no, there's not like spread it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in there, <laughs> try to try, try to get that little dollop of sweat that you can see hide at the bottom and lap it up. Get it? <laughs> a little bit of grit in there and a hair or two. Oh, you got know what's dilators that use at gynecology offices. <laughs> oh yeah, let's get it wide. Yeah, and there's all. In those gross pornos like that, there's always an over enthu- overly enthusiastic male uh, guy there. You know, the male porn. He's like, yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. Look at that asshole spread wide. <laughs> and I'm just imagining it with her belly. But yeah, let's dilate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get that wide over here. <laughs> I hate yeah. it when they get too medical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like he's like pulling it as far apart as he possibly can. And they're saying like, but also silly stuff like yeah, hand in the cookie jar, hand in the cookie jar. (laughs) Just it doesn't make sense, but they're there, you know. (laughs) I love it. Oh, it's awful. Oh, it's horrific. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, in the belly button versus uh, asshole debate, if it's someone whose belly button is capable of being moved to that extent, then chances are the assholes was long ago been blown out yeah that's true most girls if you're willing to go down on a girl's ass uh she probably wouldn't have a belly button you could go even more than an eighth of an inch into usually what about some kind of body modification that would allow such a thing yeah well well, discover that one i haven't seen one of those yet i would like the woman to somehow have some sort of a uh a pouch installed <laughs> in her belly button. So you, you know, that, well, when you take the auto blow apart, you've got this inner part that's just yes. like a little bag uh, made out of the fake flesh material. And it's filled, you know, at the end, it's you've got a, a bag full of cum that you have to go uh, like, yeah. inside out and wash out in, in the sink. Yeah, but, but what if you surgically inserted one of those into a woman's belly and used the orifice of the belly button to fuck it? I feel like we're on the verge of that some sort be, of yeah, some kind abstinence of in schools right now. And I think belly button fucking should be what we're teaching. Yeah. 
I got you. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's there's lots of religious girls who will like hey. the first time they have sex, they have butt sex because they don't want to lose. Oh, their that religion. is common. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is common. That's it's, it's, all it's, the oh. time. And you know what else is common? Those horribly obese children that we talked about before, they will yeah. soon be a prime premarital sex age. So we need to introduce them to belly button fucking. They seem like prime candidates for it. Yeah, so oh, the I'm first time in history where there's yes. been a ton of... This is the biggest Venn diagram in history where the <laughs> is huge of disgusting fat people and the youth. You know? <laughs> yes. For once, that's the same. Like those, See those where... Concurrent circles. <laughs> yeah. See where that came uh -huh. Yeah, right? <laughs> and there's belly button fucking design for this spot right there. It's where they right. need to be. That niche area. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, I wish we'd made the Wings Redemption porno. Like, like people talk about us not coming through with ideas, but it was all, it, the greatest ideas were the Wings ones that didn't. It's gonna have. make six grand, right? You gonna make yeah five, we, I we, think. Five, oh. yeah. So we, our, our friend um, is quite overweight at the time. Let's call him four hundred twenty-five pounds, something like that. Wow. And in general conversation on this show, it came up. You know, would you do a porno for this? He month? was in debt at the time. Month? Wow. And um, and he at some point I basically you know I was like would you do it for this would you do it for that and it's one of those things where you're like would you suck a dick for this would you suck a dick for that and finally I got him to admit yes I would star on a porno for five thousand dollars cash and so the skills started moving well he needed and, he needed some money at the time and Woody oh, okay. and Woody found a fan or, or somebody who we basically we made it happen so that there was gonna be he was gonna be in a porno five thousand dollars he's gonna fuck a hot chick. And he, and he just backed out of the whole thing. But I wanted oh, to man. I, I was like, oh, I this would be great if had her own porno. Like, That's uh, also like, semi-life-ruining. Another fun thing about this guy. Yeah. Um, I, I, what would a I porno like hold him back from that he's Wait, not already We're missing back. out a, a, a important thing. He is rumored to have enormously large testicles. Like, like I, For some I reason, apparently he's got a pair of bowling balls hanging down there. Or softballs, mm -hmm. you know. Let's keep it in perspective. So, but I, I can't die without seeing them. A lot of times, that rumor can happen because fat guys have. Now we talked about my six hundred pound life and how they don't have to uh, blur out the naked bodies because the fat fills up like this whole area. So a lot of times they'll be in pants and people think, oh, he's got giant balls. But meanwhile, they're talking about like belly or or pubis yeah. fat. Well, well, no, like we got scrotal fusion that occurs. Yeah, scrotal fusion. Yeah, where just all the skin around place. becomes ball sack, you know, where it just kind of molds Does that into happen? it. Yeah, the body is stretching so much from the fat that it just borrows oh. skin from the scrotum and slowly it encroaches. It, no, this doesn't happen. No, this is <laughs> 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 totally learning like in a medical sense here. The <laughs> story I ever heard was a woman was laying on a couch so long and she was so fat that her flesh like fused with the weave of the couch. And she went in between a little weave of material, and oh. she became one, like like Brundlefly with the the chamber <laughs> when he came yep. out and had part yep. of the chamber on him. Yeah. And they had to cut the wall out, the EMS, uh, take her to the hospital with the cushions, and then try to figure out how to get her off of this fucking couch. How does that? 
physically happened. I can You know, that almost happened to me when Breaking Bad first hit Netflix. Uh, <laughs> you know. a lot of time watching. It happens. It happens a lot. I don't understand that, but when your ass fuses with the cushion. Yeah, do you think I it's read about day, like it's it's such a slow build that one day she just went huh? <laughs> huh? and yeah, then she's just like, "Well, this is this is reality now. This is my life." You know, <laughs> I am have to get an IKEA Otomy in a few years yeah. to get this fucking couch if, off my hands. If let's say a week before it fused, she pulled would it have like ripped some ass off yes. of it or something? Like yes. when did it actually become, yeah, this is part of my body now and not like, oh, I, I've ripped half my ass off with the couch. Yeah, yeah. at I what point when she stands up, does the couch come with her or does she stay with the couch? Yes. I think you have to imagine like raw, moist skin and flesh. That's like just, a tapioca pudding skin. It, it's raw <laughs> and disgusting. And it and it's healing to the the fabric. I heard there was a yes. woman recently who was fused to her boyfriend's toilet seat. She had been oh, in his yes. bathroom for two count them two motherfucking years. He said that he asked her to come off the toilet many toilet. times, but she yeah. said she liked it in there and refused. He would feed her, give her all her meals on the on toilet. The toilet. House. You know he wasn't fucking her because how do you fuck a giant bitch stuck to a toilet? Um, Why is he allowing yeah. her to stay in his house? You stay on my toilet for more than, I don't know, two hours, and I'm calling somebody no, for you. that's the perfect crime, though. You, you know that nobody's going to come wrestle you off of a toilet where you could be mid-shit and then force wow. you out of the I house. I will make you get off my toilet. If I don't even understand how you can I'm throw into a toilet seat. With, like the porcelain? Like the couch makes sense because there's little gaps where it feels like right. uh, material. You got to think about this a little bit. Now, now just imagine an enormous ass, right? One as big as two couch cushions yeah. compressed onto a toilet seat. Well, the flesh goes around and then connects to itself. She had, she had like, used to herself with a toilet seat in her ass. They had to remove the seat from the toilet, and she had to take it in her ass to the fucking hospital. I, I like once a saw a car crash into a tree. And then the tree grew around and encompassed the car. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've like seen that. it with a bicycle. The tree. Sort of like that. Mm -hmm. uh, finds a way. Except trees are beautiful things of nature, and she's an abomination. Yes. The Just like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. We came full circle. I love it. I love it. Do you think I, that I, they take those people to the hospital? Or if you have grown into a toilet and you now live there, that's your residence. Do you think they just throw you it's on like that? You see a dog all splattered on the highway and take you to the dump? Like yeah, just dump you off at, at the yeah. yeah the city dump. As they're screaming, leaning on their toilet, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then they just <laughs> tip them into one of those car compactors, hearing the shattering porcelain and their awful rancid rotten flesh. <laughs> Kyle, is that gun loaded? No. No. It's now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is loaded. No. No. There's no bullets in it at all. I this said it backwards a, the second this time. This is just a handling First gun time you did. for Brandison and such. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 this is a shooting gun. It's got the bullets in it. Does it, does it really? Great. I don't think oh, so. What kind, no, is that a 1911? Yeah, this is a 1911. This is my uh, AEC Nighthawk uh, 1911. You have Oh, I like that one. I think I've shot it. You yeah, have... Um, great. You have guns at your disposal, like just to play with, tinker with, whatever. Um I, I do that with knives, actually, but I wish I had more guns just sitting on the table. But it doesn't work for me because I don't secure all my ammo. You should have guns. You know what the pro when when uh, gun control people talk about getting rid of all the guns, they go, "Wouldn't it be great if we got rid of all the guns? Then we wouldn't have to deal with people being shot." And my my first answer is, would you ever want to be in a knife fight with somebody? 
Like, because now, now if someone comes in with a knife, the best you can do legally is challenge them with a knife. And now you got to be this expert knifesman. Yeah. <laughs> I want to shoot him. Yeah. What year is this that I'm having to swashbuckle with this guy outside yeah, of the bar? I'm doing we this. Just... I'm, I'm knifing. No. Beat it. Yeah. Beat it. No one wants to be defeated. <laughs> no, it's uh, me. <laughs> yeah. Guns no. make it so much easier. I got a samurai sword here somewhere. Well, I had a, a few. That's what you want to go to. Step aside, Butch. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants We're to be in a knife. I saw some YouTube video where this guy, uh, I guess this is a common thing to demonstrate how dangerous it is to get into a knife fight. Because you see it on TV and the guy just overextends himself and then the yeah. guy like, and he just drops it, crippled. But this guy was like, I'm a trained defensive master or whatever, and this guy attacking me isn't. But he's got a knife represented by this Sharpie, and I'm wearing a white T-shirt and white pants or whatever. And you're going to see that he he still gets me. And at the end of it, like, the guy with the knife or the Sharpie is down, but there's lines and dots all over this guy's shirt where it's like, yeah, yeah you're not getting him down and feeling good about yourself. You're going to be no, fucked up. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, yeah. I. It I mean, I've never been in a knife yard fight, and, but... and make that video. I'd rather have the the greatest, bestest thing ever invented to dispatch somebody if they want to kill me. Like, I don't want to get into this protracted battle with some ancient weaponry. Yeah, you don't want to go like gangs of New York style with like yes! nails and, and bats and remember that club that John C. Riley had. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm doing a walking people with that. No, I think I'm doing a shooting competition in not not this weekend, but like a week from when this video goes live. Uh, what is? I don't know exactly what it is, but he was like, you know, if you've got a pistol, a shotgun, and a rifle, three gun. Yeah, you can. It, it was called a three gun, and it, but I don't know exactly how it works. I do know that you move a lot during it, so like. You'd like go to a target, shoot, 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 go to the next spot, do your thing. And, uh, you know, he was like, if you've got the stuff, you can come, you can join us. We'll, we'll hang out. And, you know, he's like, it's kind of chill. I don't expect to win or anything, but, uh, yeah, we'll go to a shooting competition, see what it's like. Yeah. Those are interesting. It's, <clears throat> um, I mean, you, you just described it. it's, it's pistol, rifle, shotgun, or sometimes it's, I've seen it be shotgun, carbine, and then like bolt gun, like for mm -hmm. long range stuff. But yeah, it's it, it varies a ton. But there's a lot there's a lot of moving around and stuff. And, and yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's the goal did, of it. Have some fun. I did trap trap golf and bowling once, <laughs> all in one day. Really? That was rough, <laughs> especially after shooting a shotgun trying to golf, uh, huh? and then the bowling was just done. Your arm is like this. You can't get anything going. I'm I don't bad know why we did it. Probably booze. <laughs> drinking and shooting. It's uh... yeah, drinking, shooting. <laughs> well, well, drink, uh, shooting in the morning. I mm. think you start drinking in the afternoon when you can, uh, you know, golf balls. How I like trap. I like trap. I, I haven't shot a ton of it, but um, I've 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 shot a good bit. Um, I like skeet, sporting clays, That's most fun. of all. Yeah. Yeah, shooting stuff out of the air is fun. <sighs> So I'm trying to look for another AMA. Yeah, I'm looking through them here. They, uh... What was your first date experience with your current significant other? Taylor, do you want to go first? I don't know. I, I've talked about how I met Jackie a bunch of times. You know, I got in trouble in college, community service. Her friend thought I was cute, introduced us. 
and uh, and that. But the first time we went out, I took it to dinner at, I don't know where, call it the equivalent of like TGI Fridays or Ruby Tuesday or something. And uh, <clears throat> she put too much ketchup on her hamburger. She still does. But it's ridiculous. It's like overflowing. It's leaking out the sides. Oh, it's- I hate that. <laughs> so... What a Seinfeld complaint. That's a total <laughs> Seinfeld complaint to have about a girl. She puts too much ketchup on her. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> like you, you dumped her for that? I totally yeah. intentionally like made fun of it and stared at it to make her self-conscious about it. She wonders why she dated me again. But uh, that was Wait, like... this was Jackie? Yeah, yeah. It, it, the question was, what was your first date experience with your current significant other? And uh, oh. yeah, I think we did dinner and a movie. Oh yeah, we saw... Um, a Dolly Parton movie, Straight Talk, and went to dinner. So dinner and a movie, and I was awful during the dinner. Did it escalate after Straight Talk? Um, I think it did. I think I made out with her in her parents' basement that night. Nice. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Smooth. Mm. I'd answer that, but is this before or after the arrest? It says current SO. Oh, so current. You okay. So then it. Would... I figured that you're. First date would be a little bit of, you know, heavy petting into some ground and pound. Right, right exactly. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just try not to have any significant others since yeah. December 19th-ish. I think, uh, so, I think we went to like a Mexican oh, restaurant oh, slash bar. You have to re-enable oh, your camera. The camera button again. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Oh, cool. What were you yeah, saying, Kyle? Well, I think we went to a restaurant, uh, like a Mexican restaurant slash like a bar and had a couple drinks and then... Retired to a, a a nearby hotel. Retired to it. Um, I'm sorry, I can't even tell if you guys can hear me or if I. I can hear you. No, I can't see oh, you, yeah. but you can hear you. You'll come back. I expect. Okay, I can see Anthony. Oh, anyway, yeah, the the first date with us, she made me beef ribs, and we ate those, and watched a movie, and then retired to uh the bedroom and that Ooh. was it god damn all you people retired on your first date yes oh uh, well woody we're like twice younger than you yeah i don't think i even made it to boob town on my first date <laughs> that's what happens now it's great it does sound glorious yep yeah y'all Anthony's at the perfect time too because he's at the he already got the career under his belt got the moolah and now that's he can it the i just I, I just went out recently, well, within the past couple of days, and uh, it was great. little dinner, really nice, and then uh, hung out uh, here at the house. We watched, like, Investigate Discovery, about 18 hours of murders, and then, uh, yeah, retired. <laughs> to the if we're talking about bad first ones, uh, this, was, yeah. this, was from, uh, this was from high school where I went to one of this girl's, it was such like a high school way for it to happen. This one of this girl's friends came to me and was like, Hey, so-and-so thinks you're cute and wants you to, to ask her out and take her on a date or something. And I was like, all right, well, I'm 16 now. Now it finally makes sense. Cause I can actually drive somewhere and get someone. Cause I was never about it before I could drive where it was like, Hey, me and my mom will get you at eight where it's, it's just <laughs> uncomfortable. And so, so when same, did that, I showed up at this dude's, uh, this lady, this, Oh! Oh, this dude's dude's house. Tell me more. (laughs) Uh, No, I went to the to her house, and this dude opened the door who was way too young to be her dad. And it turns out that her stepdad, I guess, where it was one of those stepdad situations where his mom like really hunted down 
the age <laughs> ladder. And so her, her stepdad was like 31 at the time, and I was like 16, and he was a bodybuilder and was trying to give off this vibe of like, you don't fuck with her, you know, don't be, don't be getting out of my way. And I was almost sitting there like, this is too cliche that this is a bodybuilder guy on a first <laughs> date with chick. And uh, basically, we just sat around while he watched us for a while. Then we went to go get in the hot tub where he also watched us from inside oh, on the couch. Oh, God. And I just left. It was awful. I told her I was going to take her to Red Robin, and then I just left. Nice. So, there's some, that I was going to go anywhere. This fucking weirdo with giant bicycle veins or bicep veins are I, not a sucker. I had to go inside to pick up Jackie on our first date, and uh, her father was like that, too. He owned a weightlifting club. And you know, he had these big biceps. He was just a big, strong guy. And uh, like the first time I met him and shook his hand, he asked me if I was going to marry Jackie. But I came up with a one-liner on the spot. I'm like, I'll do it if she comes with that Jeep. And that was my opening line to meet her dad. Did It'd be she? funny if you messed it up and you're like, I'll do it if she comes in that Jeep. <laughs> I mean, what? Uh, goodbye. <laughs> a whole different world could have unfolded at that mm, moment. Yeah, One so moment. close. You would no longer have to think of hypothetical single Woody. You would just be, <laughs> just single, be Woody. single Woody. Yep. Uh, is my camera working? I don't know what the situation. It's is. not. It's not. But I don't want to do the call again and and, yeah, and I, risk I exposing see. the text to the right. You want to call the show? Yeah, I could do that. I think had a, I had a great time. Uh, I did too. Coming on, Anthony. I, I always enjoy. A lot of fun, you guys. Always. Oh, you guys. Um, Check out our uh, sponsors down below in the description. Uh, Ring.com, of course. Uh, Trunk Club and Club W. Yeah, annotations all over the place. Click them. And uh, Anthony, where do they find your show? Oh my goodness, uh, AnthonyCumia.com. We got about five other shows also now uh, on the the whole network. It's amazing. And uh, yeah, AnthonyCumia.com. Just go there for all your Anthony Cumia needs. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, that was Painkiller Ready, 271.